Hello and welcome to episode 273 of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. I am Jim. I'll be joined by Eric in a little bit in a episode that we're going to have a bunch of books. There was some mail that was sent in from J-Man and Luis. We will be getting that next week. Uh, We're going to just go through books here and we're kind of scrambling to see what is going on with the shutdown, the quarantine, all of that stuff to figure out what we're going to be doing starting next week. And uh, I'll just tell you, we'll have a podcast. We're not going to go away. You can't get rid of us that easily. Uh, But we will end up having a podcast, whether it's new books that DC will release. There is rumors of that. Or we're going to have a greatest hits of all of your favorite characters gone through stories each week, one issue at a time, picked by the Get Fresh crew. Uh, all the Get Fresh crew on the Patreon. So they'll get to pick the best stories of each character. And each character I'm talking about is Superman, Aquaman, Flash, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Teen Titans, Justice League, Batman, and a wild card that will be inserted throughout Green Arrow. And so we'll end up uh, doing that. Now, I'm actually excited about it if it ends up happening. If DC ends up having all of their books come out, Then we'll figure out we may protest. Who knows? Because I was really looking forward to going through some older stories for a little bit to kind of have a a palate cleanser, kind of recharge the batteries as we're stuck inside, be able to go through some some things that are in the DC Universe app if you have it to read along. Uh, And also some of these books that are coming out stink. So I need something that maybe Eric Shea will give a 10 out of 10 and then we're out. We are out. We can shut the door and leave. Woo-wee. That'd be great, wouldn't it? But yeah, we'll have a podcast and we're having a lot more stuff on Patreon as well as we go through this shutdown. So that leads me to tell you where you can find us. We're on a Twitter at Weird Science DC. We have a website, weirdsciencedccomics.com. And again, if you go to the website each Wednesday or whatnot to see the new comics, if there's new comics, we'll review them. If there's not, we'll have something, some retro reviews, some of the things maybe even centering on some of these big stories that we will be going through on the podcast. Almost like we'll play theater of the mind and pretend these great stories like uh, all of a sudden we can pretend the Dark Knight Returns is coming out now and and go at it like that. And uh, in the meantime, you also have the Longbow Hunters, the Green Arrow. That's coming out of that. I mean, it is a golden age of comics, it seems. Out of nowhere, the Tower of Babel is coming out. So that's how we're going to play it. Uh, we will have four or five reviews each episode one each of those big characters and also the way the layout will be as if they're coming out every other week. So you'll have, you know, all of a sudden all these books are double shipping and they are hitting it like nothing. All of a sudden, I mean, the Judas contract that's coming out. I I can't believe how good these books are. Gods of mortals, Emerald Dawn. I mean, wait, it is, it is a golden age of comics, at least while you're listening here with us and i'm sure eric will find ways to pish posh everything but you can also go to our patreon account and support us for everything we do 
and get a lot more things and podcasts and all that stuff. And we're going to have a lot more as we go. One of the things that I will be doing as well, and this will be on the Patreon, I will be catching up on a bunch of books where that we we skip, say the terrifics, uh, say Superman smashes the clan, things like that, where I'm going to try to do a bunch of those while we have some downtime, we can catch up on things. And again, I said it's going to be Patreon. Some will, some won't. We'll we'll see how it goes. Like I said, everything is kind of up in the air mystery. But the the Patreon does have something each week. It's called the DC Comics Spotlight. And that is where we talk about two books that are picked by the bad asses of the Get Fresh crew. And when they pick it, usually it's two things. One of two things. They either pick books that they know me and Eric will lose our minds over. Uh, or they pick what they want and it's the best books. I think that's where they went this week. Because they ended up picking the finale to Batman Curse of the White Knight. That was issue number eight that came out. And then also the Suicide Squad number four, a book that I really, really wish more people were reading. I do a a sales podcast each month for DC and Marvel. And if you've listened to it, if you're on the Patreon, you know that it just perplexes me that the sales of Suicide Squad. So while we have some downtime, if we do. I suggest if you're going to go and catch up on things, catch up on the Suicide Squad. If you're not reading it, uh, give it a chance. Give the new team a chance. It's really good. But you know what else is really good? The badasses. The badasses of the Get Fresh crew. And here they are. They're roll call. And we'll start with my man, Manship, who his big concern nowadays is where he can do his disc golf. <laughs> really? T-Funk, Optimus Prime 99. I love that guy. I love that name. We have Lone Wolf Marv, Lawrence Lee, Niels Tewart. My man, Rob Lewis, because Eric in here. Don't need him. Christian Falls, Ken Halleck, Lady Abby, Nick Adams, Mark Jaeger, Josh Vermillion, Aldrin Stoja, and Aquaman Baby Mark. We also have Eric G., David Fink, Randy Murray, Bobby Bain, Reggie Hancock. Uh, we might be hearing him on the Patreon coming up in April. Would be awesome. Cam, Lord Pepe, Adela, Mummified Squad, Brian from Arkansas, Bill, Beer Admiral, Whiskers, Seth Nine, I call him Brennan, Forrest Pauly, Tony Walton, Joey Barra, Costco, who did this week's Detective Comics, and also the Bag Full of Heads. Is that one House of Heads? Yep, Joseph watched the comic boom Rocky, who actually has a really good YouTube channel and also did the Legion of Superheroes book. Uh, D-Man 3000, all new Dave, Carlos, my man Pete from NYC, Polly P down under eating that Vegemite sandwich, Cellar Dweller Luis, I ran out, where is Eric, Ulysses Jones, Hakeem Double Aaron, Simon, Swanee, Anthony G, Missy T, and Ruben. Uh, this is the third time I've recorded this intro. That's the first time that I ran out of time. I promise. Oh, my. But thanks all of you bad asses and everybody in the Get Fresh crew that support us over on Patreon. I hope you're enjoying things. We're going to be getting a bunch of stuff. And again, we're waiting to see what DC is going to do. This will be a little bit of a news item here. I should have the breaking news sound. Uh, DC is rumored to be releasing some things. We'll see what's going on. In the meantime, we're going to proceed with the idea that we're going to have a March Madness type bracket tournament with each of the characters that I said earlier that will pick the best stories. And that's what we're going to talk about. 
And then we'll fill in the blanks of what's coming out, what's not. We'll see. I, I think that DC's using this opportunity not to screw over comic shop owners. They're using it to get rid of that old diamond distributor, the Monopoly. And, and I think that they're going to end up pushing the idea of the big bad Monopoly diamond. They ended up messing up everyone. They screwed everyone by shutting down. We now have to do something to go around them because People want their comics, and if you don't have comics, nothing's selling. I think that that's where they're going to go. In the meantime, they'll use it to test the waters on different distribution methods. I think that we already saw that they were kind of trying something when they had the Walmart and the Target books, things like that. So we'll see how that proceeds. If it's only a couple books, uh, they may be the Patreon spotlight. If it's a bunch, we'll see. We'll figure it out, but just so that everybody in in the world i'm talking to all you people in india right now listening to this we will have a podcast uh next week and you'll be able to kind of tune in and see what that is when we get there but right now we're going to go off like i said we're not going to have any mail we're just going to have books uh this week the mail that was sent in will be talked about next week we didn't forget about it or skip it so we're going to go off to a bunch of books right now Ah, yes, here we are. Jim's reviews. Are we done? Let's go. Oh, good. I, I'm about to pass out. Mm-hmm. I can't even keep my eyes open. I feel like crap. So oh, it's a normal so podcast. Yeah, no. Uh, this is getting to the points where I think I've got to go get checked. But we'll see. We will see how that goes. Uh, most of my family are coughing and can't get out of bed. So uh, we'll see if we uh, continue on after all of this and uh, go. And these books suck. How about that? There's right. my last bit. This is uh, uh, the place where we're going to start talking reviews. If you want to read the reviews of these real shit-ass books, you can go to the website and and read them where, still, they, they suck. Uh, we have a bunch here. We're going to have two in this first section, and uh, it's going to start with something that Eric has the blurb for. Eric, what is that? That's yeah, Detective Comics number 1021, written by Peter J. Tomasi, with art by Brad Walker, Andrew Hennessy, Brad Anderson, and Rob Lee. Batman's on the hunt for the cult of Two-Face, and who should he find in his quest? Why, Harvey Dent, looking for a way to stop Two-Face from continuing his evil plans. Too bad that Harvey, for all his good he wanted to do, may have been part of Two-Face's plan to lure Batman to his secret cult hideout, where our big bad and all his followers completely light up our hero with multiple gunfire. Yeah, there you go. You have the guys, Vice and Versa. That's okay. Uh, But yeah, you have the whole idea, and if one thing that people were confused about a bit going into this, while they read it at least, was the idea 
of a Harvey Dent knowing who a Batman is, going and finding him at the back. All that, that is That's from, from the, the, yeah. It's been from Scott Snyder's All-Star Batman. I think it actually was uh, issue number five was in a particular and that did play with that idea which continues here which is actually pretty cool that tomasi picks up that idea because i like the idea of a harvey knowing it and uh two-faced not not. and the fight dual personality aspect and so there is that little thing in the background And, and there also is the thing where I think Tomasi does something really good here. Now, overall, this issue does not do much. It's pretty much even a, throwing I'm going to lead the, Batman from A to B and let's get Doing the detective the comics, detective work was actually a pretty much a bore aspect to this yeah. whole thing. Where I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, now we're going to get cross-reference this with where these these people who are yeah. here and here, oh, they met at this point. Well, let's check out the blueprints for my like – it, it just it almost makes it seem like he wants to show that so that you don't completely go with, well, Batman's an idiot for falling. Now, he may be an idiot for leaving Harvey Two-Face in the Batmobile, uh, whatever. But with this, I do like the way that it's played out here with Harvey having that fight and basically seemingly being like that is his goal as a Harvey Dent. His yeah. big goal is to not let. Two-Face know who Batman is or all hell will break loose. He's up to no good here, Bruce. And I need to try to hold him back here because I can't – I have no idea how much longer I'm going to be able to hold back and not tell him who you actually are. And a jerk about it. You better. He just gets mad. The the worst part of this whole aspect of me is like we have Harvey Dent Two-Face right here. He is fighting for his sanity, his life at this point. Batman's like, look, Harvey, I'm going to take you back to Arkham because this is the only place that can help you in this whole city. Lemon's kind of area. Pretty much maybe in the world. Who knows if Arkham actually helps anybody. But but, all right, Harvey, get in the car here. All right, before we go there, I'm going to make a pit stop. We're going to take a pit stop. I'm going to handcuff. You're you in this card. Hope that you remain sane this entire time yeah. that I'm looking for Har- for Two Face's secret hideout. And even the idea that we have the cult of Two Face. You and I have been joking about the idea that Tomasi does so many different cult stories. It's ridiculous to the yeah. point where we have a Two Face cult now. They look cool. There could be some cool aspects to it. It's just a lot of cults coming out of this book. But when we have uh, Batman figure out that the old courthouse has a secret underground, like old yeah. courthouse to it, where Harvey Dent Two Face has been doing all his rituals and all his secret hideout with his coat and stuff like that. I'm just wondering. This is something in my mind we should have figured out during the whole Court of Owls situation. Yeah, where or we're, any looking other at time. Old Gotham, I mean, this you know, has the happened secret, so many the times. The secret places in Gotham that people can hide. Yeah, and what, where I like this though uh, is one thing: Batman doesn't fake the funk. Uh, one of the things is is that you would think, and if it was me. I, I would try to be nice to Harvey because Harvey's the one who's keeping your secrets. And he kind of isn't. He just yells at him. He's going to take him to Argo and then takes a pit stop, like you said, and things. It made me laugh. But one thing that this shows, and there's like a little line, and this is something that is kind of the whole dichotomy, if you will, Eric, mm-hmm. of a Batman and a Two-Face is the idea there's Two-Face. He's two guys there. Yay, you know, but so's Batman. And it is the one where, hey, Batman, I'm Harvey Dent and Bruce Wayne, me and you are best friends, but you know, we're also the enemies. And he says the one line there, you know, almost like, hey, you know, this sucks that we got to both have these double deals and the one's real mean to me and it ends up being. And I, I did actually really like that. There's not much to this. Well, the whole thing, uh, you, too, that you deal with with a lot of this whole thing with Two-Face, you know, going forward, like, I don't know, like, it seems like we're dealing with, like, Harvey Dent a lot, even when he's yeah. with his whole cult thing and even flipping the corn and trying to put on airs that he is their leader to a degree, even though it's Harvey Dent's persona, but... 
what they're doing, I don't know how bad the bullet that he shot himself with previously in another story arc is affecting him here yeah. now. Like, you know, why has this now chosen? Like, he's going to become this cult leader. And even the idea, like, one plus one does not equal two, everybody. It equals one. And we're going to go for that one path direction kind of thing, like what he's trying to, like, you know, spread to his followers here. But, like, I don't know if it's like whatever we deal with a two face that happens a lot with different writers where people have different ideas on how to take the character, how they write the character. And I always have a problem when it's two face because who are we dealing with now and what problems are like, you know, the writers yeah. tackling with this two face when they put them down on paper here. But like, I just don't understand completely what we're doing with the bullet hole situation. Or the, and that's the, the problem. You're wound. not getting more of it. And that was when he tried in. You see a little entrance wound yeah. or, or it you starts know, bleeding. It seems when Two Face yeah. starts coming through again. Like it seems yeah. like it's pounding so against his skull and almost starts much. leaking out. I'm like, and I he st- does seem to I get headaches him to have with a that. healing factor where it pressed the bullet out for the way that it just started bleeding yeah. out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, no, it's, it's going to come out. It'll just be a coin or something <laughs> stupid. No, the the thing. So that's the thing. Is the doctor's going to do an X-ray at one point? Yeah, he shot himself but when the bullet hit his skull it flattened out to what appears to be a coin batman Uh, it appears to be a coin (laughs) it's got scratches on it oh my well how long do i have Uh, doctor well two days 50 20 what are his chances doctor 50 50 50 50 i guess it's just a coin flip now we're we're (laughs) laughing it may end like that uh but yeah you you if you if you didn't know the idea that he did try to commit he tried tried to commit suicide by shooting himself in the Tomasi Batman uh, Two Face story in the New Fifty Two. Yeah. Again, we mentioned that last episode when we talked about this. Last detective, uh, but yeah, so he ends up having this problem. He's getting headaches at points. He is going a little off what he usually does and gets called out, which we rarely see him get called out. But again, if you end up having two guys with coins embedded in their forehead, I guess they're allowed to kind of speak up, right? I guess. Well, this is the thing. And also, that's the Harvey Dent part, it seems like. Yeah. The interesting parts of this are left aside, what the cult is, who these gang members are. We do find out through the detective work that the guys that ended up pretty much dying, the last issue, ended up all having a terminal illness, a cancer of some sort, which then goes in with what Harvey has with this bullet in his head, but does it and does it? We don't know. No. It, it doesn't really connect with it's me. It's doing a weird you know? thing. I'm telling you, I, I don't mind this issue. I think it's uh, it's pretty cool to have it's the okay. Batman Two-Face connection. It's, I wish we could have had more. We're always There's trying to play catch to up, it. it seems like. I wish we could have a story, and we have this problem throughout this entire podcast with the books we talk yeah. about, where there's not a lot of set up the things. Like it, We actually no. might even get it going on with Wonder Woman, where you have the small part of the horse woman being put together. At least that's being talked about before it happens. We're always just thrown in the middle, and now we got to work our way back to get to the pe- like to the present. And it's always kind of a hindrance because, like, I want to know what's going on Two Face, and now we got to wait issue after issue for them to finally go back. Well, this is what happened yeah. here, and this is why we're doing this here now. I'm like, yeah. why couldn't we start with that? Well, and now unfortunately we're going to have a you know oh, well, yeah. in the books as well, so that makes it worse. And and so when you do have this book. I think that Tomasi is one of the ones that you really, if people say, hey, you know, this new trend, always writing for the six issue, you know, Tomasi's big on that. You end up having any, it's very similar to what I say about Robert Venditti. It ends up with some really cool ideas. And why is, as the stories go, you start to get it watered down and then you kind of lose track of something. And then by the end, you're just left wondering what the hell went wrong. And Tomasi has not hit with rarely any of these stories on Detective, even going back to the first time he was at the end of the DCYU right before the rebirth. 
uh, but most of them have cool setups. And this one, though, you know, we're only a couple issues in, but it's still at the point where I'm interested. I, I still am, but I'm also at that point. This is where I get to usually two issues in. We get a setup that I think is cool, but we're already seeing things being left behind. And the idea of who the cult is, what they are, what's going on with them. A lot of times we leave these behind. Well, we that's never the thing. Get is we're at the courthouse. We got a bunch of bad dudes going through the court system, kind of thing, going to jail, not bad going to jail. Right. Two face coming to them. Hey, I heard you guys are dying of terminal cancer. Individual guy over here, an individual guy too. You both got different kinds of cancer. You don't have a lot of time. You want to put a coin in your forehead and work for yeah. me for a while? Well, you I guess so, Mr. Dent. And then what we'll really do, because, you know, you have terminal cancer. I'm clean up some Gotham. And, and can I put a brain bomb in, in there? Because I <laughs> need to do bomb, that, too. Even I, that. I need that. Because, but there's got to be I, something more to this whole situation that Batman's not telling us. Because it's and, way and, beyond well, Two-Face at this point. Because well, I actually really got really into the idea that where we have Two-Face talking about what he wants to do here. And we have a little montage of the cult of Two-Face going out through Gotham, cleaning up the streets by killing hoodlums, even taking out Catwoman and Penguin, it seems like. I don't know how yeah, far yeah. that goes. But like I'm like... I like Not this far, idea because going back to the, like in the day before the New 52, where it was a lot of times Penguin versus Two-Face to see who's going to control yeah. the crime in Gotham. Like, all right, this could lead to something cool where you have Penguin. All right, you put a gun to my head, Harvey. I'm going to come after you with everything I got. Now, that seems cool to me, but it's only a little montage with one panel of Penguin we have yeah, here. There's so not, not much. much. There's not much. And everything goes, you know, you end up having Batman trying to figure it out. He does go to the corner. And, yeah, that's where you get the detective. You get some classic things. Batman sneaks up. Hey, oh, hey, you saved my niece, so I'll let you go yeah, here. Yeah, five, only five minutes. minutes. I'm like, I love that. It's like, hey, I need five minutes. Yeah, five minutes and not a second more. What the hell does that mean? Why? What <laughs> you have to take five and a half? What you can call? I'm calling the police on you. Manage your time better, uh, Batman. I told yeah, you five minutes. Odd. But he really doesn't even need that much. He just kind of gets a sample, finds out. And, and I'm waiting through I've this whole thing. IDs. And that's right. Yeah, the the thing that gets me in this is you end up, like I said, having guys in, with coins in their forehead. I imagine that you ended up having Those a the roided out. I just think that Two-Face, he got a little fancy. He, he ended up doing it and they embedded in. He was just flipping the coin. Uh, but yeah, that really shows they mean business, vice versa. I keep waiting, though, for the next thing of Two-Face to drop, where you end up where they he goes, Batman goes to the morgue. He's like, okay, what what's the, oh, these are all twins where the other one died. I, I don't know. I'm waiting for some sort of tell to get me excited. Like, oh, my, here's the, and there really isn't anything. No. It's just pretty much down even to, the thing is I get he has the, this cult. When I get to the detective work here, just going, even when he gets in the Batmobile, it's like, all right, computer, generate court dates and events for the 11 days these felons were in the same vicinity. And then he goes through this whole different things, like, you know, and collate the felons' medical records and specialist lists and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and then, like, he's getting really weird with the way he talks about it. And last yeah. but not least, computer, full schematics on the yeah, original. I mean, he's and last fancy. but not least, I'm like, how much voice control does this computer have? No, it's actually, it's And better last than but Siri. not least. And last but not least. And let me tell you, computer. Full Schematics of the original engineering plans of the courthouse. What are you wearing tonight, computer? I am a little lonely here. It's a lonely it's night. It's lonely of me. being the night. <laughs> it's a lonely Especially night. Especially after and Selena I am stole dying. it. Yes, she stole it. She's gone. I, I don't know where the hell this Villa Hermosa even is. I don't know. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, he's doing that, but that, and it. it Sometimes in books, and this is one of the issues where when you do go to this detective work and things that we're saying, it ends up feeling like, 
okay, that's just what Tomasi wanted to. It's detective yeah. comics, got to go to detective work, and you kind of don't get much from it, and it takes up some space. But I do like the idea of Two Face and Harvey fighting, as they always do with each other in there. But it's one of those where even a little more subtle, where even when it seems as if Harvey's in control, Two Face is doing stuff behind the deal so that he is leading Batman too. That's what it seems like. Just the idea for like he goes back to where his courthouse hideout is underneath the actual courthouse. It's the old courthouse from 300 years ago. The new courthouse was built on top of. You have to go past the guard. The thing is, people they going in and out of this the whole graves, deal. They, they, they only moved the tombstones. <laughs> it's the problem. They left the bodies. But no, <laughs> the thing is, even we have this deal here where Batman goes into the courthouse and he has to give the freaking Vulcan nerve pinch to uh to the security guard to put him to sleep there. And Go back. I'm like, hey, it's and the only reason it's there is so Harvey didn't end up killing him when he yeah, came in later it. on. That's because the normally only Batman reason. would have just snuck past. But the whole thing, we go down though, go, shush, <laughs> and we have, <laughs> but we have this courthouse where it does seem. I, I'm just assuming for what we see here, we have one entrance. It's a trap door entrance down a stairwell to get away. So every time that the cult members or the Two Face have to leave, they have to sneak past the security guard. And I'm like, this guy is, and, and what I got to in my mind. You see this guy, he gets the Vulcan death grip, right? He gets the pinch. He gets knocked out. I just imagine this guy is the seventh guy this week because they keep killing him. And just to make myself laugh, later when Two-Face goes in and we see him, that's a different guy. He's killed him. I just imagine they go, this is the the worst job. We have this guy, and it's not even just the idea of the worst job. Just imagine this guy. We have to get the worst guy to do this job because even as he's yelling at his phone, yes, I figure if she wants to stay together, she'll do as I tell her. Oh. And and again, that makes it seem like, Shush. why do you have to make this guy a piece of crap? I mean, really? And so he's yelling. And I'm glad you brought it up because I almost forgot about this. All I can – it ends up where they all give him the Vulcan death, you know, the, the pin. Yeah, yeah. So what ends up happening is, yeah, you know, I told her she better – oh. And then – Harry, it happened again. I, I don't know what to, I think I have narcolepsy. I got to go to that. What does this guy think after all these times? Or in the meantime, he just was like, you know, working hard or hardly working. He's just letting anybody go by. This happens a lot. When we ended up, when I used to be a guy who would deliver some stuff, you'd go to, say, a Ford Motor Company. And you'd always be able to tell if somebody just started the job at the guard shack because they would actually get out. The one time I had to empty everything out of my car, and my car is rarely clean. So I had to have, then, you know, two weeks later, that same guy is waving in Osama Bin Laden. He doesn't care. He's just, whatever, keep going, boys. And I think that this guy has done that. Batman's just pissed and wants to try out his death grip. That's all he's doing. And, and what it's, shush. Why does he say that? Why does Go he say sleep. that? He's knocking him out. Don't crap your pants. <laughs> and then he goes, and then you see, he's crapped his pants. But yeah, it all leads to nuts. But you said this is where I was saying about the detective work, what you're saying exactly what happened here. Batman is doing something he normally wouldn't do because later it would have caused this guy to get killed. And you don't want to have anybody killed because of Batman, because it would have been he's there. He's not paying attention. He left. Uh, you know, Harvey Two-Face in the Batmobile. So he ends who's, up doing who's something. Who's handcuffed up and just has a, a temper tantrum, a freaking fit inside the car to the point where he activates the ejector seat, which I'm telling you, Brad Walker's art, I enjoy, except for the way he does Batman. I'm not a fan of that. But besides that, I enjoy Brad Walker's art. This scene, though, of Harvey flipping out in the Batmobile, becoming Two-Face, activating the ejector seat and getting out that way, I had no idea what that happened until they said later on, huh. 
Must have activated the ejector seat and broken the handcuffs that I had on my. All right. Must have activated my dental plan. You end up dental plan. You end up with this going, though. And I do like his art. I do. What I don't like is his point of view. Like you said, with that, it's too close. There's a lot of times where an action scene in this could be spread out where you can see what's going on. And I do think that by the end there, maybe that thing with the ejector seat then had to be added. Like this is post. I better mention that because I don't know what the hell happened there. And yeah, we'll, we'll even have some stuff in the next book with John Romita Jr. But then art stinks. So it's, that's worse, but this, the art's really great. His two face is great. And I don't know when you end up seeing the top of his head, that is horrific. I was a little confused there as well. Like, let's go. Oh, oh I see. You know, that, uh, looks like they got maggots coming out. Nonsense. But looks like hey, my Jim. last time. Looks like last time I made a hamburger. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I'm looking at the guy being told to shush. Shush. <laughs> he doesn't even go shh. Yeah, why does he say anything? Plus, he's going to be on the cameras. Uh, and that guy's fired. But yeah, so it all ends up with a dupe where Batman. No, no, there are no cameras because even down. when Batman says when he gets yeah. out of the whole thing with two faces there in the car, he be. shut down the security cameras with yeah. the EMP poles. Yeah, exactly. So he, you know, he would have ended up being the reason why that guy died. So yeah. he has to end up knocking him out. Where I still think that Two Face would have flipped that coin and shot him. But here's where I we end. We end with a cliffhanger. And I don't know. I kind of think Batman's going to live. That That's just me. It's a really cool I, I cliffhanger, kinda, though. I kind of think that it's silly, though, to ever have a cliffhanger of that. Have a cliffhanger where the bad guy is in a real bad The bad guy's about to put Batman in a bad situation. He looks like he... Not just, oh my, he looks dead with gunshots to his chest and his head. We know that's not the case, so stop it. Just have a bunch of things going on. I don't on. know. Stuff does. like this, I don't like. Even if we go back to the Batman and Robin Eternal number one, where we had Batman pointing a gun at the end for the big number one but cliffhanger. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's something that you're like, holy crap, would he do that? Or, But him laying there with bullet holes, we know that I think that's cool. just nothing. I think it's ridiculous. I When we have these... These things never pan out We know that Batman's not going to die So play it a little smarter Where something is going to happen that's even worse Like in fact you have something Where Two-Face almost finds out it's Batman He's going to take the cow You know something that may not happen But at least there's a well, possibility definitely incapacitate him for the time being Nah he's just but again probably not He'll probably be right up kicking and then say, yeah, you know, I've got the Kevlar or whatever, and we'll see. They'll probably grab him and put him on a, a crucifix or something. They'll strap him to a Hang coin. him upside down something. Eh, just put him on the coin. I see the two coins in the background up there on that those pillars that they're all You know, that would be the ultimate us. ending there where we have this whole idea of darkness and light that Two-Face talks about where we then strap two, like Batman to one side, Two-Face on the other, and they have the followers flip the coin there, and whoever his heads up lives. Oh, they have some kind of some kind of underground freaking catapult underneath nice. there. I'm saying it, you you end up who tails, wins darkness or light? You're dead. Yeah, really, that'd be cool. See, there you go. Even if say they're gonna spin them and then they'll fall. I don't know, but yeah, you have them and they're like for some hey. reason. I don't know why. I think like it'd be easier to flip than spin. I don't know why. Maybe I don't know. They shoot them. All and of a sudden, spin I said, right, grab that. We're gonna play. You know, whirlpool. Like back. Think about when you were a kid in the pool to spin it around here. Oh, just I make love sure. whirlpool. That's the best. The, the last time I ever uh, ever played whirlpool. Uh, I think I know, did like two years a, ago In a non-sexy way It was a time where we ended up at uh, my one friend's house And he had one of those, you know, above ground pools yeah. But it, it might not have been put together Great uh-huh. This was at like, Pete and Jay's yeah. And his their stepdad, Bud 
he didn't take time with things. And I remember when, like, this was one of their, the pool was there, and they we had to level it off. And we were younger, but we were helping out. They yeah. had to level it off. He got sand. He had to level. He, he didn't want to wait. We have the sand down. Well, we waiting did is the that. hardest part, And Jim. he's like, let's get it. That's what Tom Petty said. And he's dead. <gasps> so you end up, we make this thing. And as... You ended up having the pool being used. You might have lost a couple rivets along. Like <laughs> stuff was going wrong. But we're doing this thing. We're going around. Everybody's having fun. And a lot of people were in the pool. We're going around. It was big enough. And then the whole thing just collapsed. And everybody went flying all over. The one uh, <laughs> Pete, uh, Pete and Jay's niece, I guess it was. She ended up going with smaller. She ended up and bashing her head into a picnic. She ain't been right since. Was right there. She wasn't right before, but yeah, she had to go get stitches. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, so there you go. And when they go into the room where the cult is, what ended up happening is you don't see there's a little bit before. And they all yell out, hey, what is your favorite Beatles song on the Let It Be album? They all start yelling, two of us, which is one of my favorites as well, I never well, listened Eric. to that's it. A, that's a deep cut. Oh, okay. They all listen to it because they're smarter than you. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. But we end. <laughs> they have coins in their head. How much smarter than me can they be? Really? I mean, that gives them a lot of sense. <sighs> Common sense. I like it. I like it. I'll allow it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. See, I, I am hepped up. On any sort of cough medicine and all that, and it's got me on my game, Eric. We're off. Who knows? Uh, but we're ending this by me saying that I'm still looking forward to this. It's a shame that we have a little lull in an overall progression. We do have some things going on, but a lot of this was taken the time that we kind of do need to show that Two Face. I just wish and we could have Harvey seen Two Face or Harvey fighting and- setting this whole cult up and actually seeing it from the ground floor up and then going somewhere in the background, like we're doing with Wonder Woman, where we're having like in the background of the last story arc, the Tomasi or someone where we see this whole build up to the big thing of Harvey's cult and stuff like that and how it makes sense and works. So we can go in from the ground floor running instead of playing catch at the entire time. And you know what you could have done here? Uh, and you end up going because, oh, okay, Batman has to be in book. And also, he's going to do some detecting. You waste some time. I wish that what we had here, because a couple of guys died, right? Uh, if I'm, I'm not wrong there, a bunch of guys blew their heads off. So they, they're not around. I would have liked to have seen them recruit guys to replace them so that we see what they do, why they go for places, where they find them, and what it all means. And so, you know, you could end up that this is these guys joining this cult where there's an experimental drug that you can get rid of terminal illnesses, but it's 50-50. You always go with that. But I want to know why they're doing what they're doing for Two-Face, why he seems to be able to mind control. You know, he is full out cult leader. What's going on? charismatic. Yeah. And well, yeah, look at him. Look at that (laughs) face. I mean, really, you kiss anybody with those freaking lips. Uh, so what is going on? Why are, are these people bad guys who worshipped him going up and now he has taken advantage of that? Has he done something? Is he? I don't know. And we don't know. And I'd like to know that because that to me is the like I said, that's the interesting part of this type of story where he keeps giving us Colts, but nothing with them. And then, in fact, by the end, sometimes you mean we like, didn't learn all we could about the Knights of the Sun. I mean, the Knights of the Sun, you but end up being a dupe that somebody made up and it's not this and that guy looked like him. And they, I'm like, OK, so I would have liked more. But still, I'm going to give it I, I want to almost give it a seven because it doesn't get me angry, but it just doesn't do much. But I'm still I'm going to go seven. It's one of those, you know, generic sevens that we used to say before that it does enough to keep me intrigued, but it's not really pushing the story 
forward much and it's leaving some things behind, I think. Uh, and, and again, it's a shame that we're going off to this lull. And then when we get back, e- this is what we ended with. So uh, what would you give it? 6.8 out of 10. Uh, I, jerk. I should have went that. I was going to give it a 6.5. Well, I was going to go 6.5 too, but the thing is I enjoyed the art, this whole thing. I just don't like the yeah. way Red Walker draws Batman. That's just on me, though, because that's where we're going to get here. Everything he else, I think, looks great. action figure plastic. Like, a lot of times he just looks very, like, I don't know, very shiny. And some points his, his cowl looks like it's, like, double-tiered or something. It looks very odd. It's just the uh, whole thing where I enjoy this whole cult aspect to it because I want to know more. I like two faces of character. It's just this issue... This issue is just a little bit boring at times for me with the detective work it does and even the idea of, you know, it's not even that. It just makes weird leaps to conclusions like, all right, look, we got Two-Face here. I'm going to take him to his hideout and leave him locked in the car instead of taking him exactly where he needs to go to be locked away. Then investigate this whole thing. It just There's weird ideas that we have to get in places here. Unless this is his plan to get him down. I do like him, we didn't say, but when Two-Face starts going into the courthouse, he's waxing part. Oh my, I won a lot of cases here, baby, as he goes in. I'm like, I like to see, you know, uh, Two-Face and more Harvey. I like to see Harvey be happy once in a while. He's not happy a lot of times. He's got troubles. He's got he's got things on his mind, Eric, like a bullet. But we're going to go to the next one. This is number one with a bullet. Mm, that's what? what I feel like. Action Comics number 1021. Written by uh, Brian Michael Bendis, Eric. Art by John Romita Jr., Klaus Janssen, Brad Anderson, and Dave Sharp. Brian Michael Bendis continues being behind even himself in this whole writing timeline that he's involved with. And John Romita Jr.'s art flat out sucks. Plus, we get more pushing Leviathan as a big bad, but nobody cares. And by the end, we go back to about a year ago to get Leone and Red Cloud to team up, which nobody cares about. And this book stinks. And the sales show that I'm not the only one who thinks so. And this is one of those where the thing is, I don't know if we go back a year with Leone and Red Cloud from the team up because they did team up. We go back a year. We're just going back to do the same thing. No, I'm just saying because the last time we had it was where, you know, uh, Red Cloud supposedly went after Superman, almost killed him. And Leone looks to her lieutenant and so like, well, you know what this means? The invisible mafia is going to war because and we never understood what that means. So it almost is like, okay, you can come back in the fold now. I'm just saying my whole thing is they're now the big beds again. You know, we end up where we had all this stuff. You're the villain, Lex, Leviathan. And then we just end with, oh, you know who the new bad guys are? Uh, Leone and Red Cloud. Even if it's different, them teaming up, they still were what they had. And this is all Brian Michael Bendis has in this book. Even the thing is that they really push the idea at the end here that, you know, Superman is going to reveal his identity tomorrow. Even with that first thing you start out with, because I went back to look, because I for some reason thought we had talked about, like, Lex was pissed off that, like, about finding out the identity here. I didn't see that. But what I did see was at the beginning of this whole thing when we had that little Twitter page or Twerper page where it's hashtag Clark Superman Kent right there with right next to the broadcasting of the Schuster Park battle going on right here. So I'm like, you can't even Doesn't follow your own continuity no, within this your is what one I'm issue. Saying. He can't follow his own damn continuity. He can't even keep things straight in his own mind. And I'm sure he would say, well, the, the Twitter page, that's kind of a joke. You know what? So is the rest yeah, of the issue, yeah, you is. jerk. It's all a joke. Everybody in here, if you are a fan of Young Justice, oh, my, Young Justice on the cover. Let me, yeah, this sucks. Hey, you're a fan of Batman. It sucks. So, uh, there's nothing. 
Well, there even the idea of having here. Young Justice show up here, because now you get, like we had in the last issue, Superboy and Superman finally coming together. And by the, like, you're looking for this connection. You're waiting to feel like, you know, for that weird Wally West spark for people to remember stuff like Tim finally did. Yeah. But you never know the rules to anything because Tim, no. we found out in Young Justice, he had his mind magically altered somehow where he forgot about Connor. We don't know why Called yet. Doc but Samson. It, but it seemed that Wonder Girl still knew about Connor though. And I don't know why that's the thing. But here Superman says at the end, after they, they say, the day they're gonna do some cleanup around metropolis and choose park we're gonna find out who you are and i just want to kind of say look no i know who i am yeah i, I know, know why I you don't know who i yeah. am and what's going on with the world the world's different i'm not yeah and but they like don't want to play said, any of this it's just kind of smiling okay well, there, yeah, soups. because you want to do that well, no well, we want him to do it in the young justice he isn't uh, just to go back to the young justice that we did the last issue of that you ended up in that having sideways Know who impulse. Kid Flash was yeah. Impulse, but then you end up going for some to reason Aqualad. he's not Kid Flash anymore. We're back to Impulse no. again. Then he goes to Aqualad, who calls him Kid Flash, says that he knows that from the internet, yeah. and then you go, nothing. Makes I sense. don't understand nothing the Bendis sense. continuity of any of the books he's no. doing or what I, he's trying he to doesn't. do. He doesn't know what he's doing. He is just throwing crap at people to just say, oh, man, I'm going to get seven million people in this book. And they're gonna, somebody's got to like somebody, right? And throws <laughs> them in there. Does nothing with them. Does nothing at all. You, you end up with impulse with Bart. And, and his big thing is, oh, man, I'm so mad I had blunt force traumas. <laughs> That's what you get. You have Connor here to end up trying to save Superman. But then just gets knocked down anyway, so it didn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter anyway, because no matter the giant battle we have, the big setup through all these issues, because for some reason this was a long arc, and I don't understand why. No. We have the Legion of Doom get together it seems with like Leviathan. It for years. I know, right? We get the Legion of Doom teamed up with Leviathan, who then team up with Red Cloud. So we have the Legion of Doom battle the, the Justice League, and then they battle the Young Justice on top of it. And the, at the end, they have the Legion of Doom beat down Superman to the point where Red Cloud would come in for some reason and kill Superman because she was no. close to doing it before, but now she has the upgrade from Year of the Villain. Like she's the only one who can back. do it when he's down. So yeah, she I, has I, the upgrade. Yeah, so I don't know why she's Year the only one. We have Apex Lex, you know, standing there holding on to him. I don't know why Lex can't do it, but now Red no, Cloud has I, to come in, but it doesn't happen because Red Cloud realizes that's not what she wants to do. And the whole yeah, thing provides on Leviathan saying, fold you and descending the Legion of Doom away and telling yeah. everybody at the end, you know, I could have killed them. But no, I didn't want to because you know they are playing in a different dimensional level and you could have done do things. You can't do that on this plane. What? What are you? What? No. no uh, this- first off, the reason you can't kill them, you can't, Brian Michael Bennis, because you are dealing with a timeline at this point that is September Scott Snyder. And if you, you want to play it, because just so keep much going things went. with yeah. what you did in Event Leviathan, where you were supposedly not leaving bodies behind, make Mark Shaw somebody who doesn't want to kill people like this yeah. and sends them away. And not that's just why, make because he's Leviathan. Reason. You can't, because stories aren't going to continue from this. They're, they're already finished. <laughs> you end up having this where the Legion of Doom is still not turned into furniture. That happened half a year ago. So you can't do anything with these characters. Nothing can really happen to them. You can't, you can't do even anything. do anything with Leviathan or Red Cloud. No. And, and so when you do that, 
oh, I couldn't do that in this time. Well, well the even the idea that we about? have the weird heroic shift. Red Cloud realizes, what am I doing here? I've been wrong the whole time. I'm yeah, well, Superman the- says. Exactly. There's a, a bus. There's kids. Help them, please. She is turning the cheek now. Off. She's going to help the Justice yeah. League until she's not at the end because we're well, done with that aspect. And that's the thing is where Brian Michael Bendis messes up there. I mean, we can go every page. Let's figure out what he messed up because he does. Okay, she goes off. That's nice. She ends up saving these kids. But the problem is, Brian Michael Bendis only cares about his character. So through his eyes, this means that she can now go and stand behind the Justice League. Ha ha, I'm on their team. And Batman's fine with that. No, no, Batman's All these sitting there. No, no, fine Batman with was saying, we're going to lock her ass up, is no, what he was still, doing. He, they're there. They don't even turn around. And they're going to fight now what looks to fight the Justice or the Legion of Doom with Red Cloud on their team because he only cares about Red Cloud and he only cares that, oh, this is how when later when I say that Superman's surprised that, that Red Cloud's bad, it's because she helped that one time and then stood behind him. It doesn't make sense. They would not allow this. I do think it's funny, though, is when she comes back, there is a battle going on, you know, and nothing really happens. And what I like to do is uh, actually welcome the wild man from Borneo who suddenly has joined the team and let Grodd go home. So they're all fighting, but she comes in and it it disperses then, but in my my mind, when it's terrible, when when the whole battle disperses so that you can have the team against team, Brainiac is still rolling around on the ground on fire (laughs) from getting hit by Red Cloud. And none of the Legion of Doom are reacting. He is there. Looks like he is. That sounds like Brainiac problems. I'm telling you, he's rolling around. <laughs> he's yelling, and they're just—they're already talking trash to each other and to Superman and the rest of them. Poor Brainiac. This is why he goes from here. He should have just ditched these assholes <laughs> and left. I mean, look at him. He is having some problems all this time. You also have to stop. So that you can see Jimmy Olsen's taking pictures. I don't, I don't care. And then Leviathan comes down as if he was going to go. And that's a, as if. He was going to zip, zoom, and out you go. Justice League. Little turn of the, the page here. A flip of the script. He ends up getting. Well, and what is Leviathan the, the supposed to be doing here? Like they keep I waiting for Leviathan to show to up and do, do something here. Doing. Because and I don't know what exactly, because we have Leviathan Island hovering above Metropolis yeah. here. And even when he sent Leviathan goes and sends the Legion of Doom away and it comes down, it seems like it transports the Young Justice and the uh, Justice League into Leviathan Island's yeah, complex. And it's like, art all right, look, terrible. we would uh, we we'd capture him right now. But it turns out that everything here, including Leviathan, all holograms. And the funny oh. thing is, I, I oh. don't even think they go inside. Because you still see the dirt underneath, and if you look out the back, oh, it you looks know like what? They're That's still the thing. on that same level. For some reason, when I was looking That's, at it, it just seemed like it was the inside. No, fault. it's just it's just the thing hovering above it's them. It's not your fault. I ended up reviewing this on the site and had to read it twice to see what the <laughs> hell was going on. I thought they were in the thing as well, and then afterwards, I'm like. Why aren't they just wrecking house? Oh, they weren't in there, and it wasn't there, and he wasn't there. But yeah, so I just love the idea, though. But what, like, we have these things that we're told aren't really there, right? But why does Leviathan then have to beam up to it like he's like a tractor beam going up? My because it's not real. It out. No, he (laughs) ends up. He's a showman. (laughs) He is. He's P.T. Barnum of assholes. You end up here though, where you said I think it's that the whole plan. The only thing I can make work is at a point because really all of this could have been stopped 
at the very beginning by Lex saying, hey, Leviathan, beam them out, Scotty. And they would have been gone because it seems like all this plan was was to get them. But maybe they had to get in that formation. The before, they had so to get like, closer. Look, we appreciate you because you went and like you know you shook the world. We're the Legion of Doom. We didn't even shake the world as much as you. We're shaking the universe, nah, but you shook yeah. the world. But you know what? We all both hate. We hate that Superman. We should he kill stinks. him. You're right. But you know what? You're we right. should get this Robinson Goodfellow over here. She should become Red Cloud and kill him because that's what they should, like. You know, she can do that. We can't, but she can do and, that for and, some reason. So and that's again, the plan now. But all of a sudden, we have Red Cloud holding on to superman lex saying all right leviathan it's your turn leviathan and i think that i think leviathan was just supposed to zip him out i think he was supposed to do what he ended up doing to the legion of doom and didn't because then lex is like looking and staring and and this is the thing here's a couple setups here you end up having superman supposedly going to get killed here and they even say lex the plan was for superman to be dead here the idea that you're going to go that lex would allow somebody else to kill superman while he's there is ridiculous but if you played it out on the way of I, I'm Apex Lex, I am so above this, you know, somebody else take care of it. Also, you don't have any setup with them and re- make it something like, hey, Red Cloud, you got to prove this. You got to kill Superman to show that you're really down or whatever. Nothing is that. It's just kill Superman as this moment that's just thrown out there. Nothing is set up in this whole series. Nothing is set up. Nothing plays out. Everything's well, drawn out to give you nothing. How about this, it's Jim? Just the nonsense. idea at the end when Leone is telling Robinson Good the idea that Superman is going to reveal his identity tomorrow. And the thing that that means is that Superman is sick of being Superman. Yeah, wrong. Like, what? That's not why. What are you talking that, about? That's what? not why. He wasn't sick of being Superman. Again, another thing when Leviathan comes up and says, hey, look at me. I'm Leviathan. And this is Brian Michael Bennis. And I swear to God, every time Leviathan shows up, he sounds different. One time he's jokey, sometimes he's not. And this is the, I am so, he's like, excuse me. Well, you remember me? when he showed up in that and, weird holographic yeah, kind of thing with Lucy Leone and he's all goofy as hell yeah, about him? All like, I don't know what's up with this character. I'm like, and maybe who is Mark Shaw yeah. to Brian Michael Bendis? Uh, who's Mark Shaw to anybody? Seriously. <laughs> really, nobody cares. I've read but the he books. Says in there, <laughs> yeah, he says in this. I don't and know. He's like, yeah, really. Uh, so you get that. I am so sick and tired of bald megalomaniacs trying to tell me what to do, you know? And Why is so he so concerned? Like, crazy. he is so, like, on point with the bald every time he talks about Lex Luthor and every yeah. issue he's in. I'm yeah, like, he, what is that with you with them head he's shaming? He's probably a guy that has a receding headline like you, and you have to start <gasps> throwing things at me. So then you have this. You I'm bald? Older than, no, I'm <laughs> I'm getting there. Uh, you have this deal where also, like you said, you have things brought out. You have your Leone talking about a guy who you were the one who made this, you know, identity reveal happen. You should be the one who knows that he didn't do uh, the thing that he's revealing is because of what happened in Leviathan, secrets, lies, all that. Not because he was sick of being Superman. That's just ridiculous. Plus, then he gets everything wrong with other things. When it's not his story, then he really screws up because you even had earlier in this, not this issue, but before, where they end up having the big thing of, hey, anybody here better not get you know messy with the LexCorp buildings. You mean the ones you blew up and don't even own anymore? And in this one, he continues it by saying, yeah. And, and the way he writes things, he really thinks that, in my mind, he thinks he's writing the best mystery uh, of every little thing that he's, and people are dying to know because also 
one of my contemporaries who specializes in Luther level crazy. And I know that he's sitting there like, people are going to be begging me to find out who that is. I don't give a shit. And he's like, he says that he probably has multiple plans for, well, terror ready in the event of his death. You, you mean the death that already happened? He's already died to get to be Apex and blew up a building and had and all that. current so, continuity right now, he's human again. Yeah, well, not here, there, or everywhere where he's doing it. You never know. And yeah, so with this, though, and that's my last point. That's where I am in the timeline. I'm past Hella Risen. Where are you at, Ben? Just- yeah. Hella Risen <laughs> is the ending of all this. I just don't know this. how any of that works with he the Justice League books either, though, behind. or anybody's dealing with the Justice League. I know. He's months behind this Everybody's stuff. months behind everybody at this point. Now, here's the deal. The Justice League is just doing their own thing. Venditti <laughs> doesn't care. He's just doing it. But at least he's not referencing things specifically to just end up making it seem like hooey because you have all these things going on. Also, I don't know. I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at oh, things. Oh, no. And I you should... shouldn't do that. Yeah, well, I, I'm trying to because I swear to you know, there's Starman. I mean, there's so many things you know, in here that are well, so Peyton, he's messed still up, kicking, isn't he? So messed up where y- you can't even think that you're gonna be telling a story that has any stakes. All right, I just said that I don't like when you have a cliffhanger where a Batman gets shot. No, my, is he dead? <laughs> this, this is dealing with specific things where oh, you're gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. You're gonna do this. This is a story that's planted in September. We are, and it says, follow Lex's plan in Justice League, Justice League, do more, and Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen. They're I did. all I done. Did. They're done. They're, they're over. Done and you're and still done. not caught up. I, I just, how can you do this? And then when you get to the end, when you find it, because nobody knows what the hell's going on in this, where you get to the end, Leon, yep, tomorrow Superman's going to reveal that their identity. And you can't even keep up with your own crap. Holy. See Superman oh 18. God. I did. I don't want to again. I did. Yeah. What, what do I have to go and, and get it out of the long box? That thing has been packed up there, pal. Hey, that is long gone. Packed up where? And, and the long box. It's there. It's, oh, it's okay. box. It's a board bag. I thought bag. you put it I'm away. I thought you put then. the long box away like you're moving or something like that. No, I put it away. That's That story's over. I'm heading to something else. <laughs> Never to be seen uh, again. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you, you end up with just you're nonsense. A weird collector. And, then, and then at the end, at the end, you have Leviathan just yelling. Hey, anybody who goes against Superman and Wonder Woman is not a good person in my book. Nyah, nyah. Hey, all right. You know what? You guys are crazy. You get blow up things. I don't have to throw buildings into places. Yeah, I kind of have to murder people and also end up making things disappear. But I told people I wasn't murdering them and I might be brainwashing them. But hey, F off. I'm out. And he goes. And then you anything else? And then you, you have to have the jokey <laughs> flash. You, you could help clean up. Who, who are you? <laughs> That's actually Who a funny line. I don't know. It's not. It's not because of this nonsense. No, like the story's not good. You don't want to like it because of how out of character everybody feels. This whole thing. It's a funny line, though. It's what that he's like. He says you, we you can help clean up. We, but he says we have a lot of work that needs to be done all over the world and disappears. What would that? And he doesn't say, "Hey, you need anything else from me?" It's not even well set up. And then the worst though is you could clean up, and then you have the uh. That wouldn't teach you. You end up having a goofy line from freaking him and they're gone. Now they have to clean up. And that's where you get the Superman Connor. Hey, buddy, you did great. You know, you look crazy. Every time you get close up, you look weird, buddy. I don't like it. You look like Macklemore with that hairdo. You better get rid of that. That's a Nazi cut. 
But he's like, hey, you know, hey, I'm going to clean up. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, <laughs> impulse. Man, I got hit by, by the blood force trauma. And then you have the stupid joke. Hey, thanks a lot to a Wonder Woman. And then Jimmy's way down. Oh, thanks. No, not you. What? <laughs> And then to make it worse, to end it, you just have another word. Brian Michael Bendis loves to have these Luther, Luther. Now it's Leviathan. They just say Leviathan. Leviathan. Are they seeing how the mouth feel of the word goes, how you roll the the deal? And I love it too. Leviathan, Leviathan. And then you have to go Luther because then you go to Leone and Red Cloud, who was just about to choke out and kill Superman, but really thinks it was great to look Lex in his crazy ass eyes. And they're going to team up. And this is where they're going to own it all because Superman don't want to be no Superman anymore. And if that ends up being the case, uh, when did this happen? Is this like he's just going to push that now because he threw it in there? Or will he forget? Who knows? It's garbage. This whole issue is nothing. It's months behind everything. Doesn't make sense. It really just flip-flops everything. People don't sound like they should. You know, got to kick out of that flash joke. But you have that, and they get to clean up. And then, like you said, way back, you end up having Connor and Superman. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out what the hell's wrong with you, you you freak. And then he's like, what? Why don't you remember me there? Looks like you got one of them jerk off faces. Nobody remembers, kid. Is that what he said? That's got, I'm gonna now script doctor this whole deal. Listen here, buddy. Where have you been? And then just the idea that he has mentioned Connor has mentioned living in Smallville on the farm, where now we do know that mom pop. Ca- what the hell's going on? I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I really don't. And uh, yeah, it seemed weird too that now with Connor in there and really coming into this book, it really now feels that. You ended up getting rid of John, not just to go to the Legion of Superheroes, but because you wanted Connor in here instead. So that was why you ended up having a lead. I just I don't care about Brian McBendis. I know a lot of podcasts have ditched his work. We're going to ditch some of it tonight. We're not talking all his books this week. I just I, I'm I'm so sick of it. And I don't I don't know. I had some fun talking to you about it, but it, it's not even the fun goofy. It's just bland, boring, goofy and nonsense goofy that he's trying to write his own universe here and doesn't really want to fully accept that he is in a company that has a past and and things are supposed to make sense. But he doesn't care uh, because of that. I'm giving the three out of ten. What would you give it? 2.5 out of 10. Jeez. The story here is just so far behind. The stakes don't matter. and Nothing really adds up to this, this whole thing. And the artwork wrong. is garbage throughout. It I is. just don't like it's anything terrible. about this. And this, I I'm telling you, I, just, I don't understand I, how people can love it because I'm telling you, if you read any of the other books, there are no stakes to this at all. And Brian Michael Bendis is just elevating his own characters above yeah, everything all else that's all without doing for. any work. Because I'm telling you, he just says, this is what's happening. And you're just supposed to take it at face value and say, well, I guess that character is more powerful than everybody else yeah, that's here. that's all it is. And now he's made – I mean, really, what he's doing is – He's trying to convince us Leviathan's the big bad. And then when he does show us things, we don't really understand. They have no stakes. And plus, they're a little too much. It's almost like this is the guy who just started work two days ago. And he's really trying too hard to prove that he's cool and he's in and he's doing all this where, you know, Leviathan just winking out guys and things. It just it's, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. 
and it doesn't make any sense. And I, I am shocked, though. We didn't get in this where I'm looking because at one point, Naomi, she looks passed out. She's laying on the ground. I swear, my my first week, I'm surprised she wasn't mumbling that to herself because you, you get these characters. If you were here for the Young Justice then, you know, I, I feel bad because they don't do anything. The best part for me was when you had Brainiac on fire. That was the best. That made me giggle. You can but have clean at up. the end of this. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather, I just, I love the idea Brainiac is on fire. He's rolling around, but it's that nobody reacts. Nobody cares. They don't even Brainiac. Look over. That happens to him sometimes. I, I get He's that looking for the, attention. I get that the wild man from Borneo probably is going to take a few steps to the side because he don't want to get that fur coat on fire because, man, he is shaggy. He's the shaggy, shaggy man. man indeed. He's got shaggy. Sugar. Hey there, Bendis, why's your dialogue so shitty? I just want to turn away, cause man, it really is a pity what you do. I hate to say it, but it's true, I don't like you. Hey there, Bendis, when you gonna tell a story? I'm still waiting for the answers, but I guess you never listen to reviews. Cause then you know that I am through reading you Oh, please just leave DC 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 Please just leave DC Well, he stares into the mirror, moosing up his hair Blows kisses to himself And he really thinks that tear is tear Well that's just every shade Looking for a star screen Or maybe a hot cap Spends all his money buying all that crap Well that's just every shade Ah, that is Eric Shea, and he's here with me to continue talking about the books and continue the concept that with these being the last of the new books for as far as we know, for a bit of time, I don't know, this is our last supper or, you know, our final meal. I'm not getting very no, no. satisfied. We got a lot of leftovers. These. Well, we're not going to have that many leftovers, I'm telling you. We have 80 uh, years we'll worth of leftovers. Well, I don't think they're leftovers. That's another meal. That's down the That's line. That's stuff that I came mean, before that you put yeah, away and you go back and eat it. people already ate and it's regurgitated. So basically you're a bird. There's your mama. She's eating it up and spitting it in your mouth because these things are leftovers. a lot of people have already. Yeah, I don't think they're leftovers. And actually, uh, I don't know. It's like we'll saying you don't eat the leftovers goes. initially. You put them away because you still want to go well, back no. to them later. Those are almost like I just made a, a, you know, a turkey dinner and just. Put it away that's and leftovers. never touched it. And now that's not eaten yet. I, a lot of the stuff we're doing, I never read. So it's not a leftover. It's a new over. It's new to me. It's like the uh, TGIF. If you haven't seen it, it's new to you. Yes. And you actually, uh, I don't know. I was going to say something uh, bad about you. I was going to get really mean. All right. I decided not to. You I decided you come up with anything. Come this on. whole deal. Uh, well, I figured that I didn't want to upset you uh, because, you know, people are down right now. Oh. It's not a great time. Uh, Zach went off to Washington, D.C. because he won't listen to me and I want to kill him. And okay. it doesn't matter because the Corona will get him. 
Yeah, he's going to hang out with all his friends. He's going to get sick, and he's going to come back and get me sick again. Imagine if he stays home, the Crota's going to get him. No, no, I, I don't think that's the that case. house, coming in your house, out of your house. Thing no, like, they're oh. not allowed. You're not allowed to do that anymore in this house. They may already it was have like been earlier and this done. week, wasn't it? Well, no, it was last week. It was last Friday and Saturday. So, yeah, this week they have been out. I think their parents actually realized that they have kids <laughs> and they shouldn't do it. But, yeah, we also have Rafe, who has to be an asshole and go to the uh, Lowe's and lick doorknobs yeah, yeah. in the Zach's uh, definitely getting the Rona if he stays home. So, And I feel like crap. Uh, exactly. I can hardly breathe. So there you I go. I don't know you to and wash your hands after doing stuff. So you're passing that around. doesn't matter. I, I end up not seeing or talking to anybody. Nobody will get near me because now they're afraid I am infected. I so never stopped not doing anything. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. And, uh, yeah, and everybody's going to get it and we're all going to be done. So done. Uh, this whole deal, yeah, we'll be done. And uh, yeah, so we'll have these comics. And like I said, I have no idea what's going on. DC will not let us know. Uh, I know that they didn't give us any previews for next week. So next week is out. Uh, yeah, a lot of other companies are announcing their plans. DC just doesn't want to. So we'll go with how it is and, and see how it goes. But the thing is, after this week, and then us going back to talk about older stuff, as we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know. Are we going to want to go back to this crap? Because this stuff stinks. And really, it is a... Kind of a convenient thing and not even convenient, uh, a coincidence that these books have gotten worse and worse as we get to the shutdown. And it's really not going to be making me say in any of these, boy, I can't wait till we get back to this. Uh, I hope that we forget it all and just get to whatever the hell 5G is. I don't even care what they call it. Post-corona. Just get me to that. I- I've had enough of this nonsense. That's it. So it's, a, so it's a normal podcast what you're telling me. No, usually I have something where I have different reasons to hate. If you end up having one issue, that's not telling a full story. The other issue, we're a bad dialogue. This is, they're all the same. They all meld into a pot of gumbo that is the worst. It's the worst. We're going to start with Flash 752 in this section. Yeah, this section, I don't know. The theme used to be like, hey, this is the Flash Wonder Woman section. I think this is the let's run and place and annoy Jim section, it seems to be. Written by Joshua Williamson, art by Howard Porter, I find Steve Wands. Joshua Williamson spins his wheels once again by giving us an issue that makes you scratch your head as to why Paradox didn't just kill Barry at the end of last issue like he said he was going to power up. Huh? But what really irritated me was the force way Barry gets out of the mess and also uh, how much time Barry wastes mulling over what just happened and what he plans to do next. With all that, nothing happens at all to really progress this story uh, forward. And readers could skip this one, especially because I guarantee you, when we finally do get back, Barry will catch us up on what Paradox did and tried to fool amusing his mom for the next 15 issues. We'll just keep hearing it. As long as Paradox is in this book going forward, he will always start, Paradox tried to use my mom to fool me. How dare he? I'm going to get him. And you get a little Paradox in this where he's just talking crap. Hey, Gatsby, you ain't nothing. You ain't never ever going to be nothing. And either Barry's ain't nothing either. And again, off to Barry's story. And yeah. and, And it basically is the whole deal. Hey, You know what? Barry's going to come back. You know, the Flash always does. This is just the force way to make us realize, okay, well, he ain't going to be dead or whatever he is for long because he does. And then I've killed the Flash before and I will kill him again. Uh, All right, Gutsby. Well, how about do it this time? 
the one time that you are claiming that you are going to do it so that you will power well, he's up. he's a real villain here. He wants to torture the Flash. And I don't let think him- he does. Oh, I don't know what he right. wants to do. Because the idea of torture would be different than giving him the for the man who has everything and try to dupe him into what I think is just be complacent and never come back. I mean, that doesn't seem like the big bad trash talk that he's saying there. It'd be different if you ended up having him with his mom and then all of a sudden Paradox shows up. Ha ha. It's not your mom. And grab. No, Barry figures himself out of it and realizes, oh, he was trying to dupe me. I don't know why. What What is the time frame here that he ends up, Paradox, needing to get Barry off of the, the game board? Uh, what is he doing that, that he would end up not killing him because he ends up saying it? Now he says, I killed him before and always does this, but it, it's just he killed so the older odd. Barry. Yeah, so he's like, you know, I've killed the Flash before and I'll kill him again. So he's just saying, I know. Well, this is the thing. We always end up with a lot of things. Well, nothing's ever defined as what it is. Because even where we have Barry in his so-called heaven of the construct of his mind, it is all built by a machine outside of the giant antenna the Paradox built in this weird time purgatory. And I'm like, what is this whole thing? Like, you know, like when Paradox hit him with that blast and send him to this time purgatory and hook him up to this machine. And how long was he there? Cause Barry doesn't even know how long he was there. But as soon as he gets out of the machine, he starts feeling the effects of this purgatory. Like, you know, he starts getting ugly, like paradox pretty much and growing older and monstrous. And he has to go out and make armor. I'm like, everything is so undefined. The idea that even he's going to go around and scavenge the technology. This, this happens to be around, like, you know, paradox did to build that giant antenna to get him back to uh, the main earth. I'm like, how does Barry not like know how to build suitable armor to block off the effects of this time purgatory that he's never been to before, even though it doesn't cover most of his body? Yeah. And and even that, like, what is stopping this construct that he's in? And he does say, because he's there with his mom, his mom's like, look here, you you don't have to run anymore. We don't even have just Flash Museum. You've saved so many people in the multiverse. Look, Flash City. Barry's like... Really? Why, why isn't this Flash world? I mean, I've really done a lot. Uh, and, and his mom's like, no, no, it's great. We can be together. You end up having her know a little too much, almost as well, if she is in heaven. That's the thing or is, it really does feel like a heaven aspect. Even the, the Barry realizes things aren't right because he has died. He has been to the other side, and this ain't it. Yeah, and this is where there is a weird little deal because joshua williamson is going to put a little bit in here so that barry can figure it out and get out i wish that what he would do was center on iris he even says to his mom hey where's iris and i wish that it would have been heaven kind of quote unquote a heaven yeah uh that is supposed to dupe him and he realizes barry would say listen this can't be heaven because my lady love Iris is not here. And my she would always again, be off here. again, lady love yeah, ain't you know, here for me keep, to fight we with. Keep, yeah, we keep heaven. fighting and I'm really in the mood for a fight <laughs> now that here. Now they're in my this heaven, I might no be able to win an argument. Exactly. I'm going to go. And do, so he does say to his mom, okay, well, and she's like, look, everybody's here. People, you saved the Flash family. Hey, look at all this. And you would expect that a story like this would go a little bit further. You're there in this. Let's kind of explore the space. Let's have something clever. And to me, the cleverness would be that Paradox is not aware that Iris and the Flash 
are on again, off again, you know, whole deal. They are a couple. So when he makes this construct that's supposed to be heaven, Iris is not there. That makes Barry think, okay, this isn't my heaven. I don't know. I, I just I don't know how you do that when you have every other aspect of Barry Allen's life here, except for his girlfriend, like his mother and all his, his family, Flash family. He oh, goes, where's is, Iris? Where's Iris? And the moves on bit. Oh man, that's great, mom. He just completely moves past it. And we never deal with the idea that Iris isn't there, which is weird. And what would be the best deal to me? This is all script, doctor. And now that I'm doing it, you have his mom no, there, <laughs> right? Well, I'm doing it more. Because you also have Wally there Who he hasn't seen in a while That's a big thing So when Wally comes up You just have Barry like Oh man, Wally, it's so great to see you I'm glad Hey, where's Iris? He knows Iris You could say that he says to his mom Hey, where's Iris? And she's like Iris? I don't know what you're talking about Wally knows So does Wallace And they go I don't know what you're talking about There's no Iris I don't know an Iris And that would be Boom! He knows Instead, he starts thinking And goes Wait a second This is a construct because all multiverse have a vibration that's specific to that one multiverse. And this doesn't have anything. So and it gets more convoluted than you have to. And it's not a feels moment that you could have. You are there in a place where everybody he loves is supposed to be there. His mom is there. You get no feels. But not his dad. No, his dad is not there. He's in hell. He's a murderer, Eric, (laughs) or so they say. Uh, You end up, well, he kind of did some things with Gerda at the end of the New 52. That's some questionable stuff right there, breaking Gerda out of jail. So with the whole deal is you never get that time to just relax a little with Barry, even though we know Parrot, we know this isn't real. We know that he is going to go from here, even if it is. That's the thing is, I don't know what isn't real because I don't know Paradox. He hit him with that blast and he wants up in heaven. I'm I'm saying, though. If that's what you're doing, Barry's dead because I don't know what Paradox can do. You know that Barry's not staying there. He was for a long time. This could be the greatest deal. Well, we know it's not going to be now. He he has a book and a a story to end here. Uh, If this was the last issue of a regular deal. Takes over. Yeah, but he's there too. So they're all dead. Uh, so when Barry goes, I, I wanted to works. settle down <laughs> with this. Well, he's there. Uh, so this would be like, in my mind, if Barry thought this was it. And even the way his mom's playing it, it's like all the stuff that you talked about, everything that's long, long gone. We're in heaven now. Everybody from all this thing is there. Uh, I would have thought that maybe you'd even have Commander Cold there. Would have been a nice they little touch close. to have the deal. But they <laughs> still would be in heaven if he wants to pretend it's that. And Barry at one point did help him out. But still, you have all this, and it's going. And he this has is where sex Barry with immediately, burns out of wedlock. He went nah, right to really. hell. Well, he might have. Well, you, you end up <laughs> that's there. That's right? <laughs> where, well, and that's Burns is burning in hell. You have there where Flash just runs around. Hey, this isn't real. The frequency's not there. This has none. Hey, mom. And then mom becomes like an almost like a crazy automaton. Like, what's going on? I don't know. You tell me this whole time with her crazy eyes the way this artist. She's a crazy automaton this entire time. Yeah. Well, she is. And then they realize. And then it's basically, you know. She looks like a ventriloquist dummy. She does. And I love where. You could still play the game and try, but they, they all let it go. Oh, how dare you? Paradox gave you heaven and you denied it. And they all attack and he fights. And then he realizes, boom, he, he blows everything, I guess, because he does even mention later about being 
still supercharged, all that stuff. But and again, there's things behind. that are ill-defined. The idea uh, that Pied Piper hit him with that thing to make it so his powers could be under control, but also told him, you can't overdo the speed force yeah. because some bad things could happen. Him vibrating enough to destroy a construct world and yeah. shake himself out of this whole thing. And not only that, but run around the time purgatory and then run to the past through the cosmic treadmill. All these different things, Mike. These are uh, – well, I told like, you before – I said they never defined what overdoing it was. So he's just going to go back to normal. You're just like going to do like what Robert you want to do. Diddy felt like he was doing more to free, so Flash wouldn't overdo his powers in the Justice League book than we are here. And even would get tired. And, and because of all that, well, he ends up blowing this construct and realize, and we realize more than he does actually right away, that he's in that crazy purgatory deal that you ended up having Paradox stuck at. And, and apparently it gets where just Godspeed goofy. was stuck at for a while, but yeah. didn't turn into a monster. No. What's that about? And, and, and with that, too, you end up having Barry immediately. He's going to end up getting ugly. Unless he, he realizes, did, because he, yeah. his entire face is covered. So maybe he is pretty ugly under that, depending on how long he was here. We'll have to see. But you end up where, okay, well, you, you got all this stuff going on. And just conveniently, as maybe the construct blows, you had the needle, all that stuff in this world. It just has the parts to make anything that Barry wants to make. He just well, runs around and you, makes Even the stuff. spaceships and stuff like that, of the skeleton people inside that somehow wound up in this time paradox, like, you know, uh, purgatory. You know, you have that there and the idea that I'm going to scavenge your ship and all these other things to make a supercomputer and a cosmic treadmill. But you know what, guys? If I had my CSI kit right now, I would find you justice. I'm like – what, what are you, are you talking, talking about? about? What, what are you the, talking about? These, like, even the idea that he's blaming Paradox for these people that we saw previously were there before Paradox even showed up. But this whole thing, like, what are these things? Like, they're aliens, time travelers, extra dimensional beings. They're just what skeletons. Justice? What they do? What justice? Yeah, what justice? What are you Why doing, even Barry? say that? It's almost as if Joshua Williamson has to remind you, hey, look, CSI, CSI over here. I love, too, where he sees them and he's like, work. CSI, he, though. He rubs his, his chin. Huh. I'm the thinker. Let me look at you. You're pretty bad. I wish I had my CSI kit. I dust those fingerprints. What is this whole thing, though? Because even when he shakes himself out of this whole construct mind control world that he's in, this machine that he's in that's like, you know, taking over his mind, he wants to know how long he's been there. We don't know. It couldn't be that long because even this, once he breaks free, he starts feeling the effects where he starts aging, it seems like, in this time, like, you know, purgatory, but like, why wasn't that happening previously when he was strapped to the machine? Yeah, he was just in a construct and he ended up breaking. Yeah, so why didn't that happen before? So everything ends up not even making sense with the, it, itself. You end up just going. And again, you add Paradox, who and that's the is thing. this big is, bad. Is, I'm, I'm, actually, I was thinking about this now because I read it one way. It might be somebody uh, different in somebody else's mind. Where they're like, was he in a construct world outside of this time purgatory? Or was this all in his mind where he was strapped to a machine and he just shook it free when he shook the world apart? I don't I, know. I, I got that he was on this world. He ended up having, he even breaks out of it a little after it shakes free. And that's the thing. I believe that what we're also getting here is some of the parts that he's going to scavenge here, I believe is from the stuff that he was hooked up yeah. to or in. Uh, and maybe it was like, maybe it was a dome that he was in and it was kind of going and he was, you know, seeing things I'm different and all that. I'm just looking at what we have here and I can't. It just doesn't it. make sense. Like, even when he booms free, it looks like maybe he came out of a portal where this world might have been this construct world or he is breaking free of a machine that held him. And I'm like, 
I don't know what you're trying to tell me you're doing here, Joshua Williamson. Yeah, and, and so when he or does Howard all Porter, this, and, and this to blame. is well, yeah, well, we've had this though. We end up with Joshua Williamson keeps throwing concepts, keeps throwing things at us, especially to get out of something. Never explains it. Well, even Never when we have tells to immediately you what's going go on. to the armor aspect. You know what? This place is slowly killing me. I better go scavenge and make myself some armor so that stops happening and also reverts what's already happened to me. I'm like, yeah. I, and he I, says look, that know, Paradox must have done that as well. I, I know, you, and I know so, you're a smart yeah. guy, Barry, but what is this? Like, I, I can't even follow your train of logic here, how you would know anything about what's going on in this world you've never been to. Yeah, and so this is where I said in my blurb, where he stands there and he'll say, okay, well, what what happened? Let's let's take a checklist. Well, it'd be really stupid for me to just run notes? out there. No, and it, I, I, it'd be real stupid for me to just get back to Central City because, you know, Paradox beat me. I'd never been down like this before. Nothing cool. I did work, but he thinks I'm trapped in that fake heaven. So I guess I'm going to do this. How dare he make my mother be the trap? And I'm going to get him. And that's where... You know, Iris told me, and there's some weird things in this, too. There's a couple uh, misprints in my mind and a couple things that the dialogue has some words and weird spots and things like that. But he, he's there. Okay. Iris told me that I have to get a hold of Reverse Flash. I'll never team up with that jerk. Oh, my. But I want to. And actually, at one point. He's getting so obsessed. I'm like, you better watch out. They're going to send you to that sanctuary. Just like, wow, you're getting too upset. But he ends up making a supercomputer to then be able to look and at not only the that, future. I, I, I had to say supercomputer because it's just funny to me. But exactly what you're talking about. We have we are hooked up to a surveillance equipment in the 25th century for when Iris killed Eobard Thawne there. And even the idea of that, I'm like, huh. Where can I go and find Eobard Thawne? Well, Iris killed him in 25. I'm like, go five minutes before Iris killed him. The idea that you're going to go back to in time to when he killed your mother, but you don't want to create another flashpoint. I'm like, there, you know, he was in the 25th century. You know what? Rewind that tape back maybe a month, two months, whatever. Just get to the 25th century because you know he's there because you have this supercomputer, which can show you where he's going to be in the 25th century, apparently. How about this? I'm going to go a little, one step further for you because what he is doing and what we have had before was that blank slate. Hey, everybody, you know how you killed Paradox? I got the solution. How? Well, the only person who did it was Reverse Flash. All right, well, you didn't tell me. So why isn't he re- reversing this to see that battle? Why doesn't he just watch it? Because he says, I'm, I'm not going to team up to with him and go anywhere. He doesn't even have to see where he's alive or whatever. Just see just the watch fight, the see what he's going to go. Because yeah, he said, it. trust the process. <laughs> he ends up saying, like, I'm not going to team up with him, but instead I'll go. And I just imagine, again, this is what Joshua Williamson continues to do. It's fooling everybody. People, I looked at the reviews. I read these issues. I'm like, boy, they can't be fooled by this one, right? Oh, no. There it is. High scores. And it's the let's throw out the same things over and over. The wow moments. Barry's mom. The Speed Force is wonky. Him and Iris are fighting. Flashpoint. All these (laughs) things. Please need braces. Yeah. I mean, it is. (laughs) (laughs) The dental plan. So you have all this going on. But you're not doing anything. No. You're not doing anything. And we have you're a flashbook where Barry's standing in place. Uh, standing in place, uh, walking backwards at points, and being a dummy. You want to make it seem like he's a smart guy. A dummy can build a supercomputer and a cosmic treadmill yeah, in a time out paradox. Out of nowhere. Or just running around in this thing. Also, oh, man, this hurts. Ah, until it does. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> 
my face is fine. It's not covered. But hey, I got things Thank that look God like I, I don't have- look like a heavy smoker who's been out the pack for 30 yeah. years now. It, it just looks like I got, you know, a bunch of the uh, lasso around me from Wonder Woman. I don't know. But hey, I'm going to jump on that treadmill. But I, I can't well, overdo it. Not even the idea of the lasso. The whole thing, point. I just look at it. He just took some plating and put it over like, all right, yeah. here's one for my leg. Here's one for the other side of my leg. Here's one for my shoulder. Here's one for the back of my head. I'm like, how are you keeping and I, those I, off? I ju- and what what are you yeah, what are you doing then? You're going and like Let's I always run. know where I can find him and it's right when he's about to kill his mom, Look, but he Barry, doesn't want a kid do a Barry, flashpoint. I know a lot of places where you can find him. Yeah. You know a lot of places you, you can find him because he is one of your biggest him. villains of all yeah. time. You don't have to go back to the point which created no. a flashpoint previously, because you know if you go back to this point to talk to Ian Thawne, you can't do anything to change your mother getting killed. No, all you're, you're gonna, gonna go, have to watch that. Exactly. All you're gonna do is go yeah. back and have to relive your mother being murdered again yeah. for no reason. It's almost as if you're gonna he's gonna have to go back and there's reverse slash ha. Huh, you think you're going to stop me? No, no, no. Just go. I'll, I'll talk to you when you're done here. I'll just stand right, over here I'll in wait. the corner. It's like, Barry, why? She's <laughs> screaming. Ah! You're not going and to heaven go. next time. And now all I all I get to in my mind is let's just go full out. We'll do a new version of the trial of the Flash where, you know, he gets some info, but now he'll be arrested. He'll be arrested for his mom's murder now. I've had enough. <laughs> I can't take it. And nothing is to find. And you have all that. Henry like Allen, you said, we found a lot of your son's DNA your, at your wife's murder oh, yeah. scene. We found a lot. Plus, he's just standing. Standing there in the corner, he watched it. He's an accessory to murder. Uh, so, what are you getting? No, no, at? no. And little Barry a- Allen's going to get arrested. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Well, then you'll end up having little Barry Allen come out. What is going on? Ah! And, and again, this will all be uh, around the point where then paradox will come out. Ha ha! I did it. Well, that's where the thing is, this. at this point, I can only imagine it's going to be that Barry goes back, creates another paradox, and hurts paradox because of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll make 10 paradoxes. I I just, it just, this whole issue, just, what is going on? Just go and find him some other, go two minutes before Iris killed him. It's it's not that real bad, but you know what? This is is not great either because everything you're doing to move the story forward, you're not explaining. You're just moving forward without yep. having any care for the readers who have to read this. No. And and what Joshua Williamson what does that really throws it. me and really kills me is you end up with any time that you need something to happen to progress the story. It just happens. You, you have Barry just scavenge things because there's all the parts laying around that he can do that. You end up having things where nothing is explained, like all those forces where Barry goes on a quest and comes back. Eh, never going to find out about those. Yeah, you just waste our well, time. Even the whole Th- thing, where we whole don't deal. even talk about the idea that, you know, time travel is able for speed. Like, yeah, speedsters can time travel yeah. again. We have Barry monologue to himself the idea. Well, just Commander Cold it. told me that time travel was disabled, but that was before the speed force barrier was fixed so let's just see i'm like well of course it's yeah. gonna work now even though you've never yeah. discussed it talked no, about it or never done anything to explain why, why yeah. time travel was broken in the first place yeah why wouldn't this have been explained Ooh, the say speed, when the, the future barrier. when the older barry came back yeah. and then barry could have said what's going on i guess time travels back you could have just mentioned it now he just says Hey, uh, I guess it might be back. Let's try. Treadmill. Hey, yeah, treadmill. All right. We got it all. We got all the fan service deal here. 
Uh, yeah, and because Cash of that, and just hey, go to hell with this. I'm at an FU5. Go take that. There's going to be a lot of them tonight. That's the I'll thing. Is I'm not even a huge fan of Howard Porter's art here, where I thought no, at times I, I was didn't like it, and I'm getting a kid. more I'm on a board fan. with what he was doing with The Flash recently, but yeah. this one I just don't care for. Like Everybody looks like they have dead doll. I didn't doll. actually, actually like, like it either. I'm not even going to say dead doll eyes. They seem very vibrant doll eyes, but they all look like Ben Trilloch's dummies, and The Flash, like you know, the ears on it, are just always pointed out and crazy looking, and really... We're not doing a lot with backgrounds here besides for the heaven stuff no. because we're in a freaking time purgatory. I'm a this- Howard Porter fan, yeah. and I, I don't really like this. I, I don't like it at all. I think that there's a lot of odd-looking art, even when you end up having uh, close-ups of Barry's mom and oh, Barry God. himself. They look weird. I mean, Barry's there, and he's like, hey, they're all here. Where's Iris? Which there is the key that I wanted, but he, I'm a boy. <laughs> you see him? He does. He looks like a, a puppet, and I just didn't like it that much. And then those... Those crazy-ass eyes of his mom. That's the tell. But yeah, overall, FU5, what would you give it? I'd give it a regular five. Uh, I'm telling you, I, I want to like aspects of this. It's just very hard. You know, the, I don't is. like the art that much, but there's still some decent art here. I'm telling you, I don't want to go with an FU5. I'm going FU5 fully. It, it's not even Howard Porter's art. I'm just going full out of the idea that you're doing nothing and everything's conveniently placed so that you can move on without any explanation. I definitely it feels it. convenient I, about going back to the death of your mother here, Barry. I'm like, that is a forced situation that does not need to be. And like I said, he just ends up saying, wait a minute, this construct isn't, uh, you know, vibrating. I know it's fake. Boom, blows it up, then collects things to make a computer that he can see into the future so that he can look at reverse flash and Iris killing him. Then I also makes where a, he's at. Then, then <laughs> ends up making a treadmill out of that. Also gets armor as if he knew what was going to go yeah, on and knew five, everything right. about it. it. It's nonsense. It's it, all it nonsense. All is nonsense. I was trying to convince there myself nothing. because we just spent all this time talking about all the nonsense of it. I was trying to convince myself that it's not as bad as I think. But no, I spent this entire time just going piece by piece all nonsense. Yeah, yeah FU5. Yeah, I see. I convinced you of something, finally. Uh, and I'll, I'll agree with you uh, as an aside. It ain't Batgirl bad, though. No, nope. <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's coming up near the end. Oh, boy. Uh, but yeah, Eric, what's next? Next up, we have Red Hood Outlaw number 44, written by Scott Liddell with art by Paolo Pentolina, Harif Prianto, and Troy Pateri. Our Atlas find themselves in the Civil War-torn Karak, where they're trying to find out the Untitled have actually been building an army with their dark obelisks. Too bad that Jason Todd doesn't realize something is up until it's too late, where we find out that instead of fear, the Untitled are using people's hope to take them over, and there's a lot of pro- protesters in Karak who are hoping for change, Jim. I'm just they hoping are. that the series starts feeling a little more well-defined as we go forward. I'm hoping for change as well, Eric. I am. And this is the thing. This isn't as infuriating as the other books. And I think that a lot of people, uh, you know, if, if you're not it's enjoying it, it's a little more confusing, book, though, I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're not enjoying it, it it's probably because you're not that into all of this stuff that well, was even from the whole way thing, back. I was, I've read every issue that we've had of Red Hood and the Outlaws, everything that they, Scott Liddell has done, and even past that, where, you know, the people have jumped in here and there. But the idea is, I've read all the Untitled and all the All Cast stuff. I go into this, it's been a long time. I wish there was a little bit of a refresher to the point where, you know, those untitled, they use people's fear to take them over. But you know what? They're using hope now. And I'm like, 
well, I didn't remember that fear, but using hope now, is, is that something they could just do? Because I don't understand your untitled nonsense here. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think that there should have been some catch-up. I've just read makes me all think, of this, and I, uh, like, I had trouble. I'm like, think that what is, what is people jumping care. in? Yeah. And like, you know, no at this way. point, like, there's no idea if they don't know about the all-cast of the untitled that they're going to have any idea what's going on. I'm telling you, I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know what I want? Jason Todd and Bizarro Food Truck Adventures. That's all I care about this issue, too. really. That's all I want. I want food truck challenge. I, I want to have then <laughs> where Wally truck. West comes back and somehow brings Roy with them. They are battling food trucks. They're all out and about. Just have that stuff. But what we're getting here is what I think is the Red Hood book is you think, failing You, you think miserably. Roy would make an arson swall? He might. That would be <laughs> trying here. Good. Oh, my. That would be great. And you'd end up having uh, flash fries. I don't know. You end up with all <laughs> this stuff food. going on. And you have Scott Liddell on this book. We're, we're going to some sort of change eventually. All that stuff. I don't think that he well, is going to continue thing. into that with this we're book. We're doing, like we said the last issue, we're doing the greatest hits here. We're pretty much we're doing everything that Scott Liddell ever freaking put into the character here and you know, telling new stories. We got Isabel back. We got the essence, all cast, untitled. I'm like, even the all cast being back and the untitled doesn't really make a lot of sense to me because they all die. But now everybody's back. We're having a good time. But like, you know, Isabel and essence and I don't know why we need to do this. And especially if you are going to go back and do a greatest hits like this, why drastically change everything you did previously to the point where they're unrecognizable in my mind? Even the idea of Essence coming out with the blood sword and then she stabbed Jason, who like you can only stab somebody with the blood sword who's like, you know, unworthy or unpure. But he was worthy, which made Essence's soul and body go into Johnny, the blood sword. And then nobody it flew out. What the hell you talking Flew about. out. And then somehow it delivered itself to Isabel's door where she grabbed it and Essence then took over Isabel's body. I'm like, I don't know why, but this is what's happening, guys. I'm like, I, the things are just happening here. And now we have General Glory, a United States freaking, you know, superhero from back in the day who has taken over a United States operation over in foreign country of Karak during a civil war to f- try to stop the untitled for some reason we don't know. While Jason Todd and Bizarro hang out in a food truck and Artemis decides she's going to like go undercover and become the bodyguard for the Generalissimo of the country. Yeah, there you go. We're done. Let's move on. I just don't uh, understand it, a lot it, of well, this because, you know. I just think that he's allowed to do whatever the hell he wants and he's I doing what he wants. I don't know why he's doing this. Like, why is because this what this he wants? this must be what he wanted. I, I don't know. This book is failing miserably. Like, we got it the outlaws back. This is what everybody wanted. And now that we have them back, yeah, nobody feels right anymore. Thing. Who wanted it? Because nobody's buying this book. It's not selling. Well, this book, if we didn't have this shutdown. Yeah, they well, never that's came back. the thing. They didn't come back. And so I think that they said to him, listen, we can either, and I don't know their deal with him. A lot of people hate Scott Liddell to the core. They can't stand him. They don't like his writing. They don't like him. I see it all the time. People saying yeah, he is a piece of crap. We oh, yeah, hate him, whatever. DC themselves, though, he seems to be untouchable. He is allowed to do this book for this many years when it never sold well. Now it's worse than ever. And they are heading. And I think that at a point now, this whole Corona shutdown thing, that that adds a little wrinkle to everything. But with this, there are some books. And I said before, and I said it on the uh, Patreon sales thing and all, Supergirl is ending. You know, we're going to end. It shocks me because you do have a deal where a book like a Red Hood, it is dangerously getting close to 10,000. That is awful, awful. But is it better to just let Scott Liddell sell his 10,000, 15,000 issues 
or cancel it and not have anything. And I think that they have gone and said, okay, well, you know what? Your book is bullcrap. It doesn't sell. Just do what the hell you want. We're not even going to watch. Just just have fun. And this shows you where Scott Liddell, if he had any sort of you know smarts or whatever, I guess the guy might be smart, but it, he would go back and say, okay, I'm going to finish this big do the outlaws that you had that everybody loved and they're there they're barely doing it they're, they're doing weird stuff you go away well, even the little this asides that we have soon. like monsieur Milo and the brain show with ma gun's house where the brain used to end the uh and ma gun used to be in a relationship but monsieur Milo, he's upset about this i'm like what a weird aside for what, what you, we're dealing what with here doing? and you're not telling this the full story that i want to know and understand during the red hood and the outlaws portions of this and I, you almost get the idea that what he's doing with the all cast and the, that something got on his nerves that he did before and he's trying to, fi- I can't figure out what well, he's that's trying the thing to do. I was thinking do. about this whole thing because he did a, I, I'm pretty sure I'm, and I'm trying to think about the old stuff now because I, like I said, I read all these things and I feel like maybe James Tynan or somebody else jumped in he and did, did a bunch of them. He did come in with the all cast. He did. Okay. He was one of the big ones with the all cast stuff. Maybe he didn't like the way he did it. Maybe. And he's changing it up, but you're changing something nobody knows. I mean, it'd be like, I'm here, you haven't seen me in weeks, and I say, hey, what do you think about my new hair? You don't see it. You don't know what it was before. I'm like, but it's purple now. I have gonorrhea. And and so the the whole deal of craziness where he is – I I don't know. Is he like – is he doing one of those, well, I'm leaving this book. We're not going to continue with it. It's eventually going to – I'm going to burn this shit to hell. I'm not going to let anything survive because it is convoluted. It is not well set up if you don't know what they're talking about. I mean, I only imagine you know more about the all cast and all this stuff. I know, you know, most of it. Plus, one of those weird things. Jason Todd was brought in by the all cast and trained. And all cast is an organization, a like, you know, a religion, a cult that was put together to stop the untitled, the ultimate evil. And Jason Todd was the thing that like pretty much the the number one person the only person who could pull out the all blades after going through all these rituals and stuff like that he was their chosen one to the point where everybody was dead at the one point like the untitled they're gone the all cast they're gone and now we have everything back like duker comes back essence comes back and now we just have an army of untitled that are just hanging out in karak and jason todd for some reason it takes him the entire issue to see what they are what he is specifically trained to know them and actually you know what i'm saying he can pull out freaking magical blades out of his hands no problem but he can't see the enemy right in front of him for some reason and i don't know why yeah and and when you're going through the this, hope he wasn't uh, trained yeah. on the hope jim um, he was looking for and- the fear You end up having, you know, there has been some little, you know, editor's notes and things like that, but just reading it without any editor's notes or, and I don't think there's enough, but you're, you're going through. And there's a lot of times that a book will bring up an old story and things like this. And you're like, oh man, I I would like to see what's going on with that story. This is so convoluted. Number one, I never want to based on this, but I have a feeling that some people are going into this almost like when I see reviewers. And they end up doing Batgirl Unearth. Man, Cecil Castellucci really has some real fantasy chops with her making up that Unearth. No, no, that was a, a story already. I think there's a lot of people who are, are reading this and like, 
they don't even know that this is stuff from before. They're well, so even confused. the weird part for the like, you know, the little flashbacks we have that aren't even editors' notes. Like the idea that we have to bring up that Bizarre and Artemis were th- like shoved through that dimensional doorway and gone for that. We have a little flashback scene where they remember the like, you know, Red Hood reaching out and he couldn't get to them in time. Or when Artemis is talking about when she used her services for money when she worked for Lex Luthor and ended up, you know, killing Jason Todd's father or let actually letting him go and becoming solid. That was a mess with the solitaire and stuff like that. But these weird little asides that flashback to. Earth earlier stories that don't really matter for what we're dealing with when i'm just trying to understand the main story that we have here like let's reminisce about better times i guess and with that too while it's going on you said it at the beginning in your blurb the best part is Bizarro and Jason running a food yeah. truck. <laughs> that's, that's and the idea that Bizarro it. takes it very seriously. I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Give me more and of that. Better. And you know what they do? They he don't. seems better than Jason. And also, let's take the a walk. Thing I'm that like, got no, let's me stay in too. the food truck. Yeah. The thing that got me in this is you're sitting there and, hey, you know what, Bizarro? I'm so sad. I tried to, you know, grab you. I tried to get you back. I did all I can. Oh, me not upset. You know, you tried to do it and you realize, boy, we spent a lot of time without the outlaws together because it's like, see, Red Hood and the Outlaws, number 25. And I'm like, ooh, that was a long... And this book just fell apart. Like, the thing is, we have a new character like Zation for Bizarro now that he's come back. Even as a, a the mohawk trying to change the up. He's a Zen he master, looks like it seems like. He does look like Zangief. He looks like a pale-ass Zangief. But the whole... Like... He just is not the character that I fell in love with when the series started. Yes, he's very similar. Obviously, he's not a bad guy or anything like that. He's still lovable, but it's just not the same kind yeah, of person that he was. Same. And I'm like, I, I don't know if I wanted these outlaws. They're like, they came back wrong is what yeah, happened. Yeah, they did. I would have actually have liked the idea that when they did come back, Artemis would have said to uh, Jason, because right as they left, you were getting to the end of the Smarty Pants Bizarro. I wish that there was something with that Smarty Pants thing got a little wonky in this other dimension thing Why that is now made him about the pup Zen pup? guy. I know, and pop up. And also, I love the idea where you're going to have just gone now. Artemis. Hey, I'm going to go undercover. Hence the hairstyle. All right. Hey, guys, my <laughs> hair's black enough. now. It's usually hey, red. Guys. Hey, it's me, Artemis. <laughs> what? Who are you talking? Where's Redhead? I'm just like, whatever. And and by the end, again, this is a title not selling, now getting so niche for the couple people like you, Anthony Jackson. And it's not even yet. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's so off. And then you get an aside with Mala Brain, and I'm like, really? This is nonsense. And by the end, I didn't mind the art. I thought that was The thing is, we had this artist last issue, and I didn't didn't mind it so much, and I don't. That's the thing is, I thought I liked it more last issue from what I recall. I didn't go back and look at my last review for this whole thing, but did not care for this because, like I said, I'm pretty sure I said before, it's very uh, Kenneth Rockefeller. It's, Rock- it's, it's Kenneth Rockefeller, yeah. but the thing I like about it, it's you worse know what to me is, for some reason. I don't know. I actually think it's a combo of uh, Kenneth Rockefeller and Brett Booth, and I like it. I, I actually like it, and don't mind, but it is very Kenneth Rockefeller esque, and you don't like that. I don't. At all. And I thought right away, like, it's one of those where just you're the reading. lines in Bizarro who has no pupils either, and I'm telling you, he looks like he's about to crack apart like some porcelain doll. I'm just looking at butt cheeks as I go. You're, you're looking at Artemis yeah. that's when she meets up with Essence, right? It's right here. They're, 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 they're having a sword fight in a very sexy way. Uh, but yeah, so you have all that. But yeah, when you get back to Jason and you end up where that Kenneth Rockefeller, like there's even the lines in his lips and stuff. And it is a little bit too much. But I do like that style. So I like it more than you. But yeah, by the end, 
You end up having old glory hole and Jason realize that everyone around them are oh, no, untitled you know, everywhere. demons untitled. And They're even doing the idea the that we have, that. you know, Essence has taken over the body of Isabel, which we saw previously. We didn't know what it meant. We still don't kind of know what it means. But the idea is Isabel, she was a flight attendant. She can go all over the world and stuff like that. So I'm guessing Essence uses Isabel because of her connection to Jason to use her job to get a flight to Karak so then she could take over the body and become – and I'm like, she doesn't even just take over the body. She becomes essence then like they're like isabel like they swap they swap identities it seems like like they just I, who i don't understand how any of this works but we have essence in karak with the outlaws and general glory to fight the untitled i don't care anymore it's the worst part because i like red hood i like i'm telling you i used to love all of these characters i still love jason todd because it's just jason todd but he nobody feels right anymore i mean I, you get i guess you can call that character progression but i'm just not a fan of where the series is going yeah and the characters just yeah they feel off and they were gone for a while and then came back and the thing that i would say you kind of alluded to it before is the idea that they came back different but nothing's explained why and nobody seems they, to know they've been so. through hell is what it was they were in a hell dimension for a while and even the whole idea that we're on a, another world that was like an armageddon hell world i'm like where is that in the freaking, you know, multiverse? Like, what world is that what you're dealing with? That's Earth 666, Eric. Oh, my. But, yeah, uh, in the end, I'm giving it a regular 5. Uh, what did you get? I gave it a 5.5 5 out of 10. I wanted to remain optimistic with that 5.5 5 because I'm telling you, as much as I don't like the art, I know there's a lot of K-Rock fans out there, and this is very close, if not better, in a lot of people's minds. So I'm like, you know what? It's, it's not bad. It's just not for me what it is. But the story overall, it's, it's focusing on weird aspects and not telling you enough of other. Oh, well, Eric, that is what I like to call a, a segue. segue to the next You're book welcome. here, which is Wonder Woman 754. Uh, that is written by Steve Orlando with art by Glenn Melnikoff, Romulo Fajardo Jr., and Pep Rousseau. Steve Orlando seems like he is more interested in side jaunts than he is his four horsewomen story, as this issue is basically a one shot. Going off for a second, so I'm about side Johns now with a cliffhanger to keep the regular trolley running. That is all you're going to get to progress this horsewoman story is uh, a page and a cliffhanger. There Genocide. is a bit of an agenda here uh, that is not my issue at all. My issue is that the writing here is not good, and Steve Orlando has an interesting story somewhere with this four horsewomen. And he just keeps losing track of it and where you ended up knowing the deal. And now he's pretty much put himself in no corner with me, just like baby. But baby don't put herself in no corner with and nobody the idea else puts that baby anybody, anybody who shows up in this book from now on that talks to Wonder Woman, I will assume really has nothing to do with the story and will be gone in an issue or two because you keep I having assume they these want to people know the show truth. up. Well, you end up. Having all of this go on, the Iron Maiden shows up. Ha ha! I'm going to fight a Minotaur and then just leaves. You, you had an idea that this was important to the story. Good day, Iron it was Maiden. not. Good day. What Steve Orlando is doing, and it, it's starting to make me think that maybe this four horsewomen story isn't all his. And instead We're of setting just stuff up for telling later. that, well, no, just instead of saying that, he really wants to be concerned with showing everybody. That Wonder Woman has compassion, Wonder Woman loves that. He is so concerned with that that he has to do these asides to do it. Iron Maiden comes down and kills somebody, but 
Wonder Woman, she's a woman of compassion and justice. She's going to help. And then when they leave, convince everybody, ah, oh, she wasn't that bad. You can't have a trial over Pierce because she's from some other place. And in this, you end up having Maxima show up last issue. She crashes into her house. Oh, my Maxima, what's going on? You're not gonna believe this. I'm on the run. I'm runaway bride. Well, that's the, it's 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 weird because I'm telling you, this is very classic comic book storytelling, especially from when I was growing up in the '90s and '80s, stuff like that, where you have you know one shot, episodic kind of adventures. Where in the background, you are setting up a larger story, and I I, you, I do like that. It's just that we're dealing with there's one page of progression of the story, though. Usually, you'll have the side story being a little less. Than the main yeah you'll have somebody show up And you'll do this thing I have rarely Read a story where you're in the middle Of a big arc and All of a sudden the main story just Gets pushed to just a cliffhanger and then has this. Well, that's the thing is that's what it's been this entire time for the most part well, of what ha- we're well, doing because what Steve it, saying, does. this is what like this is very classic kind of comic story time where you do have this thing that is setting this whole thing up in the, in the future where you have little snippets here and there that will lead us there, but in the meantime you have like little one shot, two shot kind of stories to get us to that point. Yeah, I'm saying and I though, usually like we're, that. We're it's concentrating here, though. more though on the side issue more than the main, and the main is you know you have this whole thing with the four horsewomen where we've already had some set up where we have no idea what's going on because it's just afterwards. Well, here's a it gets worse as we go. This one, you have no idea anything to go. And it just, in my mind, Steve Orlando thought, well, you know what? Uh, it's not that interesting to do the scavenger hunt for these four horsewomen. So I'll end up just throwing these stories and Maxima's story to me, number one is is completely ridiculous in the setup where she says she's been gone from her planet for long. I don't know. I've been on the run. How I've been long doing you been this. gone? Long, long, and just happens to go back on the exact day that she has to get back there because you're going to end up having you know the the whole deal well, run it's such because a weird she doesn't want to be. I don't know what's going on. She's been on the run apparently a long time and decides she's gone to Earth to, you know to get Wonder Woman to come back for help. I guess, but she has put together a small of people who believe that their ancient ancestors who put together the whole civilization of Almorak, you know, the, uh, were two women instead of a, you know, a, uh, man, a, a man and, and a, a man woman. and a woman, you know, king and queen situation, which has become yeah. the, the whole rule of the thing. If you are a queen, you have to have a king and stuff like that. You know, Maxima in this continuity, yeah. she's a lesbian. She does not want to be with a man. She wants to be with the no. one she loves, and that's yep. not how her society works. So, but now they have found an ancient Absorbiscon from ancient Thanagarians who have used psychic technology of that of the Absorbiscon to map out that planet at the time. And you find out that the two people that created the Almorak like civilization were actually two they were women. Actually two and women. I'm like, when did this happen? Did you have this information before you left and then were chased by space assassins? No, it looks like they didn't. It looks like in this, and she where did you just find this? leaves. It seems like she just leaves. And who are the people that created this whole thing where you have the civilization created by two women? At one point, did it diverge did to the it point change? where, you know, oh no, that those are kings and queens, not uh, queens and queens. Yeah, it's like we, we want Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. You know, the whole nonsense. But yeah, when did this change? Because... This the is the thing. It's all surface level. <laughs> they are. They don't care. And so when you have this, she's on the run long time. She ends up going. It looks like she goes to Wonder Woman to just say, can you help? It's not even well defined. Why? She, can you help me get back? 
to my planet. Uh, you know, Why? we end because up of having love. That's all you yeah. needed to say. And love. you know, there's Prince Ultra. He's demanding this. Too. Yeah, and I just don't get the idea where I wish the centered thing was the idea of hey, we should all be able to love who we want. It kind of is that, but it isn't. And then you also have Prince Ultra, who has to be just this machismo. Just oh, nonsense just guy yelling top, and screaming. Worst guy, because you can't yeah. have somebody who is just a part of what their history calls for. Mm. You have to have the worst piece of shit possible in order yeah. to make him the villain of the story. And I wish, I wish that one time that we had one of these, because I don't mind the concept if it's done well. Oh, I wish either. that we'd have a story like this where there is no piece of shit. Basically, it's just people you mean who they have feel to like realize. characters who are real. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, there aren't pieces of shit out there, Obviously. but really, you, the you end up Prince Ultra is just, ha ha, hell yeah, and, and then doesn't go far enough, and then does, I just, I don't get everything that's going on, and to really just derail what story and what little story we have with the sport, and what you're going to end up doing is by the time, and now we're, it, What's going to happen, too, is a lot of these books are going to get a pass because we are going to have a time off. When we get back, a lot of people are going to reread these issues of an arc to get going. But by the time we get to the four horsewomen, I'm very afraid in this story that we're not going to care because there's no setup. We're going to end up, what? The four horsewomen starting right now? We're, we barely even did. And they're just going to be like, look at us. We're the four horsewomen. And I'm not even getting the idea that Diana, there's anything to do. They're all mad at her. She's just busy doing other things. You even have the, the deal with Boston and all that. And even when you leave, hey, I'm going with you. No, you're not. We're heading to space. Hey, How do you feel about go. the invisible jet out of nowhere becoming a transformer I like that, that actually. turns into a spaceship? I think spaceship. it was cool. I mean, if you're going to have anything it's cool, weird. that's cool. I'm I, telling I you, like it's it. an invisible jet. The idea that the you know, Themyscarians can make, Amazons can make an invisible jet, that is cool to like. But now you turn it into a spaceship. Yes, like, you're going a little really. bit too far here, I think. I like it. It looks like it's got 80 wings there. and you know, How do you know? It's, it's invisible, you know, Jim. I see it. Uh, but yeah, it's just flying around. You see these people flying around in space. But yeah, you end up where, hey, what's going on, Wonder Woman? Who's the space queen? I, I mean, the stuff that's going on with Detective Nunes, it, that gets pushed aside too. Everything, it, Steve Orlando definitely has a silver age version of ADHD where he just wants to throw so many things at you. Just the idea but then he gets bored of stuff. Yeah, he gets bored of stuff, so he just throws it out thing. there. Yeah, so he goes and does it. He'll end up mentioning all the things that he can in a deal, but the overall story progression, what it is and what it's telling is not as interesting as I think he hopes it would be. And then by the end, because of what already happened with Iron Maiden just kind of being there and then disappearing, where maybe they'll all come back. Maybe what you'll have is the four horsewomen will eventually be defeated by everyone, Wonder Woman help. But even so... Nothing feels like it matters. So, so kind of like in what he did out. in Supergirl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I think is going to happen. And, and so nothing hits. Nothing feels like it's earned because you just go and do these things. They're done. Move on. This is supposed to show Wonder Woman accepts everyone. She still loves Steve Trevor. Maybe she should get on the space phone. And call him up and tell her feelings. You're a wonder woman. You've never run from a fight. You've got to run from a telephone call, lady. 
Yeah, that's yeah, I really. Guess I'm and not. that's that's what you kind of get, and it's kind of meanwhile. And back okay. on Earth, Donna Troy's no longer uh, Deathbringer, yeah, yeah. even though we still have yeah. Supergirl infected in the Supergirl book, I which is know. a weird situation to have in the same week like this. But yeah. the idea that we're going to push Donna Troy back in this, where, you know, Vixen is trying to call her on the phone. She's just, like, I guess Deathbringer really messed her up, but we don't know because we never actually really had any progression besides no. that weird one shot that was kind of awful. But now we have bad. Donna Troy back in her 90s career of being a photographer, where Mari yep. McCabe is calling her up saying, look, I got a new Ooh. line of clothes coming out. You maybe yeah, can, like, Photo, like in the whole thing, like, and also she get back in touch with Wonder Woman. I'm like, okay, this yeah. is such a weird yeah, Donna Troy aside. Unless we are going to make her the fourth Horsewoman in the end, which we maybe have talked that's about what the they were time. thinking of, and we thought maybe, yeah, but, but it I feels thought maybe her infected now that she's been, that yeah. Deathbringer. So it doesn't make sense. So what we are doing here, I guess, is gathering another friggin' ensemble cast to come together with Wonder Woman, and Donna Troy will be a part of that for the big battle at the yeah. end. Yeah, and what I wish would happen, if you're going to put down a train, she does belong in this book. I would have actually liked to have something. I would have even liked a, you know, infected, you know, post deal, have something where you end up seeing them all in the the justice, the hall of justice being checked on or something. I mean, they, they were infected. And now all of a sudden it's like, all right, all you just go. They have that metal and crap still in them. If you well, end up having. Well, even at that point, think about this. The Justice League supposed to be dead after the infection. Yeah. So why isn't she? Yeah, where is what, the Wonder Justice Woman, League? But Wonder Woman's what, here. So I know, that's before. Saying. It doesn't make sense. Where Now you're getting me all messed up with <laughs> the timelines are all wonky. They, so they haven't yeah. been right in a long time. It doesn't make sense. But yeah, I, I, I like that you mentioned Donna Troy there. Yeah, I uh, love Donna Troy. Right I want to see more deal. about her, but I want to know what's going on because of the continuity where everybody says, you know, DC Rebirth was a reboot of the new 52. No, it's a continuation because we don't have a real definite de- defining moment for Donna Troy here where she just kind of came back and then she was over here and then she was over there but even calling out her whole uh, photography career being in manhattan so was she married to terry long did she have a kid did they both die in this continuity still or is she did she ever date kyle rayner and this whole thing because we just put her back to where she used to be you know back in the 90s it seems like at this point yeah and so you get almirac there told that hey everybody you know you pieces of crap making me do stuff here's the real deal that hey i don't know if that's real uh you know it's psychic check your heart boom boom and then wonder woman where i don't think she should put that lasso around people's necks that causes a lot of problems for her. but you end up having that and then you just go off and then you have the ending of oh yeah we got to get back to the four horse women uh and here they are also you have a, a deal where it looks like she's a smooching up with the supermans and the stuff going on. What happened? Uh, no, I think that's Steve Trevor. I don't think that is in that one deal. He has black hair and the curl in the front, and then underneath is the blonde-haired Steve Trevor. She says, how many times have you set aside your heart? And she's about to there smooch with the Superman. I don't even there. know where you're at. Okay. Uh, I, it's I was at looking, the very I, end. Okay, I was, looking, I was looking at a different one when she was smooching Steve Trevor. And okay. I'm like, hey, what happened with the uh, Superman Reborn? But, uh, you know, all that going on, we're going to just go from there to what we all came for where we get three pages. It's like this whole thing, though. It's Ultra's like, I shall become your king during this coronation kind of thing. Remember, your queen, Maxima, she left you. She left she us. She left you. She left, she us. left us. And the they whole thing like this. Yeah, all of a sudden, like, us. you know, Maxima shows up, causes a big, you know, hubbub during the coronation yeah. here, causes yeah. a bunch of problems. 
This Matt, is the real history. I'm telling you, Ultra's like, she's lying. This, like, he keeps yelling, like, these are people that are terribly ingrained in their past and history and stuff like that. This is how they live their lives. All of a sudden, you see an absorbiscon. She's like, this is a machine. Yeah. It's psychic. And it, it, it goes inside your mind so you know it's real. All of a sudden, we love Maxima. She is yeah. the best thing ever. Before we were calling her a dirty heathen and all that stuff, we freaking chased her out of here for her yeah. own beliefs. And like, so I'm like, but now. Now we're all about because you know why? She's going to be our queen. She's not going to need a king or that. And she's also going to have a table where we can come and sit and talk to her about things. Maxima! Yeah. Maxima! Oh, they're, they're the worst. They are, <laughs> they are the best. And then, then somebody comes up. Hey, isn't it Taco Tuesday? Taco Tuesday. They, they just, just love keep chitting going. on Almorac. That's all oh, they yeah. need. They love chance. They love their all, all right, of a I, sudden. I, I'm actually, I, for some reason, I did not even see this part where she is with Superman. It looks right before, you know, Justice League number 12, where they kiss, where they're flying to with each other. So I'm like, what is happening here? Why would this be a thing in this book? <laughs> I know. I know. That I was erased know. for Superman Reborn. Yes, that, that's what I'm saying. That was Somehow erased. I missed that completely. Yeah, it's there. And it's very odd because that was erased and that shouldn't be there. And so you just have everybody doing whatever they <laughs> want to matters. do, basically. And then they're like, hey, everybody. Let's make a monorail, monorail, like North Haverbrook. Yeah, North Haverbrook. Yeah. They're like, hey, no, Lamley, no. do it. Seems yeah. more like a Shelbyville kind of idea. <laughs> ah, boo! They're all yelling, like, what is going on? What is going on? But and we have our just, third horsewoman by the end of this issue where the yeah. war master Von Gunther goes and awakens genocide. Yeah, genocide. And just goes again, there, opens no, the, up. And I'm telling you, I don't know anything about this genocide. The idea that she has to go in a crypt and in the tomb where genocide sits, there is a vampire Wonder Woman, it looks like, you know, sitting there yeah. and carved on the top of her tomb. On like, And I'm like, this is what they did to you, sister. Now, yeah. with my blood, I shall awaken thee. And I'm like, I don't know what's going yeah. on with this character. Because all of a sudden, I'm like, is she a vampire? Because we talked last issue and where and I went and looked look it up like where genocide is a classic Wonder Woman character. Yeah. I don't personally know her, but the whole thing where I'm going to put this blood on her coffin here I mean, and it's going to reawaken though, her. Look at her. She becomes basically the Wonder Woman are. who laughs. I, I It makes it seem like, well, you know, that Batman who laughs is hitting. Let's get a crazy look here. And they go. But, yeah, I don't know what's going on. And it's just a couple, you know, pages where that's what looks we like want to see. Flux drawing. Yeah, really, it does. Uh, but, yeah, overall... Uh, because of that, Eric, again, I gave this a regular five. Now, I say I gave it a regular. I don't know where my review went again. The, these reviews of Wonder Woman of mine, really? they disappear off of the site. Is it's there not some on there. author or administrator on our site that does know. not agree with your point of view I on Wonder somebody Woman? Somebody does not like my Wonder <laughs> Is it Woman you stuff. Sleepwalking. <laughs> Maybe. I didn't like that one. I, I, Delete. Waking. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> I must fix the affront of the Wonder Woman. All of a sudden, Tanya walks downstairs. Jimmy, what are you doing? Oh, no, it happened again. Yeah, Jimmy yeah, sleepwalks like, oh, and God. deletes Wonder Woman reviews. It's a, I sleep delete one it's not on there it's not on the site That's and weird. this time it's not on the roundup either so it went quick did I don't you, know what you happened. sure you even did it i have it i'm gonna resubmit it again because i i told you i do mine in grammarly <laughs> and then shipped it over it's there and it's i like did you think it. you I didn't even, do it i even sat there i'm like okay i gotta get the credit well, i did it in grammarly it's it? up to you for the internet yeah, to do the grammarly, rest you're always bitching and moaning at me about my grammar you get to do your work here i pay you for something computer uh, yeah, even with please that, would you have the time will I you shift this there. over to the main website yeah. oh, before my. midnight I, I, 
I was trying to push it around like it was Minority Report and stuff, and it wasn't working. I don't have a touch screen. I ended up even sitting there. I'm like, I know the credits. I know the credits. How would I know the credits without Oh, man. So, yeah, it's nonsense. So I have to do that. And then when I realized this, we were already, you know, late, so I had to do this. So, yeah, I gave it a five, just a regular five. I, I don't mind what's going except. Don't I'm telling you, the agenda story. was forced too hard. Though. I'm telling you, there's subtle and good ways to do something that you want to do in the situation. This was over the top. A lot of times, what you it always happens when you want to do something like this. I don't know why nobody can be subtle and tell maybe subtext. No. Make it something that actually you know you can think about and read in different ways. This is just in your face. Derail the story. Well, We're doing in this your face now. Mike. And- all right, I guess. Don't you but get what are you the doing? idea? Like, this isn't maybe You're a I'm a paid piece writer. of crap. I'm a piece of crap. <laughs> but the, the idea in my mind is like, you end up doing this, and there's Steve Orlando. First off, he does a couple, you know, squats, takes off his shirt, flexes well, a little, a, a couple of uh, selfies, and then says, Hold Stevie I'm telling boy, you, I start working out and see any it, results. Buddy. That's all my Twitter is going to be a selfie. I am not going on Twitter like that. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I think that he gets done. He's look, like, look, folks, you here's did it. I think that one, this is one cool. of those where you ended up having the, uh, you know, the Burnside Batgirl deal way back when, where they said, well, we wanted to have a run and we had to get rid of that killing joke. Like you end up having these things that are forced in. Like they want to like, this is something. This was their work that they had to do. And we've kind of seen this over and over. There wasn't a different angle to it, and it didn't seem very clever to me. It just was in your face so much. And almost like it's like, I'm going to make it so in your face that the people, I'm going to root out the real pieces of crap here. Like, that's what it's well, supposed to be. I'm telling you, the idea off. of how ingrained the past is to the Almarakian people, does it mean that you can't yeah, have a king and queen in the future now? Will that be an And that's what and I don't understand. That's where I said, why can't you just have everybody say, hey, what I found out was the big law of Almarak back in the day was love who you want. Whether man, female, plant, all you need is love. animal, whatever. That's all you need. John Lennon, he wrote that. They had the whole deal. That's all you do. I'd, I'd like to see that story. I'd like to see where, hey, everybody should get along and love who you want. Your heart is the thing that decides it. And then, you know, we go from there. Uh, and then also at the end, we didn't even say, but you end up having Maxima say, and I'm getting rid of the throne. We're going to have a common table. I know. And, that's and the thing like, is, Mike, she is changing everything right she's now. She's changing everything. She's been and back again, for three minutes, showed him a hologram, yeah. and all of a sudden, common have everything, table. Everything, They're just yelling. Everything you have known your entire life has been raised to know is changing say. right now. Now cheer for me, people. Yeah. Uh-huh. And let's. Let's go now. And where we had I'm just something for like the civil this, war in Almorak to take place once Wonder Woman leaves. Yeah, I mean, she leaves and like, is she gone? She's right, flying go. away. The Get world em. explodes in the background. Get him, boys. You end up having all this going on. Oh, and we did have a, you didn't do it we right. We did end up having an issue that was kind of like this, but in our minds, you specifically said that you liked the way it was played out, was White Knight, where you ended up having Batman reveal his identity, Bruce Wayne gets arrested, and they have the news report. This just in. Some people are pissed. Some people are happy, and some people don't believe <laughs> any of this crap is real. Yep, that's that, people, that's all legit. right. Yeah, that's, that's people. You wrote Not the hell out of that car, that people. Well, what, what we see is Almarac, they don't have Twitter or Reddit. So the people, you know, they, oh, or maybe they do. Maybe that's all they have because they're all just, <laughs> yeah, they're all ready to just jump to any hoop to go do anything. But yeah, at the end, I you end up having sit-ups, the, man. I need the to go start taking some table. selfies. 
the common table, what would you give this? I would give this a 5.5 out of 10 just because <laughs> I enjoyed the art to it. Like, you know, I actually, I'm telling you, Besides yes. the genocide at the end, who did look like a weird Eon Flux drawing out of nowhere, yeah. I did like the art in this issue, and I, I like the idea like that of it, and even going through and like getting another horsewoman. The way it was put out, like I said, it reminded me of a classic story. I just wish the writing was better for the story that he wanted to tell for this one episodic one shot. Yeah, well, this is going to continue. This is a down week with just the same. Like I said, everything seems to have that same forced MO and not doing anything and all that. But that's the end of that section. We can put that to bed. all the time eric it uh, does. all those 10 out of 10 so i'm sure that the next two books that we're going to talk about got a bunch of 10 out of 10 oh, i'm sure as, as well. well which means that going forward we can talk about these going next week and things because they're classics is what they are uh since that's what we think a 10 out of 10 is i don't quite agree that these books are perfect uh, they're okay at points, but what are we starting with? We're starting with Just League Dark number 21, written by v, uh, Ram V and James Tynan IV, art by Alvaro Martinez Bueno, Ralph Fernandez, June Chung, and Rob Lee. 
The War of the Parliaments continues this issue, but beyond getting Anton Arcane making a surprise return for our cliffhanger, there wasn't much to this issue at all. Wonder Woman, Detective Chimp, and Animal Man continue fighting gray-infected people, while Zatanna and Constantine make their way to the Realm of the Rot, where they find plant matter for some reason, and Constantine eats it to have a vision. Yeah, I, are they fighting you? I saw that beard of yours. Gray and infected person you are. Uh, what gets me in this, I, I actually love something about the cover. And I hate something about the cover because I do like seeing just that V. And it reminds me of the mini series V. <laughs> you you liked that mini series, did you? I did not. It scared the crap out of me. <laughs> and I thought that everybody was an alien. But uh, and, and then I realized, yes, when aliens would come, they pretend that they're nice and then they'd kill us. But I, I also don't like it because when I first looked at the cover, uh, not really looking into anything else, just thinking, oh, is this an, a full out Ram V? I didn't see the V. I only saw the Tyne in the fourth. And, you know, maybe that's because I saw the V in that. But I ended up, oh, it's Tyne again back. That's weird. And now just now is when you said Ram V. Ram V. Oh, yeah, there it is. The yeah. V. It's hidden. It's hidden in the hand of, of that guy in the smokes and the brains. Uh, but, yeah, you end up having uh, Ram V. Uh, I think so far. I would say that he is a good substitute for a uh, James Tynan. He likes to use the narration, a lot of yakety yak. I, he's got that going, but I don't think that anything is off in the dialogue. I think that he likes or seems to like to write Zatan and Constantine. So it's good that they're in here, but nothing happens. Nothing really well, that's the happens. Thing is we have this, this weird issue. way of telling this story here. Where Ram V, I want to say it's Ram V because like we haven't seen this. He did well, the script. So that's the thing yeah. is like, we have seen something like this, the idea of flashbacks thrown in, but the idea that we are dealing with Abigail Arcane here, just through a flashback idea of back who she was before the rot took her over. And the idea that she's reliving these memories somewhere where the rot then takes over and, you know, corrupts the memory itself. But it's just these weird background things that don't really feel like they serve a purpose to to what we're dealing with right now and it's only acts as filler in my mind to get like you know fill out the page count it does and it gets the page count it also gets the idea that you're supposed to really concentrate oh man all right abigail yeah but anton because that is big by yeah. the end and he's like yeah you know I don't think we've seen she- anton arcade since you're uh the uh what i was gonna say you're the villain but the, the villain's, the villain's month, month back in the which New 52. Was one of my favorite yeah. issues he ended up eric his eyeball was coming out of a rotten apple yeah you knew he was there he was still in the rot so i liked it and then so when you set this up you almost get that idea where what they're playing with too is you, you're seeing kind of in con- not inconsequential stuff from abigail but stuff that if you know abigail if you know swamp thing these are things that you would well, even know if you don't i don't think you're getting enough here to really know like say you're not a fan of swamp thing and his backstory and the idea you don't know who abigail arcane is you don't know who matt cable is he just know that she's hanging out at some point with matt cable and half his face is gone at one point and she freaks out i'm like yeah she does you're not really explaining this in my mind for people who don't know what's what going you on are explaining here is what you told me before anytime you have cable you get later because that's what it looks like. But I think that what he's playing with actually works out, even if you don't know what you're saying is true. You don't get much, but I think that's what they're playing at because when Anton comes in at the end, that that's his problem. Yeah, that Abigail, she, she's done lazy. She's not doing things right. So here I am. So I think it might be on purpose. I think that you're not supposed to. Now we know. So. It doesn't do much more for us. It seems like, oh, it's kind of a greatest hits little thing. I, I get what you're doing here, but it is showing these things like really concentrating on. She don't like the cigarettes, but she's going to smoke them. And you're like, well, why is this going on? But then by the end, it's almost like that is what's going on, because that's why Anton has to come back. 
and start wrecking house and Maybe. getting back to the deal. It seems to me that's how they're playing it. Just because when he shows up and says at the end, yeah, I had to come back. I, I don't even know if he's that happy about it. But he's like, I had to come back. Uh, you know, the black grows tired of her inadequacies. It whispers once more my name. Anton Arcane, and look at me. I'm sexy nude. I look like an action I'm figure. A Ken where, doll. where did my balls and my shaft get to? But he's there, there and they really, rotted off. They rotted off, but at least he's got a cape of moss. I mean, really, isn't that tit for tat, right? I'd no. rather have, I'm telling you, a, a, a cape you of moss have would either. have gotten me in a lot less trouble in this life <laughs> than, than those guys down below, all two of them. So you end up, though, where I like that ending where you're like, oh, my, you know, I haven't seen Anton. And you know that that was one of my favorite Villains Month books where I first was introduced to Anton. I didn't have any connection, really loved it, and I haven't gotten anything from him. And and we haven't really had a lot of mention. It's been pretty much all the time Swamp Thing comes up. It's always Abigail, Abigail, but never get her either. Even when we had that series before with Constantine, the idea we have to find, you know, Abigail Arcane with uh, Mercury there. And we had to go to the rot and do all this stuff, but it never led anything. And we quickly moved on to the next story. leads to anything. So seeing Anton, that is cool. But to get to there, you're not doing much. You're going to have a lot of people... Uh, you know, kind of realize, oh, I better, you know, watch things. I better well, step up my game. I one better of those do weird something. Things is where we ended last issue with the idea that we thought the rot, the avatar, the rot, whoever it may be, maybe it's Anton, maybe it's Abigail, who's changed drastically, but went to the Floronic Man, and we only get Floronic Man here to talk crap to freaking Kent Nelson, and then we move on. We don't have any real progression from our cliffhanger last issue. And then you also have, you know, you end up having Animal Man. He is infected. It's more. It's all. And nobody's uh, talking about it, though. Well, they, they do say at one point, but all they say is like, yeah, you, you better hurry. <laughs> you like at this point, time. we have Animal Man freaking, you know, mushrooms growing out Next of his face. going to come, Eric. I'm telling you. And, Next and the whole thing is we're just blocking off infected people from reaching the top of buildings so they don't get to the top and then have their heads explode to continue the virus on with, with all the particles that go out. And like, all right, we can't block this off forever. I better open this door and Wonder Woman my way down here and beat the crap out of all of these people and force them to back down. I'm like... You're not doing much in this story either. The main part of the story is going to the Luton Reformatory with Houdini's key and finding a way, a backdoor into the rot here so we can find out what's going on and hopefully find Abigail Arcane. But we don't. Even the idea where we have, you know, Zatan and Constantine, they have a good back and forth that keeps going with the story, the idea that Zatanna does not trust Constantine for, like, you know, keeping secrets from her about her father, stuff like that, the plans they had in the past. But when we get to the rot and the idea is like, hey, there's a plan here. That's weird. Hmm. Gonna eat this. Hey, this is one of them plants that gave people visions back in oh, the day. Oh man, this is awesome. I'm a highest crap. And uh, I-, I will say, uh, that before you go on, I do think that uh you end up having Ram V kind of using that that key and the back door. I, I think he really wants to write a Constantine <laughs> book. It really feels like this is like his hey, if I really do Constantine, great, because he does. And it seems to concentrate, but it's not hard hitting or anything nothing happens but he really seems to like everybody else has one line and off they go constantine he's getting the spotlight he is allowed to talk and go on and it, it, and even then it doesn't really do well, that's much the thing. you know when we go to there into the realm of the rot and he it's says still like, okay here's though. this vine here it's a, it's a i'm gonna i'm gonna butcher the hell out of this because I, I can't read but it's a 
a Uhuasco vine, and that's the stuff that the Urani shamans use for dividing and projecting, isn't it? Mm. Oh man, blimey, Z. I, I, I know how to find Abigail Arcane. I am going to grab this root here. I'm going to freaking put some more stuff in my mouth, and do me a favor. We're about to have some monsters show up behind us. Fight them off while I do whatever I'm doing, and for some reason it bothers me, because this is one of the things I have. There's the way that people talk in DC Comics. There's three big things. you got the Ryman and Steel and Etrigan talk, you got Bizarro talk, and you got Backwards Magic. These are three things that bother the hell out of me. Well, because I'll tell you right now, my vote goes for the Backwards Magic now. I'm done. I, I hate it. I Ram don't agree. Or James Tynan. Like I said, I don't know who's doing what well, for what Well, Ram V's writing the script. Well, he does Backwards Magic's different. Because right now it's, it's, it's a fun idea where we'd go through Bohemian Rhapsody with, you know, a thunderbolt of lightning, very, very frightening me. And she is actually activating the magic backwards to fight off these rock and monsters. And actually but looks like. But it, exactly. Yeah. It's right out of the video. But the whole thing is it's different because we're doing the song backwards now in progression instead of doing the, this saying it backwards in the right form of the song. I did. Yeah, that's funny because I look now and I'm like, Oh, yeah, I see. I didn't read it. I'm done reading that backwards <laughs> nonsense. I- I'd rather have, you know, uh, how would it be? It'd be like something like, here we go. The rot. You want to fight? Here, take a light. Right there. There's some rhyming and stealing. <laughs> you have that. Or how about uh, I'm going to kill you? Yes, I will. And then when we're done, I'll send you the bill. Right? You do that. Uh. At least I know what's going on. And-, and it's never good. But this backwards magic, I'm done. I ended up just sitting there and going, all right, lightning. That's all I got. I'm going now because really it doesn't matter, but it's clever. Now that I see what he's doing, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, I wish I'm I saying read the thing that. is, it is cool. It doesn't serve a real purpose, but I'm telling you, it's no. a cool thing. But he does backwards magic different than with the other way that other people well, do backwards magic. Tries to do their, and I their hate deal. when people like change what it's supposed to be. Well, and some people, Scott Snyder even does it a little different. A couple of times that he's had it, he ends up going from like the bottom left. Uh, a lot of people do it in, in their own weird little way. I don't know why, because they should be told you do it one way uh, or don't do it at all. I hate it. I can't stand it. Uh, because it it doesn't match in my head. I tried to read. I'm like, Tungladumbato. Uh, oh, you're doing okay, it wrong. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what she's saying there. And then the Litangating. That's how I see lightning there. I, I have no idea. Uh, but like you say, it, he's doing it different. But nothing really comes of it. It's clever. And that's the thing, too. I like the art in this issue. But... I think that I only like the parts where he ends. That's what I'm saying. But he ends up doing something where, okay, half of the issue and some spread pages, they're going to look incredible. They're going to look really good. I'm going to have three of those. A couple other pages are going to have a little funkiness to them. I'm going to end up being clever with things. I'm going to show a bunch of fights on a stairwell without a deal. I'm going to do that. But then it seems like, Hey, uh, you know, Bueno, you, you got seven more pages. Yeah, I'm going to mail those things in because you do well, That's the like thing is I, I work so hard on the dreaming of Decay Part 3 of this whole thing when Constantine goes into Vision and sees Swamp Thing and Abigail because those look amazing. But even when you talk about Animal Man, Detective Chimp, and Wonder Woman on the building fighting off the infected, I don't like the way that looks very much. And like even some stuff in the realm of the rot, I don't think looks amazing. It's just – there's nothing wrong with the art overall. It's, it's good looking art throughout, but it's not something I really enjoy as much as I used to like in Just League Dark. Yeah. When you have that spread page with the swimming and the kit, that looks great. You end up having the page that looks better than the other stuff with Wonder Woman, Detective Chimp, and Animal Man, where he's woodja woodjawing. Oh, look so at that stuff with Wonder Woman's face when he woodja woodjas. 
Well, I'm saying that, but then you go to the next page and all of a sudden I don't even recognize Constantine looks like he's like a a 60 year old detective there. Looks like he's had everything goes and it's not very consistent, but it seems like some things. Okay, I'm inspired to do this. This is going to and it looks fantastic. But then it goes back to eh, that's okay. This swamp thing looks amazing in that flashback. Even the Anton Arcane at the end isn't necessarily the greatest page on there, and that's your big cliffhanger. Uh, But yeah, when you end up having the Dreaming of Decay 3, like I said, now you're going to get fancy, so there's that. And the Swamp Deck, those look great, but some of them, it is a little off. And I do like how you even have like the one panel with Swamp Thing and Abigail where they're hugging, and it does look like even like a Kelly Jones, the way that they've even drawn it and have the uh, shadows there with it. It looks really good, like an original deal. I think it looks great. But yeah, some of the stuff seems like, well, that's kind of not the best. And so overall, it's good. It's just not great. Yeah. Uh, when you end up having is, the like, Houdini key and, and Zatanna turns looks, down, what is that? That, I, that looks terrible. That's the thing is, I'm trying to, even the parts with, you know, Kent Nelson and we go to the Floronic Man, it's only one page. Doesn't look all that great overall and stuff. And we're saying this because, well, you know, he's pretty darn good. Yeah. And it just feels like we've missed a step somewhere from what we yeah. used to get when James Tynan the fourth was on this regularly. Yeah, like maybe they and, thought that was more important than it's, it's weird. Not as I don't know. Maybe like the colors were just more vibrant, and I got more out of it. And I thought it was like you know more of a spectacle whenever we'd open it up and see it. But here, everything is all like washed out looking because it has a style and a feel that it's going for, which is remains consistent throughout. But I'm just not enjoying the art as much as I used to. I'm with you, and uh, it, it's been something that I've said occasionally. But then he's always bounced back, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, and, and having an infected, you know, animal man who then does a Nothing really, to get though, to but, a flatworm, though, yeah. that is interesting. But you're not really. But doing we don't much see anything it. here. I'm telling yeah, you, you're he not doing much with to it. a flatworm. We have, you know, we get to the realm of the rot where Constantine just goes and has a vision. You know, I'm telling you, that's adding on to the vision that we had at the beginning that you didn't need Constantine to go to, and we're not moving forward except for the idea. Okay, Anton Arcane is back. That's interesting. But everything else, it is put on pause pretty much this entire issue. This is what. All of this has been every issue. It seems we talk about today is ending up being this. And now we have a low again. Like I say, every time I say it, we have a low. And now you didn't. I need one of these to be so big and great. Like we ended up having on the Patreon Suicide Squad that I really like. Not saying that this was the greatest thing ever, but I wanted at the end. I want more. And now I'm upset. Oh, I can't wait. A lot of these books, when we get back, if it's a longer delay, I I don't know that you wouldn't be better served just saying yeah just, just skip this one just and and I think that's going to happen to normal people I'm talking DC like yeah we don't need that anymore or whatnot but yeah I, I'm ending up at a point where we're going to go off and do some of these other stories and I, I think I need that break I, I actually think this might serve me well to try to reset my betters because all these things are every month or you know two weeks some of them. It's just like, yeah, we're not getting much. Now we're back to that. And this book, I have said all along with James Tynan that it was going too slow for me. But this is different. This, like you said, even like you say the art, but this with Ram V doing the script and moving on to his story. It feels different. Like this doesn't. And this is a story that like I wanted to see too, and yeah. it's not moving anywhere. And yeah. like I'm telling you, it's not giving me enough information per issue. And that's what's weird. We we ended up having where I would complain or argue with everyone about James Tyne, and he doesn't give us enough. He doesn't give enough. But now I realize he gave us a little though to keep me at least interested. This kind of ends. I'm like. All right. Well, I like Anton Arcane. I'd like to see yeah. what goes on with that. But it's the most nothing interesting part else. of the book. 
you end up having pretty much a zombie infection going in. I don't care. It's almost as if Ram V. Well, it seems like a side thing. It doesn't even seem like Ram V cares about that. That's what I'm saying. I think that he is like, yeah, that's not interesting. So I still have to continue. Who cares about the gray? and, And so when you do end up going and seeing that, it looks like he's having fun doing Zatanna and especially Constantine, which then ties into the Swamp Thing back where we want to see Swamp Thing also and then leads to Antonio. This is what we want. So then by the end, I just seem to, in my mind, this stuff with Animal Man, which is great that he's in here, but it's not necessary. I'm telling you, we have a a, a war of parliaments right there. So it's almost, it means that we have to have Animal Man, but he's not doing anything. But he isn't. He's just there as a placeholder. And it's almost like this is a story. Hey, uh, we need Animal Man, but we can't have him get that involved yet while we gather some things. So come up with an idea that he's delayed. Okay, zombie infection. We'll do that. He's doing that in the L.A.s. And we'll do. And so by the end, of, that really ended up where it was like a jarring, you know, oh, we're back to that. Okay, it's quick enough. Let's go. And it ended up being kind of a, a you know, secondary thing, an afterthought. Uh, overall, I didn't hate this issue. I just found it kind of boring, and I wanted more information. Even the idea, it's like, oh, man, there's a plant growing in the rot, and if I eat this, I can have a vision and find out where Abigail Arcane is. And I'm sitting here reading them, like, but but why? But, like, why is that happening? Please explain something about what's going on to, like, this whole arc to me. And because also, you're just, just in the rot. Through. Just deal with it. I, I just, yeah, just go with it, like you said. But And I, I wish that I would have realized the queen references there. I should have just by looking at it. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm not feeling well. I'm telling you, it was, it was fun, but I just hate the way that he did it differently. Cause I'm reading, I'm like, why is the song backwards? The words are supposed to be backwards. Well, did, did, did she say ramble on at any point no. that I could say it no, was no. Led Zeppelin? No, 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 That not wasn't at all. in there. It, for uh, what it is and what should never be. Did no, she say no, no. that? No. I'm guessing though, we're going to have a lot of this music stuff and we'll see. We'll get to see who Ram V likes, Eric. Well, well, who doesn't we'll like queen? See- Maybe we'll end up, well, you know, some people don't think they're the greatest, but we won't go into it. Me. They're okay. They're okay. They're, they're, uh, you know, in the next level after the real greats, uh, but they're there with a Aerosmith, maybe, uh, you know, somewhere around there. They ain't no Led Zeppelin or Beatles, I'll tell you that. But uh, I do think that coming up, uh, you'll end up having Zatanna do a little Lord of the Thighs for you, Eric, and that would be exciting. Sitting here, I'm thinking, like, you are a Led Zeppelin Beatles guy, and I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, I do like Aerosmith and Queen better than both those bands. Yeah, yeah, and you know that I'm a Led Zeppelin <laughs> and Beatles. We ended up, when we were working together, the idea, and that makes me sad saying that, Eric, I want to cry, but we end up where... If I was so working together a, or me liking no, Aerosmith yes, more than working Beatles. Together. No, working together. No, actually that we don't because I don't get to talk to your ass. But we end up where if I would be at a point where, yeah, I'm done with the podcast, I, I would say to Eric, I got to listen to something. I'm like, I need something new. I need to get onto something like and, and my whole idea was, OK, maybe I should go listen to original Fleetwood Mac because they were popular and maybe I'll like that. But I never put the effort in or maybe I'm going to go back and listen to more. Yes, or whatever. And then Eric would start yelling his nonsense, what I should listen to, uh, which Metallica. was very specific. And, say, and I'm like, no, nah, I listen to too much. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go in. I'm going to look at something here. And then like two minutes later, what do you listen to? I'm listening to Led Zeppelin or I'm listening to the Beatles. It always would end up. Yeah, I I kind of got away from that. I listened to them too much. One of the things, though, I did end up listening to were a lot of the kinks right before I ended up getting laid off. I was enjoying that as well. But here we are. 
we have an issue that doesn't really do much, but doesn't do you know much to infuriate me. I just did get. I just found it kind of boring. I wanted some progression in the story that I do care about, and I didn't get anything here. Especially the idea that we're not getting any comics for the foreseeable future really upset me. And the idea that I don't think that the art is as consistent or as good as it used to be before Ram V got on the books. I'm like, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I'm sitting at a six out of ten for this book, and just because we really got nothing. I'm to at a this. six five. I'm at a six five. I'm a little more. Just do like the cliffhanger Arcane. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I that's like. A big wow moment that really shook me. Yeah, that's good. And it's a shame that we're not going to get to continue that. And I hope that this is just Ram V kind of getting his feet wet, trying to figure out a pacing, things like that. And what I do think it is, I don't think that James Tynan is necessarily involved with much at all anymore. When you end up having story by, that usually is because James Tynan didn't finish the story. He probably gave him some notes and things of what he wanted to have happen. But Ram V is fully script. And it it might just be that the script doesn't pop. You you don't end up having the jokes that you could get from, say, a, you know, detective chimp. And maybe that's what's gone. Everybody's just saying their lines and going as if they're in a play. And uh, and she is anyway, Eric, as as Paul McCartney told us. But the the whole idea of this, it is it is boring. He told us everything. (laughs) I ended up, I didn't go to bed last night. That's another reason why I'm a little off. And I stayed up. And the reason I stayed up was at one point, I think it was about 2.30. I was talking to people in the, uh, the uh, what's it called? The Slack. Twitter on, no, oh, the Twitter, Twitter okay. on the Marvel part. We were in our little group there. And I was talking to people. I was actually talking to people as they went to bed. And then I was still talking. When they got up, I was still uh, there. But I ended up watching a lot of Beatles videos and just watching stuff. Could have watched the Shawshank Redemption. Things. I could have watched a lot. I was just sitting there watching a lot of craziness. Then I ended up watching Jimi Hendrix videos. I was out of it. Uh, But yeah, when we first originally had the FU5, it was one of those things where a lot of people ask, yeah, what's the FU5? And the FU5, if you remember, was the score for a boring book. That was, in my mind, the worst, where it's not great. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just right in the middle. So originally, that's what this would have been. The FU5 then ended up being like, yeah, let's just I hate throw this shade and I hate book. it. Yeah, that ended up being it ended up actually transforming I'm into I'm let's infuriated, <laughs> but I don't want people to throw shade at me and say we're negative because they think that a positive, you know, a honest score. So we did that and that was a wink wink. But this would have been an old day, or it's one of those the Justice League dark six to seven. Yeah. Because that's where it really is to me. It's it's kind of boring. I want something more. Hopefully when it comes back, everybody can take the time. Maybe, maybe them we should have said earlier. Maybe Brian Michael Bendis, maybe all of us should chip in. We're, we're going to get a GoFundMe, and we're going to buy him the DC Universe app. Eric, so hey, he can I go saw back that Brian shit. Michael Bendis is reading the 80s Justice League right now. No, that's great. And, and you know what that happens then? He put up he a picture said, of the one punch yeah. earlier, catching up on this. Yeah, and that's what he did just so people are, oh, my God, what are you doing? Yeah, he's not reading crap. He's just, eh, he, he's just paging through. The next thing he thinks is the one punch was that they were only serving one flavor of punch at the party. Well, Eric, remember when I was telling you about that? You have a lot. You have grape. You have the purple stuff. And then you have the orange. That's what's that in your refrigerator. It's not a punch. That's a punch. I'm going to give you a punch. I'm going to give you the one, two, three. Is what Do I'm you gonna like give a carbonated right, punch or not? Right your chops. Because I don't. Um. Sometimes. Actually, I ended up having uh, at some party, they ended up having just, and this was, it wasn't Spike, Derek, so stop it. I didn't okay, do stop your alcohol. I don't expect you dreams. to drink anything. Exactly. I'm, I'm a allergic. good time? No. I'm allergic. Not Jimmy Boy. Yeah, no. <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying? Good time ain't my time. You, you good end times. up where. 
good times every time you you end up where they had a punch, but also a little bit of a seven up in it. Yeah, they give and you that carbonation deal to it. Yes, and and it gives you a little of the tang, Not a fan. Eric. And you know when you're at a party, you like to get the tang. I do. It's why uh, I but, drink. Yeah, that's why I should. Uh, I ended up drinking this one time. I believe this <laughs> Just was one. probably yeah one. <laughs> this was probably around eighth grade, right? I still pine for this. And, and and it's one of those where I I can't get it. It's like that whole joke of I've been trying to find the recipe and I just can't get that last bit, which probably was the smash dreams that I would taste as everybody else was hooking up and I wasn't. But yeah, that and I told you at one point that my one buddy's mom made these cookies one year for Christmas and they were a combination of chewy? like a it was a chocolate cookie but also was a chewy kind of oatmeal thing but it wasn't and it might have had so, rice krispies I, I just in like it. to think it was an oatmeal cookie with chocolate chips i don't know it didn't have <laughs> chips it was more of just a, a coat but it it was something i don't know what it was and i think of it you know a couple times a year of <laughs> man i want that cookie i and i don't and and the worst part is i ended up Having the guy, this guy Richie, who was in Warminster back in the day, Eric, he ended up finding me on Facebook at one point. (laughs) Richie's a real piece of crap. But he ended up finding me on Facebook, probably, you know, in between stays at the county jail. And he ended up messaging me. Hey, Jim, you remember me from the deal? And I, oh, yeah. What the hell was that cookie? He had no idea what I was talking about. And then he never talked to me again. Probably murdered somebody then because of me. He was afraid that you were going to murder him because out of nowhere, hey, you remember me? Tell me what your mother's cookie recipe is. Well, I'm not talking to this psychopath again. Sweet ass mama. She was a single mom who we would occasionally enter the apartment. And she would be having company, if uh-huh. you know what I mean. I do. Eric, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we saw more than we should have, or not enough, according too to much, me. Too much, too much, Jim. Uh, so basically what I'm telling you is I've thought of that as well. Oh, I know. Uh, and that cookie, right? That cookie, though. And they were thin. They were like they really did it all for thin, the cookie, I know. But they were chewy. I, I don't know what it was. Best cookie I've ever had in my life. I need I'll bring that you some Chips again. Ahoy Chewy over. You can sit around and think about it. Chips Ahoy Chewy. They, how do they keep them chewy? Preservatives. Up, I think that they preservatives. I think there's some like rubber type amalgam thing in there. They make two of the molecules change H to the O. And then it's nonsense. And I think it kills you. I think that those things don't digest and they stick with you. Anybody who eats too many chewy chips ahoy, there ain't no bats that started this whole deal. It was chewy chips ahoy. I know it. They are the devil's work and it's nonsense. And I don't like them, but Rafe loves them. And that proves that they're and nonsense. A lot of people. No, no. I, I they think stick that- around. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, what the people or the cookies? The cookies. That's the thing. That cookie you can, have, you can have that cookie set, set out. It sticks around because it can sit on the counter for three weeks. It's still chewy. It makes no sense. Put this cookie away. It makes no sense. I think that You're gonna get the ants. idea that the minute that Chips Ahoy was invented, suddenly Silly Putty disappeared. I don't know that I've ever seen him in the same room. So that means it's true. And I think it's nonsense. Six five, Eric, and we're going to move on to the next book. That that is also the devil's work. And I think that this book is playing the devil's hand. It is, Eric. I don't know why I say that. No, no, I, I just want it to. And I'll tell you right now, I'm losing it. I am tired and goofy. Uh-huh. And really, what's great is, so is this book, right? 
I'm trying to make a segue that's not working, Eric. Bail me out. Hit the ejector seat. It's not working. Batman Superman number eight, a book that I have not been big on, the Batman Superman book, uh, basically because I've said from the beginning it is a generic take on Batman Superman where you'll get the standard, hey, I love Superman. Hey, I love Batman. Hey, everybody. But the story itself was first to set up the year of the villain. And now I wanted to see, well, let's see the chops that old Joshua Williamson has going from it. And the chops story, are very similar to the Flash chops. Yeah, nothing much happens. Things aren't The, the wrap around really, the book ends this go. whole thing with General Zod as a boy being told how important Kandor is to the Zod family and then him actually telling his son back on, you know, Jakul how important the Kandor is to the Zod family. Best parts of the book. When you actually have to deal with the story at hand, I'm just sitting in my... I don't know how any of this makes sense or why anything appears happening or why anybody's still alive. We have little green Kandorians flying around inside Rachel Ghoul's here. I'm like, do they just go in and hang out for a little while? Yeah, and what fly are they out? hanging? Yeah, that's what they're doing. I thought, geez, they're like them. Or even the Mexican idea. Killer beast. Oh, I want to tell you what my idea oh, is before my blurb. Is Superman like really good at like the ship in the bottle? Because he's got the city. And then out of nowhere, they're all in these little tiny well, things. I'm you know? I was thinking the same thing. Not only what? the idea that we have little containment like stasis pods inside <laughs> the can, like the city of Candor inside the bottle. But then we, I'm sitting here thinking the entire time, like, how did like you know uh, Zod recreate the bottle city of Candor to an actual place where Candorians could go inside and yeah. live? And then it looks like he has many bottles of Candor that he's recreated. Yeah. And then yeah. Superman, he looks like Santa Claus Superman with these bottles. Well, that he then yeah, created stasis pods, so, so the Kandorians wouldn't go crazy anymore because they were reanimated. I'm like, I thought that and, that crazy bit wore off after a little while. And, All and of a the sudden, crazy bit no, will no, no. wear off. The thing is, they have to have a greater will yeah. to have it wear off. I'm like, I, I don't know what you're okay. doing with this freaking Lazarus pit anymore. Here's what I want to know: you, you end up having all these. Or why the Kandorians have powers immediately? Well, they kind of say that a little, but it doesn't make sense. But also, no, no, they say the the Lazarus Pit has re- has like awoken the yellow <laughs> hey, sunlight within. Listen I'm like, here, what? It, it turned Selena's costume different. I don't know what the hell these things do anymore. But I want to know which of the what the Kandorians insane. Then they're gonna hey. I'm so insane. I'm going to get in that stasis pod. Hey. And I just imagine <laughs> like. Is, I just, every individual Kandorian here who was sick after the synthetic <laughs> kryptonite got around them when Raish put the sword yeah. in the butt. Superman's just gently picking him up with his fingers. Yeah. All right. Okay. You go in this okay. little pod here. We're going to practice. I like to think social. he, just he actually has a little tweezers there. Gently closes That's what the I door. Think. I do. He has got the, the jewelers. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Honey, I shrunk the Kandorians. Honey, I shrunk the Kandorians who were shrunk. And that's the other point at the end of this. I don't know why, but I thought that maybe if you're going to go and say it, get their asses out of the bottle. I mean, this does nothing. It is a reset button where it you is. end up, all right, we all did right, it. We got a we bottle again, everybody, and, and we I, have a I could just imagine it. Yeah, I could just imagine the Kandorians are like, they're coming to, and they hear Zod. He's like, oh, you know what? I, I ended up doing it. I saved Kendra. Like, oh, my God, I want to. We're still in this goddamn bottle. What the, what the hell is why this? Why didn't you spend like, your time like, making a rebigulator? Yeah. What, why didn't you? I mean, Superman's dealing with the tweezers and he's making a little stasis pods. Get their ass bigger. That's all you wanted. So by the end of this, where I thought we were going to do something big. I want to see the dioramas that these two uh, freaking Kryptonians yeah. can build. They, 
you don't realize that diorama making on that is a religion of itself on Krypton. If you can't do that, you ain't no Kryptonian. I mean, really, you say, wait a minute, guys, I'm going to put you aside. I'm working on the Stegosaurus. And he's doing this. <laughs> yeah, it's Batman. This is great. So Batman actually. I, I wish that he was helping because he does crap no, no. in this book. I'm and it's you, his, essentially his, he's what you on have the title. this entire issue. And for the way it's drawn, I'm going to tell you exactly how it is. You have <laughs> Ra's al Ghul, Zod, Superman, and Batman in a room with a swarm of green goo, which is just yeah. attacking them. And just, they keep talking about how yeah, it's attacking them. Yeah, that's all they them, do. But that's we, all they I'm do. I'm telling you, this whole thing, I don't know how Ra's al Ghul survived any of this. Even when they're in my ear. I'm like, I just imagine <laughs> him going out the other side for them, this flying around. And then it's just fine. But even the idea that we have this whole temple, the, te- the Kezquatakotl, I can't even say the word, but his Lazarus here, where he has a hidden armory. You know what, guys? I've got because I have a UV grenade that freaking turns the- well, and that's that's what happens is this is another Joshua Williamson of the Deus Machina of everything that he does. I wish that would this have made you laugh. I said I didn't like the flash joke earlier. If you ended up having rage, ah, they've gone in my ear, and then they go out the other side, and then Batman says, Hey, I just did a scan and you're fine. I found nothing. Would you like that? That'd be good. You get a little chuckle. Uh, but yeah, they go in his ear. They should have. They should have ended wow. up just destroying. Who's on drums No, it's Ringo. Uh, he's having problems. You end up there with the whole. Well, it's Joey Kramer actually. I have to throw shit at you. You end up. <sighs> he's with not the a part of the deal. band no more. I know he's suing them. Uh, Ray should be dead. I mean, the Ken Dorians, they just hanging out. In well, the I don't even know why Zod's just playing like, all freaking silly with him this entire time where I'm going to be pissed that you talk about killing you, but actually really do nothing to Ra's al Ghul this entire time except no. for just drop him a few times. Well, like, and that's where we get to the end, and I'll give I'll you, you word real even quick. This, oh, I thought you already did this whole thing. No, no, right. I haven't done I'll just give a pick, but by the end, pretty much this will just reset everything yeah. to what it was. Candor. N- number one, to get Candor back, but then also... And Superman and Zod's relationship. St- because he had to fudge things to get to where you get Candor back. Now you got Candor back. Let's fudge them the hell back where they were, where what happens Status here makes achieved. no sense. <laughs> you ended up going back. Race just disappears and Batman's left, uh, you know, pretty much twiddling his thumbs. Batman, Superman number eight, written by Joshua Williamson, art by Nick Darrington. Dave McCraig and John J. Hill. Joshua Williamson hits the old reset button on Candor with a twist. And there is something here that you could end up having a the battle with the Supermans versus the, the Zods, Candor, you know, whatever, if they ended up doing that. And Zod back on board uh, with uh, Superman, their best friends again, and has little for Batman to do it all. The series better start mattering a little more when we get back to things because... It's nothing. Nothing happens. And you said it right. Uh, this is not a Batman Superman thing. It, it is a Joshua Williamson thing where even people sit there and say, oh, man, I can't believe that you and Eric don't like the Joshua Williamson Flash. He's doing great. He's doing that. Just think of the main villains that he's had in his Flash run who never end up having anything happen so that they can come back and do nonsense again to have nothing happen to them again. And nothing ever makes sense or does anything. And then things are always solved by just having something there conveniently. Somebody remembers something from a different time. All that, which happens there with Raish. Raish, what did you do? You just- I realized I had an ultraviolet light grenade that replicates the effects of Red Sun. I'm like, does it now? 
Yeah. I'm telling you, they go in his ear and there is brain matter. Come at, he looks like JFK for crying well, out loud, Eric. That's when we not get appropriate. to the end of the thing where we have resurrected the Kandorians, they're all messed up now because of this ultraviolet freaking grenade, but they're still flying around even though it took Superman. And they're able to fly into the Kandorian bottled city with Zod holding onto it for some reason. It's almost like they're being sucked into a ghost trap and Ghostbusters yeah. is where they go in there. Yeah, that's But the what whole thing like. is we have Zod holding the bottle city. Everything's fine and well. And then Vraish has the synthetic kryptonite sword he just shoves it in there and slices it killing everybody it seems like in this battle yeah. city and almost like oh, most people most of the people but the idea that zod then watching rachel ghoul kill his people after he's gone through all this nonsense to resurrect them in the worst way possible he lets rachel live i'm like what are you yeah. talking about what are you yeah, doing I- this is general zod kneel before zod he lets this man this mortal being of earth live after slaughtering his people while he's holding them in his yeah. hands in his hands I, I mean, just as a thing, and it's. Part I know, I know art, he gets away because he, he's able to resurrect them later on because he has yeah. taken samples of the Lazarus pet to take back to Jakul and stuff like that. But the idea that like, he just lets this happen, I'm like, you, you just freaking nerf Zod something fierce. You let him yeah. be like, you know, let this guy go after just spitting in his freaking face, essentially, for what he just did here. Yeah. I, I'll just point out a thing that's it's kind of art, but it's also story to go with it, where as these things are going, you do want to show. That these mini, I said, it's Bugs Life. You know, one little Kandorian is going to hurt you, but a whole a mess swarm. of them, they could do some damage. And when they it's swarm, you do, end up, you do end up having them, you know, probably lobotomize race, which they don't. But at one point, there is a pro- there's a progression. And even later from it, where Batman looks like he almost gets his arm cut off. Yeah. I mean, he gets sliced. And then down at the bottom of the same page, he is standing as if that arm is now dead arm. Like he could go around and give you the dead finger and stuff because it is hanging there just like meat. And then it just goes away. You never deal with it again. He's just going around punching and throwing. There's no blood. There's nothing. There's no- So why even have this, that? The idea that the, the Lazarus pit somehow activated the powers within the, the Kandorian so that they could have all the things that they need to have now that they're crazy resurrected zombie people. Yeah. But the whole yeah. thing is, that's fine. They can have their powers if you want to say Lazarus pits do that for some reason. Yeah. But how do they know how to use it? Like the heat vision I, I and the freeze breath and the flying arounds and the yeah, super strength. Yeah. Like, because like you said, these aren't things that they would naturally no. have had. And so they're using them now. Maybe they were practicing in the bottle. They, you know, they, they didn't have. They weren't exposed to the yellow sunlight in the bottle. <laughs> I know. Maybe, maybe at one point Superman took them for a walk. <laughs> the other thing I'm looking, and what's really making me laugh is the idea that I wish, I wish that Zod had a big giant space bag of actual other bottled cities that these? we saw from No Justice. It looks like he has, he has a sack two bottles. He went to BJ's and got a bunch of empty bottles that he could use, yet his whole deal before was... I'm telling you, yeah. Oh, I was thinking that. He he ended up having this whole problem with the, I've not done that one yet. You, you let this city. I don't know. I'm lazy. <laughs> I don't know. This seems like uh, so obvious, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe. I kind of like to be a little more clever. Actually, I don't. I'll be doing that tonight <laughs> when we're done. So you, you end up though. Just him flying around with a sack of bottles. And I don't understand. Why would he bring all of those? And again, this is to explain later why. 
how do they have a bottle that was destroyed? Oh, bottles. I have like 17 of these things. You know, he's hoping Why? that there's going to, well, he's hoping that they hit like the toilet paper and he could sell them on eBay. I, you know, when this whole Candor. You know I'd, I'd buy a thing. bottle city of Candor. No, you don't get the candy. No, I'm just You're saying just the whole get thing. The empty box. If I knew if there was a proper replica, which I'm sure there is, to sit on my desk, I think that'd oh, be a yeah, cool that'd thing be to cool. sit right there. That would be cool. And then I want to look in there, and I'd hope that they're all in little stasis pods. I'm going to use that. I'm going to look in. It's not going to be any decent looking freaking city. I'm like I expect no. something that Superman and Zod are going to recreate here. It's going to be awful. Yeah, I'm going to be disappointed. Nonsense. nonsense. And, and then where Batman comes in, he's like, huh. You know what? I skipped the city. I really think I could put a certain gun that might have killed somebody in that bot because it looks like that bottle that he had at one point with the gun. Uh, but yeah, you end up where Superman teams up with Rachel Gold to throw a rock into uh, the, the side. And then they decide, oh, no, we can't let the Kandorians escape. But it makes no sense because now they're just out. So then you get a grenade that ends up being the red. It's just everything just happens just to happen to get to the next page. Because really all you had to do in this and and save us all time and maybe money, have it that, hey, there, I'm going to grab some of these. I'm going to grab those. You go. We're together. Boom. Because nothing happens. I'm telling you, I don't like this issue, but ultimately I like where we end up because we're back to the status quo yeah. we were before. Well, you like where we end up. up. That's because if it didn't go there, then he would have messed up things that we didn't want messed up, even though he's fixing something that we want. So he does do what we wanted in Superman there. and Zod get- having a compromise where we can have a and new crypto on one day. Thing. That's, that's the great. funniest thing. Having Candor back too, even if it's eh, full of mad crazy people, whatever. Fine. I like that as well. We are back a pre-Rogue Lazar, which I like. The way we yeah. got there, utter ridiculousness. And I'm yeah, like, what am I ridiculous. reading? Yeah, it's like me and you are going to travel to you know, California from where we are now. And in the middle of the trip, I'm like, hey, aren't the Everglades cool? You're like, what the hell are we doing in the Everglades? We're going to, I don't like eh, whatever. But then eventually, five years later, we get to California. We're in Cali, Eric, and then you're happy. But the Candor deal, I, am happy. I just wanted it reset. <laughs> Let's go to Cali, Mainly, <laughs> I'm going back to Cali like LL. You end up here where the, can, the city of Candor, don't get me wrong, I don't really care if the city of Candor is back, I just didn't like the way it was taken off the board. Yeah. If this was something that was done well and there was a reason, crazy. yeah, if you ended up having That's the bottom city of Candor, not just Kandor being go. a side. Remember, the whole thing this was was Rogozard to prove how badass he is. He smashed that, and then Kara yelled, he's in prison. Kara yelled out, like my buddy Richie. She ends up, for Candor. That's all it was. For That's Kandor. all it was for. And so it was for nothing. So I wake and up so every morning, oh, I got to go to work. Now. Well, for Candor. <laughs> for, for Candor, <sighs> honey. You go to hell, you bitch. That's what he's saying. <laughs> oh, sorry, Tony. Like, well, what's going on today? Well, you told me to tell you for Candor. I'll slap you on. I'll slap you, silly, <laughs> for Candor. Uh, but yeah, they're going to end up that set. But I wanted more of the Zod Superman. <laughs> he's still giggling. I'm just thinking somebody. about the different <laughs> things I can do for my own personal <laughs> mantras throughout my uh, days. Like, yes. man, I got to go make dinner now. For Candor. For Candor. Wait. I got to pay the electric bill. (laughs) For Candor. Yeah, and now what I want is Rogo Sar back. I'm going to get so mad at Candor. You end up, what? Just didn't change the kitty litter. (sighs) For Candor. (laughs) Start doing that. It's better than my original personal motto that I say most days. Like, I hate everyone and everything, but yeah. mostly myself. You know, for Kendra, what actually yeah, saved me some depression. Poor Kendra is better. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, 
I got to get through another freaking day. <laughs> That's what I usually say. For candor, you know, those jerks, they don't care. Uh, and then we go by, and I'm like, It's for you Sitting guys. And you have the one guy in, like, Hey there, working harder, harder. I just smash it. Take that. I'm Rogozar now, but I got a sack yeah, you get of that bottles, back, and I'm gonna use them. Yeah, really. Hey, where's Santa Claus Zod with his uh, freaking offering? Uh, I end up with this at the Looks end. Like he's going I to wanted- the recycling center. Amount <laughs> of bottles he has in a sack. <laughs> he's so pissed. The bottles are only getting him two sets of bottle now. They were at six cents before. He's <laughs> so mad. That you saw when they go back to Jacorn, they're talking about this stuff. They're eating the pancakes. They don't even have toilet paper. Do you have the whole deal? What I'm trying to get a, the alliance between Superman, uh, and Zod. Superman and Zod. That was actually what I wanted yeah. more. Then the bottled city of Because I like that now, development. I just don't want Zod yeah. going around being a jerk all the time, kneel before Zod over and over again. The idea yeah, that these really. are the last Kryptonians and they have made a compromise to peace. I'm like, I like this idea. Let's yeah, continue I that. It. And that's where when you have, uh, you know, a Brian Michael Bendis say stuff like, the reveal gives me a thousand stories. You know, they all suck, but there's a thousand of them. That's not the interesting thing is something that we've not seen much. We've seen this identity and then the whole deal, but Zod and Superman working together. And actually, at one point, they're going to have a dinner party. Yeah, they uh, did. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, I, I think they might not. We be had that Zod going and having psychedelic visions of the future where he saw their families working together yeah. for a whole new start to Krypton. I'm like, making awesome. sweet love. Hey, they were in that I've one, had right? a daughter they now. Were. I want your son to marry my daughter and merge our <laughs> yes. family. You know what? Take my wife, even Superman. Yeah, I'll take yeah, yours. Just we're swinging Kryptonians, which is what uh, we are. You don't yes. know. This is what our planet was all about. It's so funny that they think that mainly we fly when we actually swing. swing. Oh, <laughs> my. Well, hey, you want to invite that? Don't go there. That man don't bring the ladies. He's a, a one-man sausage party. Keep him out of here. But, yeah, they end up together again, maybe even more. And it's funny, too, because I'm doing the effed up history. gross. I'm doing the effed up history podcast. And I know that, Eric, you're not one to listen to things right away. You like yeah. to wait till later on. Like but I will, af- I will, after we're done here, I'm going to tell you why you just almost explained what I'm going to be talking about on the next effed up history podcast. The, your little joke there. But I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, Richie's so you end mom? up getting raised. No, oh. you end up cookies. You end up getting Raish. He gonna get his she armor was a on. Swinger too, I hear. He, he, yeah, every which way. You end up Especially where loose. End, he puts the uh, the helmet on. Raish does because he don't want that shit in his ear. They're like the Mexican oh, killer bees. That's what I thought right away. They're the killer bees. Raish, get the hell out of there! And he does. He's like, well, looks like my work is done here. He almost seems like he's one of those like, yep, looks like the God's work I'm doing's done. Zippity Zoo and smashes the bottle and gets the hell out of there. You know, he's he's gonna go. You have Superman with his bottle, they're all doing their dioramas, they're gonna have a contest later, but really everybody gets away. I think uh, Superman's winning for those stasis pods. And mainly because Batman has to have his generic moment here. And this is what you end up always having with Joshua Williamson in this book. You have to have some Batman Superman generic deal. So Superman says Yo, buddy, I got to get off to the Fortress of Solitude to help these Kandorians, you know. Sorry. Catch you later. He goes, Batman says, I'll take care of this. You end up having Zod. He is going to kill Rachel Gould. Rachel Gould has pretty much, like you said, spit in his face. And then Batman just yells, I know what you're thinking, Zod. I am just like you and it doesn't do anything. All right. 
And then he goes and that's how it ends But it's the generic Batman moment Of I know how you're feeling You're angry You know psychiatrist Batman here Playing Dr. Phil And that does work where he's like alright Well you know don't you ever let me see it again I'm going Yeah really you can't they tried that before That's why you got a rogo czar And they just go off as Batman seems to be going through The tumbleweeds to try to catch up With people he's jumping around He's doing things going through the the Undergrowth doing a little jumps and then He just looks up and he's like well He's gone and then they go back to the fortress of Solitude where there's Superman Just working on stuff with his You know gadgets and gizmos To put them in the stasis pods And there you have it. And Zod has his. And in my mind, they may end up with a battling thing where you could have a story with the good Kandorians of Superman versus the Zod deal and go. That might be happening later, but we'll see. I don't know that that would be interesting, but it seems like a little twist. And then you have the bookend, like you said, where you end up having the passing on. And again, this is Zod learning about Kandor and then passing the info to his son. It's not anything evil. It's not, it's, it's a father son thing. And it also, in my mind really plays out. Well, this is the best part and it's crazy that it is. It's because it does give you the essence of Zod and why he wanted to save Kandor. It was not because he wants an army. It may eventually be that he wants to have them as new Krypton, but that isn't even evil. They are Kryptonian yeah. and you could do this. But they don't deserve really, to be a miniaturized in a bottle. They should be really people. Yeah, yeah. And really, I'm people. You end up where really all he wanted was to save a piece of Kandor. And while they are conveniently bottled, He's going to go and he's going to show his son to pass on the deal. And again, it's not, this is a gift to you and all these nonsense jerks and look what they, no, he's just there here. This is Kandor where the house of Zod was formed. Here you go. And, you know, we're going to let Kandor tell you and all, and I'll tell you info about it and things. And I like that. I actually really do like that because it does end in a not evil deal. It ends up with, you see that he cares. Now I, I also see that, it appears that Josh Williamson really thinks that this new Kandor is really kicking already because I don't know if it looks like there's even like hovercrafts and things in the background the way that you would know who's there. But there's a big city and it does like in a cool way because you see the insides of the Kandor there in the bottle. You see that he is building his own Kandor kind of thing with the Kryptonian yeah. stuff in the background that kind of goes. And I like that. I like that. And I'll tell you, I didn't like the art. In the first issue of this, the last issue that we read, I think I got used to it. And I actually didn't mind it. At points, it gets a little too cartoony. It does get a little wacky. But at other points, he, he does like to make Superman's eyes really, really big, like crazy eyes. But a lot of it looked okay. I actually liked it more this issue than the last. Uh, because of that, I'm around like most of these books. I'm at a 6.5. Uh, that's, you know... Some of the highest scores that we've had this week because of that. But what would you give? Five, four, and eight. I enjoyed the art okay. enough. It's just that all the progression we got here was going in reverse to get back to an it old was. status quo that was messed up for no apparent reason at all. That we now have to wait, like you know, spend issues to get back to it, and in a ridiculous way to get there. I'm like, everything about this two parter was just ridiculous upon ridiculous. And I'm telling you, the book end was the best part of this whole thing. And I like the yeah. art enough. So five point eight out of ten. I want to like the book because it's a Batman Superman book. There's no reason that you shouldn't like. A Batman Superman book. It's just everything we're getting. It's been ridiculous and nonsense. You know. and come on. Did you snort there? It felt some weird. With you have a little backup. No, uh, no, in something your in nose my throat. Or something. Okay. Well, the thing that I. I've been uh, sick. 
Yes, yes, you have been in the head, just like Raish. Uh, the thing that I don't like where I, I was talking to some people who said my score was way low. Hey, whatever. And I don't like, and it kind of, I kind of got caught up in the a little bit too with my score, but I don't like the idea of somebody and Tom King, this is what he excelled at. You ruin something to get praise later to get it back. back, yeah. Yeah, And so that is the trick here to not get fooled by that. He does do something he didn't ruin, which was candor. So that's good. But the whole other things that I like more. They were fine before this yeah. they ended up going and then getting back. So I kind of even fell into that trap. But I tried to explain that to some people. They were not getting what I was saying. Uh, but, yeah, I hate that. Like I said, a lot of these writers nowadays where they want to deconstruct a character to only build it. You're just getting back to where you were before. So you can't be praised that much. But uh, unless the trip of that, the whole journey was worth it. But this really wasn't. Things in this book seem to go too quickly. They're not explained. And then they end up. This more than Flash, even. It ends up being a book, like you said, you want to like it, and you do because it is Batman Superman. It's like how we went in The Young Justice. We like the characters. We just don't like the book. Or even a Super Sons. A lot of times, we like the character. But the idea of this, though, when it's done, I, I completely forget about this book the minute that I'm done. And I don't think that this will ever be remembered as anything, any of these stories. Next, we end up you know, having Atomic Skull it is coming into the book. And again, that's See, something that got a little wonky. And I have the feeling that we're just going to use this book to we set up Hell Arisen. And now we're just going to use this book to kind of get things right that were wrong a little. And I, I don't really need that. So I hope that it's more than that. I hope I'm wrong. But I like Atomic Skull. But I like the good Atomic Skull. Yeah, that we didn't get part of the major crime, the special crimes yeah. unit and freaking out the major crimes unit in Metropolis. And, so it's great. With and you Seller. didn't get enough of it. No. We didn't get enough. So I wish that the I last would say time that this I think would be we it. actually that's the thing is I'm trying to think about it because I think Atomic Superwoman Skull was the big thing. I think Atomic Skull might have been one of the characters that Damian Wayne like you know messed with his mind and put him out there. So I don't yeah, even know if that's the thing of Teen Titans right now. We'll have to look. We'll have to look because that is true. Because like, I if I remember correctly, I think he said was put about like a backpack trip in the mountains. And here's the thing, as you're right, because I remember uh, they played it kind of smart, though, yeah, that it did seem as if it. Damien did not realize He'd become a good that guy. he had become good, and that was actually kind of referenced in the book. So, yeah, that might throw a little wrench in the things. But maybe this will all come in the synergy. That This is where we see that Batman realizes that Damien's up to no good. That maybe. leads to the Teen Titans annual. That'd and we'll right, find out whenever DC starts shipping books again. We're going to find out in July or whenever it is. But yeah, so we'll get back to that. But I, I like Atomic Skull. He, yeah, he he's looks cool. awesome. He's always got the look that, that like I want to know better. He's like a bulked up Ghost Rider. Damn right he is. He's so like a linebacker we'll Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh, he's so good. But yeah, we'll see how that is. Jim rings the bell. This means Shay's reviews are going well. Jim rings the bell. Hello, weird science. Jim rings the bell. Eric Shay's reviews are all the bomb. Eric's the bomb. And if Shay's recaps are read without a single. Ah, yes, Eric. I hope you get all of these blurbs right. Or I I'm hope you do, because I'm going to ring that Hello, bell. Science. What's that? Hello, Weird Science. Oh, my. It's Hello, Dan. He's back. Yes, we're going to have, uh, you know, maybe guest stars coming back from before. Not Dan, though. 
<laughs> we haven't talked to him in a while. Ah, but we have a couple books left, and boy, they are great. They are the best books I've read since the Bad last time. one. Ah, uh, yes, and we're going to start with a book that is a surprise that me and you both liked the first issue. Uh, and here it is, Amethyst Number Two. So much for written that. Written by Amy Reader, art by Amy Reader, Eric and Gabriella Downey. Yeah, I want one of these artists to really buckle up and, and get down to the nitty gritty and do the lettering as well. I was surprised that Eric liked the first Triple issue threat. of Amethyst, but it felt like Amy Reader had done her research and was going to give us a classic fairy tale like story, which I can always get behind. It's like the Star Wars. It is. The issue was this issue was not as good. And it already feels like the narrative is running out of steam quickly. Uh, the relationship with Amy and Foss, Eric, you know, you Foss, know Foss feels like it's progressed way too quickly from one issue to the other. Uh, but even then, it doesn't lead to much overall. Anyway, uh, I had hopes for this book. But if the next issue doesn't hit whenever the heck we get that this is going on that Wonder Comics trash heap of books we don't talk about on the podcast anymore. I was very happy with that first issue. I was happy that you liked it as well. And I thought you would because it was just a, a standard classic deal. You were introduced to Amy Amethyst and you did seem as if, you know, Amy Ritter has done her and research. And you had the most of the tropes that you would expect from an Amethyst sword and sorcery type of book. And I'm telling you, even the art, I, I enjoy Amy Ritter's art, I think, more than I enjoy her storytelling for this one. Because really, we have an issue, too, that goes little to nowhere except for the cliffhanger reveal that we had last issue. It's like, all right, you guys found out last time. Now Amethyst gets to find out this time. See you next time. <laughs> you spend the whole issue trying to get to a point to let Amethyst know what the reader already does. And that is off. That's and not very only that, off. but to get there, we have a lot of nonsense. Even the idea that we are still going to the different lords and ladies of the gem world to try to get help to find out what happened to the people of like the kingdom Amethyst. Lord Sapphire, he hates Amethyst. He doesn't like, like, you know, turquoise in the last issue. Nobody wants anything to do with Amethyst. And I don't know why. And we're not really dealing with that. We're dealing more with the idea of Foss's girlfriend or what I, I forget what she was. I think it was a girlfriend being the earth lover. So we have to get her to a point for Amethyst to meet her girlfriend so we could talk about earth a little bit. And even the idea that we have to like, you, you were right on the ball last issue where, you know, Amethyst adoptive parents go and give her a book on healing gems and stuff like that. A whole bunch of spiritual nonsense that Amy did not take seriously, but now for some reason she still has it with her, and now in Gemworld it'll do wonders for her. Sometimes, Eric, I end up, you know, a blind man fixes the clock seven times I a think day, that's right? How it goes. Is what they say. Uh, but yeah, that's how it I've was worth so much. I knew there was something going on. Uh, but yeah, so you, I just you thought go it was into a this. silly thing to do to try to introduce people to Gemworld. The idea of like, all right, you think you know this, the hooey hooey gems of this world. It's not like that over here in this magical fantasy land, but now it's even more there. <laughs> It is. And uh, it's like you said, you're going through. And not only that, you tie that with the tiara as well. Like there, there's an amethyst stone in that tiara and she can go inside that and then go to other amethyst stones and see things. 
things. But I can't talk for some reason. I still don't hate this issue. I'm done. I'm going to throw a lot of like nonsense out here and the ideas are like, what's wrong with the book? But I don't hate this issue. No, I didn't hate it either. I just wish it did more. Yeah, I was disappointed. I think it actually tries to do a little too much at points, but not enough at other. Because we ended up having Foss, the girl who ended up teaming up with Amethyst. We never got her name last issue. This is something that we brought up a couple times. And now you're just like, man, you're getting a lot of Foss thrown at you. But it's not just that it's the idea that foss because everything is is off you end up like you said sapphire and all the all these kingdoms are against amethyst amethyst was you know you have this thing but a lot of people have not read Amethyst. And we're not doing enough of Gemworld and what the rules are. Even the idea that's like, all right, something bad's happened in Gemworld. Must be that Dark Lord Opal because that's all it ever is whenever you deal with it. So even the idea that we, you know, when she goes through jumping through the Amethyst Stones of the mind when she gets there and sees all her people trapped in Amethyst Stones themselves. Oh, man, I was never told how to reverse this. I'm like, well, I, I don't even know what this is. So please explain what's going on here. Yeah, and that's my problem when you go to these different kingdoms and you end up at least it was set up last issue oh, i'm gonna go see my best friend yeah. she's gonna help me and we Turquoise. don't care about you amethyst get out of town is acting weird strange better go but ride we a don't know anything about sapphire so when you go there and they're laughing <laughs> look at you ah, you don't know that that's off or whatever and amy's just upset uh but the thing is to me where you had foss step up and say hey i'll help you because she went out to you know all of turquoise kingdom hey turquoise yeah, too bad this wasn't almorak well they're like hey, yeah really they'd all jump <laughs> save amethyst yes save amethyst save and amethyst. so foss jumped in but you don't know why no. she's just nice she's got a big old caterpillar named stan seems like they're best friends now they are willing to you know, sacrifice their lives for each other. And Amethyst, I get, but Foss, I don't get it. And they end up like almost seeming like they were longtime BFFs here going on. You do have the beginning, which sets up the whole deal with Amethyst when she first came to the deal and found out about her heritage and her parents were dead. that's good. She's the legacy of the kingdom of Amethyst and the ruler. Yeah, that's what I want. And that's good. And it does set up. Okay, well, that's why she wants to save everybody. And it's fine. She owes her people because she is their queen or princess. And also then she finds out that her mom and dad are still alive. And that's just the side deal. But all in all, you're just going. And I think that Amy Reader's already lost pretty much the, you know, the steam or even the interest in, well, I'm not going to go to kingdom to kingdom. That's kind of nonsense. We're going to show two. They're laughing. Let's go off to force a deal where they end up on a boat that you ended up having Foss work on before because it's her boat and that's where her girlfriend is who loves earth and that's how it goes hey what's going on on earth what do they do oh you know my my stupid earth parents they gave me this book oh man let's try it and they end up doing (laughs) you're right we got a lot of time to kill on this boat oh my god you're there and she just wants to hear about everything tell me what's it like on earth well you know earth it's not that great oh man was it weird yeah i guess yeah it's kind of weird they got this electricity it's kind of cumbersome it's weird and it it goes with electricity oh man you know yeah you got to give the earthlings credit they really go overboard to try to get things done oh my and it's just it's not that interesting you do end up where she does look and they all look at this crazy you know new age gem book that she got for her birthday which when they set it crystal healing does end up activating her tiara that's the thing she got the tiara 
with the amethyst stone in there because, you know, she's an amethyst. But the whole thing is, hey, we're going to go through this chamber. Hey, Amy, you already have some of these gems in the right exact spot you needed to have for what we want to do here. Lay it's down. It's like the feng shui now. <laughs> lay, lay down. Let's get these others. Uh, stop eating these gelatinous egg type things that you're doing. Don't and let's get on life. with it. And and here's the thing is with this like issue, jigglers. maybe, with this issue, they still like, make those? the things that I like, I don't know. I like Stan, but you don't get much of him no, here. He's a big cool uh, caterpillar. You just end up getting the forced relationship with Foss and Amethyst, then to just go off to this boat and then to go through the gems. And there's not much. I mean, we're done. That's it. There's nothing else. And something is wrong in Gem World, but we're not getting anything to set our feet down to show. Where is this where she says, okay, I'm going to uh, Kingdom Sapphire. I remember back when the last time I went there and you see there's a big party. Everybody's high five and her well, she goes in the weirdest, and then we see that something's wrong now the weirdest part about the story that. for me is the idea that we jump in we're only at issue number two so we've got a lot of story ahead of us for the whole thing though but the idea that the ending to our first issue was dark lord opal talking about she doesn't know that her parents are alive and then we go back three years previous at the beginning of this whole thing and see when she first came to general found out all about her like legacy and stuff like that what happened to her parents how sad she is now she has been in this world for three years now. She has fought Dark Lord Opal. She has saved the people of Amethyst and Gemworld over and over again. Why is it now just coming up that her parents are alive and then she, they have to be in the same spot now that Dark Lord Opal has kidnapped all the kingdom of you know Amethyst and put them over here with the parents? I'm like, it just seems out of nowhere. And now because you said it last issue, she finds out this issue. I'm like, why? <laughs> And and really two issues now, and we've gotten about an issue and a quarter of story, maybe. And it, this one really was down. And I just I just hope that possibly we're not seeing the right thing. We're, we're ending up we're being led, and it isn't quite because just the idea that it's Dark Lord Opal. Okay, you're going classic. You, you're going to go with the one thing. I, I'm, but, you, I'm not a huge Amethyst fan or know a lot about it, but pretty much if you got a bad guy with Amethyst, it's going to be Dark Lord Opal because I don't know any others. And that's you don't know any others. So I wonder if there's going to be a twist going on because you're not really setting up a lot of anything. So we don't know what is going wrong or whatever. And maybe there is a twist. Well, I'm sure up there is. Because the even line. when she comes back and talks about the idea that she was able to, you know, transport herself to different gemstones with the healing power of the crystals, but she says she thinks she was a dark or she didn't get a good look at where she was, but she she just assumes right there must be that dark lord opal. So that could be our big twist going forward. It's just the idea that out of nowhere we had Tonico. she doesn't know her parents are alive and then i know my parents are alive like, and now huh. she's gonna be like oh no it was the parents that i don't know but you end up seeing the main you see a citrine and grunch and her parents so you know that they're not bad at least yeah. so we'll see and i do think that there's something else going on but i want to get to something i can get behind this in a six issue mini you can't run out of steam in the second I'm issue you, the big part of our action of this issue is like we, we start out going to the lord Saf, uh, sapphire's kingdom and they get sent down a trap door down in the garbage chute because sometimes that reminded me exactly of what happened in, in Star Wars. I expect them to go down to the freaking uh, – to a garbage chute for the whole thing. But no, we didn't have to race against some gem world beast to get away from them. And then we just go off to a boat. And now we're going to talk to, you know, Foss and her girlfriend about Earth stuff. And then Amethyst finds out about her parents, passes out the end. 
Yeah. And, and even with all this going on, you have some weird things where they're bouncing off stuff that even looks like it's made of amethyst with people in. But who knows? But even with that, the first issue I thought was fun. I like the characters. And this kind of just puts that aside to just get to this boat to use a force way to use that book. And because of that, though, I do like the art. And I'm an Amy it's, Reader it's really fan good. of art. I, I, I love just, her art. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the way she's depicting, you know, Amy here for uh, like the way she lo- looks, you know, because even when you have when she first gets her, I love the way she looks three years ago when she first gets the gem world. It's just this weird look that she has now with the TR and stuff like that. I don't know for some reason with her short hair and just not looking anything like she does in Young Justice. It just feels weird and a little off to me that she decided to go for this look for Amy with that. Uh, you know, with the Superman shirt on at the beginning, yeah, she looks so cute. And I, I like the art a lot. I like Amy Reader's art. I give it a six five because there's just not much too. going on. But I do. Still hold out hope. But I don't hate hope. the series. Like, no, I'm I don't. You, I expected this, me just to go in this whole Wonder Comics imprint nonsense because of what we've had in other Wonder Comics imprints, thinking, all right, this is going to be some bullshit and we're going to have to deal with it. But for the most part, I thought it was fun. I'm telling you, out of, out of all the people – doing those you know those uh wonder comic imprint books it seemed like amy reader did the most research and cared about the character the most it's just that after issue two it seems like we lost all momentum of what we were doing or all the fun that we were having yeah it seems like it ran out of steam already hoping that it gets better again yeah when we finally get back to the books and stuff like that i hope that the third issue gets us back and that's the thing is how long we're gonna (laughs) wait i'm like what's gonna go on amethyst and some of these pencils down some of these books and this is where when we get back yeah right Right now the hashtag pencils down when we end up getting back some of these books probably will not survive this downtime and unfortunately this may be one of them because it's not a big book you know yeah. when people go back depending on how much time there is between this stuff you're gonna end up you know eh, i don't really need that or eh, but I, i'm looking forward to the next issue whenever we see it because i hope it gets me back on board it is the best wonder comics book there is and that's the thing I was going to bring up, we do talk about Young Justice, obviously. We only do because that's a big book. And Young that's Justice. the team that we wanted. Yeah. If it wasn't Young Justice, that book would have been on the heap as well. But yeah, I like it still enough that I am looking forward to an issue three that I can get back It's just a on down board. issue, which is a shame because it is. it's the second issue. Yeah, yeah. And you're getting people to want to show, you know, hey, this is what it's all about. And you should love this. And and the first one was that's good. This like one's said, down. I don't know a lot about General. I know things here and there from other things I've read, but I have never been a huge fan, so I don't know a lot. I was hoping that Amy Reader would maybe put me into this world and tell me exactly what is going on. But still, I'm telling you, we're sitting there. I don't know what's up with Sapphire, if he was a friend or foe previously or anything like that. I know Turquoise was a friend, and that's just weird, but we're not dealing with the aspect that everybody hates Amethyst out of nowhere. Yeah, and a lot of times I say that uh, a telltale sign of a really good book, a really good one, is where you go in – don't know anything about it, right? You go in, uh, you, you know, you know enough, but you go into an amethyst where I think that the telltale isn't just, hey, I'm enjoying this. It's when you like it so much that you do want to go back and read the past things. Like, boy, this is better yeah, than I, I ever thought. About all that. Well, I'm saying that's when you know it's yeah, really maybe good. I will. These aren't, and and with Could that, have a lot of time with no new comic books coming out. Overall, none of the books are doing that now. There, I read the next book we're going to talk about. If somebody picks up this Supergirl, it ain't going to be like, oh my, I this is. So 
how I intriguing I'm going to go back. Supergirl hoping for better times. Now, that's the thing, though. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about somebody like, I don't know about Supergirl. Let me see. They're just going to stop. I'll, most of these people aren't going to sit there. Well, I'm going to buy an app and I'm going to go get things. No, this is their introduction. A lot of people with this amethyst, if this was really good and it's OK, I hope it gets better. But I'm not really going back to read any amethyst, though. That's like you said, you wanted her to kind of show you that this whole gem world thing isn't as bad as you think. And it kind of did that the first issue, but not this one. Uh, but yeah, six, five from both of us. We're going to move to Supergirl number 40 here, written by Jody Hauser, art by Rachel Stott, Chris Peter, and Tom Napolitano. All right, Batgirl's next, Eric, because that's about what happens in Supergirl. <laughs> I actually was sitting here pondering how I was going to write the blurb, because if I put three sentences in this, I'm going to give up the and whole story done. and we're done. This book should have been given out for free to any fan who has stuck with it since DC made it an irrelevant side book that only is there to push other writers' stories. We know what happens to Supergirl from Hell Arisen 4. You know what happens? She gets cured. That's all we got. So nothing can happen in this book that takes place before there. And you know what? Nothing does. And that's the end. Boom. That's nothing happens in this. You can't have anything happen. And you even said you end up having Jody Hauser jump on this book already with the infected started. You ended up having Mark and Draco on. He did like one or two. He got off. Jody Hauser got on. What has she done since? And, and whether or not it's her fault or not, we went it's to Smallville. DC's fault. This book is nonsense. There is nothing going on. I am not a huge Robert Van Ditty fan. I end up saying I don't hate him, but he's not my favorite. But I'll tell you, he's done more with a Hawkman book where at least he seems to be trying. This book feels like it is a blank check. I'm going to mail it in. Hey, this is great. Uh, nothing nothing except i do like the art a lot yeah, but yeah really so good. through this though you end up continuing Especially where supergirl yeah supergirl is in smallville where the whole deal was she was there to prove that she was a hero and at one point she was going back to take revenge she was gonna make everybody better by infecting them because they are making everybody weak the way they are so they need to be more like her and be infected because she's gonna go around and do that now Wonder Woman's there to save her I'm gonna infect you Wonder Woman but you know what you got the embracers and while you keep blocking all my attacks you're just gonna keep wearing me down with your truth saying and telling me how bad I am and how people are afraid of me yeah and it, it's the opposite of the Grinch I said they're on top of the mountain they're like hey do you hear that do you hear the town what they're saying that Supergirl's a real asshole that's that's what they're saying i'm afraid of her what i'm not a hero and we've had this this is all we've gotten throughout this whole deal so you have done nothing with the infected nothing at all and there's where i blame everybody including jody alger because once you get her to smallville now it's up to you it's up to you to make a story that means something that is something that will show you what Supergirl's all about. And yeah, I guess you can say, well, it shows you that Supergirl, even infected, wants to be a hero, but she's not, and do something better. You end up having well, the whole thing. come to stop her and then join her. In the her previous and- issue, we saw that the government was really interested in this whole thing because we have a super character in Smallville who is threatening people. So we got to send in our Lex Doom bots or power suits of armor and stuff like that to try to take her down. That's where we ended up getting that piece of kryptonite by the end that wore down her healing factor to the point where she started getting more and more infected. So that's where we are now, where she is super infected because the kryptonite weakened her. But do you think we're ever going to get back to the government's involvement in this whole situation? 
No, I, I don't know when we're going to. I, I just, I don't even, I actually think this book, and, and really, I don't only think that it had one or two issues left. I don't even remember where it goes to. I actually think if this layoff is so long, then I'm just going to stop it. And they're just going to end it here where, all right, whatever. Uh, because, yeah, this ends now. And you're not going to do anything with it. And so this book, since it came back after it was canceled and then came back with Brian Michael Bendis uh, doing the whole Rogel Czar, and then you end up having this Mark and Draco stuff. doing that as well. With well, it. I'm saying, no, Mark and Draco was on the book that whole time. Yeah. He ended up doing the Rogel Czar stuff. And yeah. again, we had legit issues then that just retold what we had in Superman and actually. Oh, yeah. It, it, en- it ended up being ridiculous. This book has been nothing. Nothing at all. And that is, that's ridiculous. And to actually expect people to put their money down for this when you can't even tell a story, it's just bad. It is just bad. This, it, there's no reason where this story itself, this whole, you know, Supergirl in Smallville couldn't have been a two page backup in, uh, you know, Superman. Or whatever you wanted to do, or Batman Superman, where you had that bit of infected at the beginning. There's, there's no reason that this should be going on like this. There's nothing to it. And I think it's all done because you end up where, how are you, you know, say you, you want to know, hey, is the government going to, what are they going to be involved with? She goes from here to get healed and it's done. I mean, well, she's even out the of whole thing, and healed. I, I don't understand how this works in the whole, like the long run, because the whole idea of the kryptonite weakened her to the point where the infection completely took hold. And now for some reason, her suit's growing spikes. Her nails are growing really long. Her hair is grown out over her eyes now. But then when she realizes when crypto attacks her that, and that the people of Smallville are afraid of her, man, there is something wrong with me. I'm going to fly up to the sun and heal myself because I need the earth's yellow sun rays to heal me up here. But then Which when we she kind does of thought it, we were going to do that, you yeah. know, that wasn't out. And the thing is, she goes through this, but the, the Batman who left still has a hold over her, making her cr- like cream down back to Earth, where now the sunlight that she was exposed to only healed her back to the abnormal infected that she was. Yeah, because she has to go off to Hell Arisen that we already saw. <laughs> she has to get back to Nora. And the spikes in her costume have gone down, and her hair has reverted back to her weird mohawk look type of thing. I'm like, this, this infection is ridiculous. It's so she's ridiculous. back to her juggalo makeup, too, just because she's not as infected <laughs> as she was. Because the sun ended up resetting the one thing that this did. When this whole happened, this whole thing happened where she went up to the sun, because back in the New 52, Supergirl was a very angry character, a lot like she is right now. But the thing is, she became a Red Lantern, which I thought was a very cool development. But to get past this whole thing, because when you become a Red Lantern, your heart is replaced by the freaking, by the fire and like the, the, the putrid rage of fire and you she flew into the sun and for some reason that regrew her heart and she was able to survive when she took the ring off and i thought that's exactly what we're gonna get here but no she only got a little yeah, bit because healed. she can't <laughs> i mean this is jody alzer who okay we got to tell this story all right i'm gonna have her really go the over idea the that top. she wasn't fully infected all the way I love that the the sun ended up getting the spikes off of her deal on the She's makeup. She's not, not getting sun on Earth. I'm like, I just don't understand. Like you know, it's almost like the, along the lines of Hawkman, where Hawkman was affected a while ago, but because of the nth metal healing factor he has, it took a little while for the infection to take this place. This is more ridiculous. I mean, like you said, she's she's on Earth. She's getting sun. Ah, uh, you know. So when you had that's to, why it didn't I'm take gonna, her completely. I'm gonna fly up. What are you doing, Crypto? No, boy, you can't come with me. I'm trying to get my Juggalo makeup back and that haircut. Oh, wait, okay, I got I'll take it. one lick from you, Crypto. Oh, that's sweet doggy. Ah, uh, thank you. Off and done. 
Uh, this is a hard one to give a score to. I Even would love to give it an MQ5. I don't want to give it that. Batman who, I just want to say, Batman who laughs with the mind when she crash lands. Ha ha ha. Oh my little Kara Zarel, You certainly did try, but you're still mine and we have work to do. See how arisen for what happens next. I'm like, all right, that's over. She, she was barely a background character. In that. She goes and basically what she does is, oh man, we're not infected anymore. Let's get those assholes. <laughs> and then they teleport. So you don't get anything anyway. I'm going to go back and give Hell Arisen even lower. Uh, so with all this, it's Art nonsense. looks great. I'm giving it a three out of 10. I don't even want to give it an FU5. That's too high. And the art's it's great. A quick this is read. all art. There's no story though. I have to think of what the score would be and kind of go with a five for art and five for deal because this is almost a five art. I'll still give it a three because the story is nothing. It's nothing at all. And then makes it so. I couldn't believe I, I was just, on the issue by the time I just oh done because God. of how and, fast it was. And just imagine like you are a Supergirl fan who I always See have Supergirl on, the, on my pull list. <laughs> and you have ended going through this infected story, which means nothing where you have pretty much spent, you know, almost. 20 bucks on just nothing on nothing and this is what all. you're getting knowing that the book is canceled this is what you're leading up to the whole thing where i better get my supergirl fixed in now because i'm not going to have it for very much longer and i'm done in two minutes yep it's done and it's just nothing uh and we move what do you the get- story to the point where we are back where we were the issue before this one yeah, what what do you give it? Four out of ten because of how much I like the the art. Four in this, but no story. out of ten. Well, I'm looking at the comic book roundup, Eric, and you know me, I don't like to throw shade, right? No, not well, you. We end up having Dan on our site. He ended up giving it a 2.5, and he said this is a waste of money and time. All right, you no, also I have. I got you. I got you. Ten out of ten, Eric. A ten out of ten for this saying boy with the uncertain times we're in we can speculate what kept her under the influence of the batman who laughs what what i i don't i don't, I don't even know <laughs> take so, the, so, take the review card from please, this please say that again they said in, in the uncertain times we only left to speculate what has kept her under the influence of the batman who laughs despite her help and the realizations infection. Yes, that's all it is. Oh, my. I need a laugh nowadays. I think I'm going to get it by going off and reading this review when we're done. Oh, my. That's shade, Eric. But, yeah, that that book wow. ends up being something just really ridiculous. At certain times, Jim. <laughs> that's the best. Uh, so you have all going on. Oh, my God. I, I'm just staring at this, looking at it. That's, this is a perfect book. I, I, I give up. I mean, really, the, you have the thing where if you give a 10 out of 10, you, you're going to get – we have to have something where if something so bad is I, given I, a 10 I, I, out of 10, look, we look, realize look. we have no place in this world. I, I want to say this, but I'm also afraid because somebody gave this a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Before we go on to our next book, <sighs> please tell me what somebody like what the scores are for the Batgirl because that is our next book. And if somebody gave Batgirl a 10 out of 10, I will give it up right now. This is where it is one of those things. And there's the like the Beach Boys song, I'm not made for these times. I, I think that that's what's going on here. I think that we're given this whole cosmic thing. We just have to give it up, Eric. You know, that now that the books are going, perfect time to just get the hell out. It's because, not us, please, it's DC. Who, wait. Uh, no, no tense. We okay. end up having, Eric, pretty much 
the same site. Now, if somebody goes and looks and say, who are they throwing shit at? It's the same site, but with a different name twist, if you know what I mean. I don't okay. want to say, but uh, that person gave Batgirl a nine. So oh tell my you, God. That might even be just as bad. I mean, these books, people, they are not, don't, don't pretend, don't get into, I think everybody's infected. Really, everybody right now who reviews these books and give, you fly into the sun because these are nonsense. And I really do think that we end up where I'm not even going to wait for you to give a 10 out of 10. I just can't take it anymore. I, I mean, really, like name your favorite thing ever. You know, if you're a fan of the Watchmen, you're a fan of Dark Knight. Right? Those can be ten out of tens, maybe. There's no way a Supergirl and you know the story. books that stand the test of time. The you know, like Supergirl that people or Batgirl. Sit there, and in the up. meantime, we are going through these books. I'm going through these books to pick what we're going to talk about going forward. We talked about this in the beginning of the podcast, I hope, that uh-huh. we are going to go forward with these classic stories. Please, if there is a shutdown in the year 2030, I don't think that Supergirl Infected is going to be picked as one of these books that you're going to go through as a classic story. I just, I, I'm going to guess. As much as I thought it was nonsense for the ending of The Red Daughter of Krypton, where she, like I said, became a Red Lantern, I wouldn't mind going back and rereading that. Oh, I'm telling you, I wouldn't mind going back and <laughs> reading that whole uh, you know deal with the whole guy gardner as yeah. the deal the it's problem good. is is we already have a a new 52 and there is a kind of twist there we we never gonna get to those so no. we could but i ended up picking you know classics you have yeah. a batman year one and supergirl infected <laughs> right i mean these are right down the line Batgirl with each other on earth <laughs> back Batgirl, I, what what is this even called? This Batgirl, yeah. You know what story I love? Well, I really love the whole idea of the Watchmen. I, I love Grant Morrison's Animal Man. And I love that Batgirl story where they have the gold statues that they throw into the it's pits. It's weird. I don't even know what you call this iteration of Batgirl at this point. Because even if you go back like 10 years from now or 20, whatever you want to do, at least the Batgirl or Burnside, as much as I didn't like it, it had an identity that you would actually call it the Batgirl Burnside where you would know what to go back to. Like, what do we have now? No identity. Post-rebirth books that seem to tread water and do nothing. And I I see these people with hashtag pencils down. I, I hate to say it. You're about two months too late when two this months. crap is coming up because this stuff is nonsense. And, and it really makes you upset that this is like bon voyage as we go off and eh, you, you go and you're christening the ship with this bunch of crap. It's It's infuriating. And yet, 10 out of 10, say, Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. Maybe might if be, I say, this is a perfect book, DC won't go away. Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Hey, I love that Alan Moore Swamp Thing, but not as much as that Supergirl <laughs> Infected story. You know what I'm saying? She's a juggle. That girl, number 45. She's part of the Kiss Army. Uh, written by Cecil Castellucci. Whew. Artist. I, I wish that I she wish was she had also- the kitty cat face paint. I, I wish that Cecil Castellucci was a cartographer, Eric, because I need a roadmap to know what the hell's going on in the story. Art by Carmen wow. D. Monaco, <laughs> Deep cut. Jordi Belair and Anne World <laughs> Designs. And, and I love the idea 
this book is a garbage. And she she blocked us already, Eric. So I don't care. I can Um, care less. Tell me what this book is about. This issue of Batgirl. (laughs) Please run me through this whole thing with your blurb here. Here is my blurb, Eric. I'm glad that you asked that. And, And I will tell people that you have no idea what my blurb is. This is not, not we're not sharing notes here. I'm nope. not passing you the notes. Hey, what are you doing after school there, baby? I'm masturbating. Here is my deal. I have no idea what's going on in this book, but I do know that it's garbage. This story is a convoluted mess of half-baked ideas and nonsense that leads to nothing. And I just wonder what Cecil Kastelewski's pitch was to get on this damn book in the first place, because she came on with these stories that she was made to tell. You ended up coming on with the Oracle robot with the year of the villain. I don't know that that was necessarily her idea. Maybe it was, but she ended up telling that nonsense story. So then she goes from that. And I kept saying, listen, this Oracle robot, garbage, garbage. But I wanted to see what she had. So after that. Show us what you got. She gives us Unearth, a a Uh nonsense of a story that she didn't write in the beginning, uh, you know, to say, but goes back to something. There's a Titan story that went back to it. Yeah, a Titan story. Nobody wanted that again. That's the worst part of the Titans book? Yet when she did it, she was getting praise for the imagination that she had. The imagination to go back a a month or two and grab somebody else's story and then make no sense and not set up rules. Not set up rules. Well, you know, that is still months, 15. Uh, you, you, you get this, though, <laughs> but she didn't set up any sort of rules. You ended up having a story that, okay, I get it. I get the main thing of the story was to really show you that Jason Bard is on the up and up and does right. love Barbara. All right. Okay. I see what you're getting there. I don't like necessarily how you're doing that, but I, I like that. Let's see what goes on. Immediately when they come out of Unearth, you have to have where Barbara doesn't trust Jason Bard. You have him run off, and then this. I, How I don't is even he get running what's going off? on. He has a bum leg because I threw him off a building, which actually didn't happen, but still. How is he running? Did the elixir that he got on Earth, did that heal him? Or has he been lying? What is up? Oh my God, this homeless person is turning to a gold statue. Did Jason Bard do that? Is he a monster? And, and oh my God, this, this, uh, you know, homeless person in the alley is turning into a gold statue and now they're Russian and they're going into a, a you know, a, I don't know, a, a box truck and they're grabbing him and I'm going to cut my way in and get, but then she goes and oh my, and uh, they're all talking what? Russian. What's going on? I- I don't understand even the setup for what we get in the beginning here to lead to the end because by the end, essentially what you're getting is a crazy Russian scientist woman who is using living gold metal to encompass people that then get thrown into a vat to create electricity for everybody. But they, the, 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 the living metal is feeding off the people so it could sustain itself. But even in the beginning when the shady Russian the homeless thieves <laughs> encompass people with the gold thing. They take this person and for some reason it leaves them and then they dump the body at the back of a van and I don't understand what's happening. I don't either because you end up and also what you end up having where these people get, you know, and they all have to be Russian and I don't know why. I don't know. They're Russian, Roman, I, Roman fingers, Russian hands. I don't know. They end up Russian with, fingers. These, with these deal in the alley where you did have that. I think Jason Bard, he might not be on the up and up. He can run. I wonder if this is a virus that came from on earth. Number one, it isn't. So stop with it. I, 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 stop I, I, with that you, you, non. 
can't keep going even too far because we got to go back to the idea that we saw Jason Bard running away. We have Batgirl under <laughs> herself. What's up with his leg? Did that unearth elixir fix him? What is up? Oh my God, this homeless woman's going crazy here. But no. What was Jason Bard running from if he did not know about this? Because he go he, the next day he goes back to the alleyway because apparently he knows this homeless woman and he helps her out all the time. But for some reason, right behind him, when she started freaking out and turning into a gold statue and he starts running away, he had no idea about this. Now, the thing that I didn't understand too, and there's a lot in this that I don't <laughs> understand. Jason Bard runs away. You end up having this gold envelope the people and you do have this electrical charge that goes off this is the energy and again you end up with another thing in this book where you're getting back to almost like the gordon clean energy things that is mentioned at one point but with this whole deal of we need to find a better way to get gotham energy well first off then call frankie up and and do that what is gotham clean energy doing right now what the hell is anybody in this town in Gotham going to be like, okay, well, we need a new energy source. Well, why? But still, oh, I think we should go with this crazy ass lady who has a vat of gold that ends up doing things, but has to be fe- throwing statues and nobody's asking questions right. at one point. We need to go. Oh, not if at well, one point, we Barbara go. just says she's acting as if she likes those statues. I'm <laughs> telling you parents. when Congresswoman Alejo goes and talks about the idea that we need to have a new source of electricity for the neighborhood because there's rolling blackouts ever since, you know, we had the big problem with the city of Bain and stuff like that, which is cool. They're referencing, you know, Bruce Wayne rebuilding Gotham. It's very willy nilly is what it is. But no, the whole idea we have to go to this woman who is making leaps and bounds in the electrical engineering aspects of things. But Barbara, when you ran that court and clean energy before you ran it in the ground, <laughs> were, were kicked out of the whole thing. You, did you like talk to this person? Yeah, she wasn't doing much. She couldn't even turn on a light bulb. Well, let's go set this whole thing up and see a demonstration and see a get a tour of her facility. Just the idea that Congresswoman Alejo, Bard, and Barbara they go and and Izzy. They, oh, actually, I don't think Alejo's there. Now she's there. No, and they, they go on a tour, and this woman is talking about her living electric gold metal and what has to happen with it. When we get to the point where the workers – Start dragging in gold statues of homeless people <laughs> and then yell, you're not supposed to be here. Tours of like, why? It's almost like, like you know, almost going to a, 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 a tour of something and somebody freaking carries in a dead body over the shoulder. <laughs> you ain't supposed to be here. What are you looking at there? The tour's over. <laughs> Slamming the doors. They are all in this room and nobody cares about just dragging these homeless gold a- statues and, and in. And this is a problem, everybody. And this is our last book that we're talking about. And so we are going to put a a bookend to the books coming out i am going to continue this batgirl story while we're having a down thing no books so i'm gonna i'm gonna end up now i'm gonna go past what we end with i'm gonna do a little continuation of my own here here we go hey everybody did you get the mail He's a a script surgeon now. Here it is. Yeah, here it is. Oh, wait a minute. Here's that new electric bill. Now that we have that new gold electric, how much is it? Holy shit, we owe $10,000. What do they get? This is supposed to be an energy thing where they're using gold and they have to get gold statues and throw them in. I don't think this is going to be cheap. It makes no sense. Well, that's the thing. Not even the whole thing because the wraparound to this whole deal is – her parents were killed by this, and she thought that they were done. But it turns out this living metal still has them. And if she feeds this living metal enough people, she thinks she could reconstitute her family on top of creating 
an energy company. Uh, at least have something where you have a side business where you have some crazy ass sculptor. Oh, that's Pierre Eric Shea. He works in gold and makes homeless statues. You end up at one point, there's the ballerinas and stuff. They're just throwing. So you have to fuel what is supposed to be an affordable bit of energy that only works if you continuously throw gold statues in. And I'm not and even talking about is, that they don't know that they're real people and that's either. The thing is, not only that, I don't even know if that's a thing or if she has this corporation. I think if she gets her family back, everything's dissolved. There's no corporation <laughs> anymore because what she's like, out. for some reason, she just keeps saying, I have an Sweet. electric company. Yeah. She does. She's got a lot going on. It's down over there on Electric Avenue. Oh, it is. Where's Eddie Grant? He's singing it I, up. I actually got so worried, though, when we saw this Russian scientist lady who is in the villain of the story because when Barbara is trying to figure out what this metal is and what companies are using and stuff like that, she goes through the rabbit hole of like tracking things down, hacking the back doors left and right. And when she's like this, <laughs> there's one company investing in this kind of rare metal, Semia Metal. I actually thought that the villain, the, the woman's name was Semia Metal. I'm like, don't you get no, no, it? The thing is, it's that. Dasha Berlova. Dasha Berlova, because the thing is, she's a Russian scientist. We have Russian workers all over. We have Russian homeless people for some goddamn reason. And by the end, we need to have some fucking Russian muscle. So we have the KGB show up with a new freaking living metal arm. Oh my God, he's got a living metal arm. Just ridiculous. You end up with these Russians that don't know what's going on. You left him for dead, and now he's back in your city after he shot Dick Grayson. What are you doing, Batman? On your watch. Yeah, really. And then you have Barbara like, I should really go talk about Jason and that bum leg, but I guess I'll save this homeless lady. We never deal with the idea that Jason can run now or what's up with his leg. We never deal with that aspect at all. And you could just go do that. That's all we We spend time dealing with Jason's feelings for Barbara Gordon where his back goes like, you should go call that girl you like and feel better about yourself, Jason Bard. And then even when she comes back, hey, um, why don't you go to call me? I'm like, oh, different persona, Barbara. Don't bring this up. Also, let me just ask you the progression. She ends up this homeless woman, right? She gets enveloped in gold. They go. She's there. They kick her out. And that's where Barbara has to save her. And it's not very nice about it. it ends up like, uh, my name is Ivan. Must be a last name. Well, smell you later, Ivan. But Ivan says then, and he must be a last name. I'm a scientist. What? You, you're like, homeless. You are homeless. So where is that progression Was of- that other homeless man a scientist as well? Where is the progression that the people there got- And why would they go get him again? But these seem to maybe be- Because they're Russian, just like the bad lady. So are these scientists that got kicked out because they're like, you've gone mad, lady. And I I don't get it. I I don't get it. Look at this progression the next day when, like, actually, it's a little (laughs) earlier that morning when Jason Bard goes back to the alley after all this has gone down, kind of like, Ethel, I wanted to apologize for scaring you last night. Make sure we're good. I've been through so much weird stuff lately. Wait, where's Ethel? And then a a hooded guy comes up. They came by and told us dead. (laughs) dead hey are you okay you don't look so good uh, her stuff is mine now good day and apparently good day is a russian firm and I'm, so I'm he's just russian thinking, too i'm saying it's, exactly so that's what they point out i'm like i just really thought gde was something they say when they become enveloped in gold because but they they tell you this is a russian i don't remember what it is it's the beginning of the issue where they translate it from russian but i just tell you this gde i'm like good day good day mate they're all australian <laughs> that's good day. I'm Austrian. Well, then have a shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, you end up where it must be Ethel Ivan then, uh, yeah, uh, the scientist. Ivan. Yeah, and it makes no sense. I mean, this makes no 
sense at all. Came by, told us dead. Her shit's I, mine now. <laughs> I love to where, yeah, Barbara, where <laughs> Ethel, Ethel gets pushed out. They shove her out. They're like, hey, get the old bag out of here. We don't need her anymore. They throw her out of the van. And Barbara goes to, you know, help. Ivan, I'm a scientist from, which you would think she's going to say that company, but she doesn't. But it still makes no sense because there was no progression of there. And if it was a a, a scientist from, you know, that corporation, why would you then throw her to the point where she's homeless then to go and transform her into a statue to bring her back to try to throw her into the vat which she doesn't I even get there this and issue. so you end up where barbara is there no concern for this None lady makes like any sense huh, to me it's so ridiculous you're pretty old there ivan must be a last name huh you're getting delirious fading okay well let me get a sample of this gold medal and hey Time to split. Take care, Ivan, whatever your name is, and goes off. That's what she says legitimately. She goes off, and even this where I'm like reading it, I have no idea what's going on. I- I'm laughing because it's so bad. But then I see, okay, she's Barbara's going to do some work. She's in the lab. She's going to do some stuff to show how smart she is. And it's hooey. She said, oh, it. Right. it must be nanotech. I hate that. But it acts like a parasite with living tissue taking it over completely. Strong reaction with metals. Not quite rust. Look at the ratio on the electricity. I can't remember seeing any metal like this. Blood and nerve cells seem to be most of it. What is she doing? I don't know. There's nothing. There is nothing. This and looks then, like a job for the metal men, Jim. And then I love the idea here where she's doing this. I actually started thinking this was some weird nth metal from the dark multiverse. I start thinking, and I always go back to the Simpsons, where you end up having uh, – where Homer is trying to make the costume for Lisa, and then the next thing you know, he's out there using the, <laughs> the torch. Blowtorch. And they're like, what are you doing? Oh, oh. <laughs> Goes back. She's doing all this, and then the next thing you know, she's just working the heavy bag. And it's uh, Time right. for a break. Yeah. That was for the city. This is for me Uh, uh. and then she just says this metal acts alive as though it had cells or it's at least trying to be all right i i don't know what you're saying you end up like we said where there's jason who goes back into that alley hey ethel where are you gets attacked it doesn't make any sense he's ah then he gets hit over the head which doesn't even matter it doesn't really do anything and then batgirl comes in hey you should probably call that Barbara Gordon, right? You should call her. Oh, uh, you know, I don't know. You know, and that's all I wanted. All you needed to do here is just have them. You could have had after that unearth. Just go on a date. I- I'm just looking for one point where Batgirl, now that her and Bart are actually working together and seem to be on a cool kind of level, for yeah, Batgirl to say. Yeah, but now they're not, it seems. Like no, no, because he, he, to be he went off to go call Batgirl. I know, yeah. She's going to call, yeah. But, but the thing is. I just went back to say at one point, you know, when I was hanging you upside down, trying to interrogate you, intimidate you, and uh, you fell and then hurt your leg. That was the red hood. He had the line and let you go. And I don't know why I'm blaming myself in this issue for it, but Red Hood did that. Yeah, that was Red Hood. I then saved you because he was going to let you die. And so I'm telling you, you could have had a one shot here where Barbara's like, hey, Jason, you want to go out for a date? And then throughout the date, she gets called away to do Batgirl stuff. And you have that hijinks. I, I would have liked Jim, that. If better. you had that, then you could. 
couldn't go back to Dash's corporation with the gold statues and then ha- and run into Batwoman, who then you have to fight for some reason. Oh, my God. And, and also, you go to the morgue just to check what's going on. And, oh, there's the morgue. Oh, bingo. I got this. Off we go. Alejo, we need a way to power up the grid. I'm not going to let my people go without electricity. Well, then why don't you look into the electricity that's not working right now and maybe come up with something more than a, a pile or a, a t- freaking pool of gold where you throw statues. And the minute that I see that that's the process of do it, you're done. And of course we had that little electricity is people. You have that little thing where you saw like the outline of the bad lady. Now you see it is the bad lady back. You see them both there. Oh no. I remember her. Yeah. She couldn't even light a light bulb. Let's go. Oh, this is what she's doing. Dasha is involved in throwing statues into a molten thing of gold that lives. It seems. And like you said, while this is going on, you have these thugs come in with these, Hey, what what are you looking? that there broads and then they just throw them in and then that's where i think that they're people and i just oh my god that even that the idea dasha seems like she likes those statues like they mean something to her and you find out about her parents and all that and it's nonsense and just some of the other things at the beginning you end up having a bit where the electricity goes off and barbara has this thing Oh my, my devices are all overpowered, but they're also sure you end up with nothing making sense in this at all. When the elect- when the gold was going around <sighs> Ethel, it created an electri- electrical storm around her, which she had no idea what was going on and prevented her from actually passing, while the goons grabbed Ethel and threw her in the back of a van as a gold statue. And here is the exact thing that got me. And right away, I'm like, okay, you don't know what you're doing. Because she's like, my gadgets are shorted. Yet fully charged. But what the hell does that mean? What the? Oh, no. The light bulb just snapped. But it's lit. I, I don't know what you're saying. And because she ends up using her gadgets later. So it's like a stream of consciousness. Hey, gadgets shorted. Well, I can't do that. Well, let's say they're fully charged. I, I don't get it. It's just to be like, boy, that is a good energy source. It fully charged it, but it shorted out. Well, what are you doing? And yeah, they even say, leave the back girl. She's tied up now. Huh, you think that ropes are going to stop me? <laughs> Nonsense. And, and all at the end, it's just KGB shows up to be ridiculous. And then out of nowhere, uh, Kate Kane shows up Batwoman, which I always like seeing Batwoman. And it's there like, where were you during the city of Ben? Hmm, get the hell out. I was in Atlanta. <laughs> I got the hell out of that. City. But uh, hey, I've been undercover trying to bring this down. Hey, well, do that oh no kg beast is attacking us and that's where we end with what i can only think is what this is all about is just to end up getting this thing next statues of unlimitations and then i thought you know go screw yourself this is garbage it is complete and utter nonsense batgirl used to mean something it used to be a good book and it used to at least where marguerite scott actually yeah. was the one I, I like that. And we were getting something and then she left and this book has been garbage. And sure it, it's just, this is a convoluted mess. Uh, I gave it a four. I don't know what I was thinking. Cause I'm going down to a three. What would you give it? I would give it a two out of 10 because the story was nonsense. And the thing is two out of 10 is as low as you've gone in a long, long time. Really? I feel like that's, I have a two out of 10 recently though. Maybe, for some but reason. you don't go that low a lot. That's me no, and no, my that's the thing craziness. Is, even, 
I don't hate the art, but I hate the panel progression and the way it's laid out here because I found it very confusing. I had no idea what was going on. So, you know what? Even stuff with the, the gold, the living gold and the electricity, I had no idea what I was looking at or what was happening on the page. Of, even the progression, it took me a little while to even understand what they're saying through the dialogue. I'm like, this is just not good. I, I didn't think I'd be praying for an unearth story to come back because this living gold story is even worse somehow. It is. It's so bad. I actually put in my review, when did you ever think that I was going to wish for unearth to come back? Never. <laughs> and now it is. Even like the like you said, the progression and the art. And I'm like Carmen DG Monaco. Uh, the here, though. I think the story is just so convoluted. You can't make anything. Like, even when you end up having the idea that Dasha, her parents, and she's like, sadly, I lost my mother and the scientist I thought of my, as my family. And I'm only thinking there were the homeless people, but but I always keep them close, a living memory. And it looks like her head is on fire and there's stuff. And then you have the clapping going. It's just, it's it's utter nonsense. And I, I don't get it. Somebody with a nine, that, that's way too high. But at least we didn't get any tens. I think think there is one one user review no there isn't and that's why nobody cares about this book this book has become pretty much insignificant to everybody when you don't even have somebody to get mad enough to to go with a user review on the deal supergirl had one user review they gave it a one uh but yeah they they tend to go wonky with with the stuff but yeah that's it eric that's it Oh my! Right. Here we go. Well, thank well, you, DC well, Comics. Oh uh, yes, Mwah. you know, see, smell you later. We're not going to have many uh, for a while, but let's do what will be maybe. You know, actually, we'll still have books of the week going yeah. on. That's our thing, and we're going to continue. Get fresh, crew. Beep boop. We rise and we do it all, Eric. But let's go to our book of the week. All right, Eric. And what is your book of the week? It is Suicide Squad number four. That is mine as well. And as we go off to this unknown territory. Uh, maybe some people should pick up that Suicide Squad. Yeah, to get some more people involved so that when we talk about it the next time, you know, everybody's here. We have we a pretty have big fun. week of all the stuff we're doing. We don't get to talk about it here because the badasses at the Get Fresh Crew picked it for the Patreon <laughs> spotlight. Yeah. And it is the best book out of all of these books this week. That's a new Suicide Squad book that nobody is picking up according nobody's to sales. And it's ridiculous in my yeah, mind. Yeah, it is ridiculous. It's Tom Taylor and it's classic Tom Taylor. He does what everybody loves what he does. So just give it a shot. Uh, I think that maybe people were taken, you know, kind of aback by the new team, not knowing them, maybe even getting involved with them. And that's the with, fun, uh, Jim. You there's get no to know agenda them. to them. That, that's the thing. It almost seems like there must be something that people think is there that really isn't. Because what's there is a good story that's fun and also Suicide Squad. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody should get that as we go off. And nothing's coming out. Give it a shot if you're going to go. And a lot of people I saw that they're – their stores are still open on a Wednesday, but they're only Doing selling back issues and things. And yeah. Yeah, throw that in there. Do Give it. it a shot. Give it a shot. But yeah, uh, what we're going to talk about next week, usually this is where I will go through the list of what's coming out. All Nothing's right. coming out. Oh. So as we said at the beginning, what we are going to be doing, we're not going to take any days off. We haven't taken one off in three, four years. So we're not going to do that. So what we're going to do is we're going to use this time because we're not enjoying a lot of what's coming out now. Obviously. I figured what we'll do is go and talk about some classic runs of the classic characters. All most right. of these, the big ones. Uh, and what we're going to have is a tournament. I explained all this before, but the tournament will pick the run or the arc or whatever story that we're going to be talking about. If we get through all of those stories, 
then you, you get another vote it's for true. the next story and we'll keep going until and and some of these will be overlapping and things you might have say a superman war world if that's picked that's only three issues so then we'll make the pick but what we're going to do is each week we're going to have four or five books that we talk about these are going to be spread out so it'll be like each of these are shipping twice a month and in my mind we can play a game that these are actually coming out now and we're getting great books and really what it is to me is you're going to bound to give a 10 out of 10 on one of these and we out that's all i wanted that, that's really my whole plan of this is the idea that you were going to give a perfect score and i am out and z but next week what we'll be talking about is a classic story of batman one issue all of these will be one issue per episode flash green lantern and team titans so we'll see what is picked and right. what i will end up doing is as they are picked and anybody can go and vote i'll end up putting it out on twitter when we have the votes and it's going to be a march madness bracket type deal when they when we finally get the results march and the madness in april yeah well it'll be we still have until tuesday i'm hoping that these votes are done by then i want to Hopefully. actually get them done by i'm going to have all this start tomorrow and each of them has six stories that we're talking about so there's not a lot of votes um but when we do get to what is the winner? What we're going to talk about? I will put that out on the Twitters. So if you follow us, you'll know that we could be talking. And just to give you a little glimpse of what we're talking about, the Batman books, what they are going to be voting on, we're either going to be talking about Batman Year One, Batman Venom, Dark Knight Returns, Batman Ten Nights of the Beast, Batman of Death in the Family, or Batman A Lonely Place of Dying. So there shows you kind of the type of Goodness. things that we're going. I know what I want, Eric. Do you know what I would want of those? They hit the ladder? Oh, of those. There's two Batman books in that list. Which two Ten would Nights I Ten Nights of the Beast want? and Venom. That is exactly right. Those are the two that I would vote for. I love that Ten Nights oh, of the good. Beast. But again, it's also one of these where I went through and I was listing, Eric, all the things that we had. And there are going to be some of these things that we haven't read. And that's what the cool thing is. We get to read some classic stuff and we may not even like it. I'm not saying we're going to love all this. <laughs> I mean, we may hate it. Uh, there's a couple that I mentioned Justice League stories. Eric's like, that was bullcrap. But, you know, that's how maybe I'm it. remembering it wrong. And it is great. But as far as I recall from what we're yeah, talking yeah. about, it was, it was a, a James Robinson yeah. story right before the New 52. And just to tell everybody. So next week, we'll be talking Batman, Flash, Green Lantern, Teen Titans. The following week, like then, we'll be talking about Superman, Aquaman, I'm going down my list, Wonder Woman, Justice League, and Green Arrow. So those Sounds are cool the to me too. We'll cook. And as this goes, if we end up, say we end up finishing Green Arrow, which he's kind of, you know, That's one of the things the I look forward to, the idea that we finish off one of the things. We trade that hero off. We bring in a new hero. Yes, all of a sudden we're doing a Firestorm or Blue say. Beetle or some fun exactly. stuff like that. Supergirl, yeah. you know, something like that, Hawkman. So, yeah, when we – and especially That's what say, I look forward to. Especially say a Green Arrow. That will probably be – we'll get done that one. We'll shuffle in somebody, and we'll do that throughout. Uh, you know, I would think that some of the bigger ones will keep the Trinity and go to the next one. But uh, maybe we will. Maybe people would like that idea because that sounds pretty sounds like cool fun, to yeah. go. And, and get some variety. All of a sudden, we got a swamp like thing in there. We're chilling over there in Vertigo territory. That'd be awesome. You, you know, a Constantine, so I can lose my mind. And then, you know, <laughs> Metal Men, right? Metal Men. The fourth yeah, world Mr. Miracle books. This is the thing. I know that everybody's having problems. You have things being shut down, stuff like that. 
I do think that this might be something to kind of get us out of a little funk anyway and and do something different. And all of us have fun with it and get to sit there. And I know that, you know, six months from now, all this is past, hopefully. And then I sit there and I'll be yelling, why can't we be back then when we were talking about Green Arrow year one or whatever it is? I'll I'll be trying somebody off. We'll get some 90s power Shazam books. Damn right. How about the superpowers book? I mean, there's there's a lot of fun stuff that we can do. Now, with that, we're also going to be doing other stuff on the Patreon spotlights. Uh, This past week, I just want to mention just you said it when we did. Our book of the week was on there. You had Suicide Squad number four, which we really enjoyed. We also did have the ending of the the Batman First of the White Knight number eight. So that was on the Patreon. If you want to hear that, you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science. In the meantime... We're going to be doing some wacky stuff. We're going to try to fill in the gaps. And one of the things that I do want to do, and we might end up having as part of a spotlight uh, for both Marvel and DC, would be talking the DC versus Marvel crossover event, some of the amalgam stuff, some of the just imagine stuff. Maybe we'll try to work out something that works for all of that as well. But uh, the plans for the spotlights are still kind of, you know, being worked on. We're trying to figure out what would be best and what would be the most fun. But all this is going to go down. And just so that everybody would know, the you know we're not shutting down and not doing less. I, I plan on doing a, a little bit more on the Patreon because people are sitting around and they're stuck and they want to do stuff. So this also gives you a chance to actually show you we do like comics. And actually, we love them. And I'm actually excited to do this stuff with the classic stuff to get back to some things that I haven't read, but also stuff that I know is good and we can have fun with and and even when we do the back issues that we do all the time on the Patreon, we, we have a lot of fun. Oh, even the fun stuff that nonsense. we go back and look at, you talk about like you know is good. I'm like, I'm even looking forward to going back to some weird stuff from the 80s and 90s that may not be that good, but it's wacky. Like that well, weird that's face what Simon series, wants. you know? So, yeah, that's Simon is all upset. But if you get all these classics, you're not going to have anything to yell and scream about. <laughs> I think we'll find some stuff. I, I really do. And that's where we're going to end up leaning on the people on Patreon too have personal picks for some things and and go with that with votes like the and things t- weird so they teen can do titans that. where arsenal actually it was just the titans where arsenal was the leader or even just an arsenal book when he He's became arsenal leader. again yeah so we're, we're gonna After have cry for fun. justice or something a little mini series but yeah all that'll be on the regular uh podcast where again it, it'll be more clear and make more sense once we get to next week and start going in so we can kind of you know ease into this and, and show you what we're doing but yeah we're going to be doing a lot of other things on the patreon again if you can and want to support that you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science that would be great we have a lot of shows if you have some free time to listen ah but that's it for uh, this week eric that's and it. Boy, the, the books go away for a while, and it, it might be the right time for me. I, I need something because these books are depressing me with their lack of progression and just seemingly doing nothing. So maybe this whole thing in the end when we can just kind of look back and say, yeah, you know, DC needed a, a kick in the pants and maybe they got it from this, have a little time to work on things. Now, I will tell you, and I've been thinking about this for about two weeks now, if, if we come back, and any books delayed, I will be furious. I mean, really, <laughs> there's the I know that they had the hashtag pencils down. That doesn't mean you can't work out some stories. You know what I mean? Just if, if there's delays, I will be furious. But we'll see how all that works out. We don't know. This is a uh, a crazy time. So we'll see what's going on. But, Eric, what do we say at the end of the podcast? Everybody have a great week. Keep week. it weird. Weird. We'll see you in seven. See you in seven. You're still here?
It's over. Go home. Closing time. That's it for the podcast. So I guess it's time to go home. Closing time. Heard the party's over, so turn off your iPod or phone. Closing time, nine hours you just wasted. Now it's time to get back to work. Closing time, pretend you're still listening, cause your co-worker's a fucking jerk. Eric's got to go play with his toys. Eric's got to go play with his toys. Eric's got to go play with his toys. Play with his toys.